Legendaires and welcome to RPG Digest. Yeah, I tried to get, I tried to do like a little manly voice there. I think I failed. <laughs> In this live stream formatted podcast, we discuss. Nope, not gonna do that anymore. Tabletop role playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole and how much of a retard I am. That's right. Start off the stream by saying the word retard. Take that. <laughs> I am John Maxley Ushlow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon, critic, and judge. Along with me, as almost always, is the much more reasonable and centered Brett Heathen Dog Grismer. And how are you today, sir? I am well. Thank you very much for asking. I hope we find everyone else well. I only ask uh, because to... it's written in my book. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> how, how's your week been? I'm glad you asked. I actually was writing that down. <laughs> so uh, this week was uh, for me. Was, uh, it was interesting. I started doing a little bit of packing because, you know, I got that whole move thing maybe coming. And, well, yep. most, uh, most of the time the movers are going to do most of the stuff, but there are some things you, know, you want to look at, um, like how much fits in a suitcase and so forth. And, of course, this is the week where uh, I was lifting socks and T-shirts and uh, my hernia got worse, so that's going to be awesome. Hey, maybe sooner or later it'll be considered an emergency and somebody will do something with it because until they do, I don't get credit for it because, you know, COVID. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So I've been yeah. walking around since the end of March last year with a goddamn hernia. Awesome. I know. It's yeah. great. Uh, uh, Garthon and I have both had to surgery, and uh, you don't look forward to it. Uh, thank you, uh, uh, Hungry Ewok. Good morning to you, too. And Crafty, uh, LOM2 is, uh, should be Sherris. How come I'm not seeing Twitch chat? I see a, a, I'm, seeing a, I'm seeing a line that says new, but I'm not actually seeing the chat. Okay, so I see Crafty just fine. Hello, Crafty. Well, maybe I got him blocked. Okay, well, maybe I'll see new stuff now. Um, let's see. Uh, also in the middle of the week, my bronchitis kicked back in. Hey, I love it. <laughs> I know, right? Is, and, is it just uh, me or does German antibiotics seem weaker than they should be? No, they won't give you any. Germany believes rub a little dirt on it, get back out there. They're like, right. chew on some mud, man. <laughs> um and then uh lastly i told you earlier about i messed up my foot today so it's one of those things like i don't whine about pain and injuries that's just part of life i'm not that guy that's like oh woe is me but i tell you what i will trade a lot of things to get rid of this damn bronchitis i've had for like a year and a half now that that crap i tell you what when you know when i used to hear people talking about that when i was younger i'd be like ah suck it up buttercup it's just a little flu get over it, it just keeps coming back you're like god damn go away but 
the hernia thing. As soon as I get the surgery, I'll be fine with that. And then my foot stuff, well, that was just wearing a really... <laughs> there's snow. We actually have like two inches of snow. So I was like, ooh, let's go outside. My wife dressed herself up like a little four-year-old in a snowmobile suit. She looked... <laughs> I can't put awesome. my arms down. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, me, I'm out there, you know, being from kind of like the you know, same type of time, uh, temperate zone that you're in, you know, so yeah, didn't quite do shorts and t-shirt, but, uh, you know, but I put on some kind of like hiking shoes, shoes, and uh, that didn't go over well. They they ripped up my heels and I'm going to have blisters on both now. That's freaking lovely. Awesome. But, uh, that's that and uh trying to you know get uh you know which i'll talk about in a little bit some of our social media back working and testing out other social media and you know trying to do some of the professional legion of myth stuff that i have to do before i move and uh it's been a busy week even though i was teleworking most of the week for real my real job so crafty says we are not streaming to twitch we're not that's what crafty says i'm looking maybe, maybe that's why i'm not getting the whole and I can't log into it from here because this isn't my normal computer. So, oh, some bitch! I am I am streaming to Legion of Two. <laughs> yep. Ah, yes, professional. So, hey, everybody can go over to Legion of Two. Let's just add the number two at the end of the. But don't, don't, yeah, well, I mean, you can subscribe there if you want. But hey. Should we just shouldn't we just start over? We got the beginning. Can we can yeah. we just change it and start over? Nah. It'll yeah, mess up. That's it'll probably mess a up. great idea. It'll mess up the other stuff when I have to edit no, the videos later. Mess up anything. Oh, look at that. I'm on Legion Myth 2 now. Hey, there I see Crafty and Noro. <laughs> Surprise! Can I actually add? Let me see if I can add it in now. Ooh, I might be able to add it in. I can. <laughs> Stream to both Legion of Myth and Legion of Myth 2. Fine. There you there go. There we go. Now we're going to be on Legion of Myth. <laughs> That's all. Hey, I didn't know about that feature. See, that was called troubleshooting. I was testing <laughs> cool. out. I was testing out a feature, and now we know. You bring that back over there. Connecting to chat. Oh yeah, everything just popped up over there. We're streaming to Legion of Myth one and two. That's fine. That's fine. I'm, as no, long I'm, as you I'm, get one. I'm removing Legion of Myth two right now. It's just weird. Okay. Uh, remove destination for the broadcast. Yes. Hey, that's cool. These are cool features that this thing's got. I, I approve. There we go. Okay. So thank now you, Crafty, for hers. helping us uh, fix uh, somebody else's mistakes. Somebody else's? Yes. I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I've been trying to get us all over to the YouTube side anyway. Single source, right? So there we go. There that was go. that's my excuse. No, it's not. Um. So we talked about uh, about all that stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what's awesome about this, though, is none of this on the Twitch side matters because I use the stream from the YouTube side for future, and I'm not going to highlight this anyway. So it's a win-win. There you go. So win -win. now with that said... Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. How, how was your week? Because oh, nobody cares was, about uh, mine on Twitch anyway, right? Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a it was a uh, a blast from the past. Uh, I haven't worked this hard since the Legion of Myth live stream days, uh, where I would watch an <laughs> entire season of anime in in four days and then uh, make up uh, make up uh, bullet point slides for the next two days. Not or, only or, does Crafty help us out on the technology side, he just donated twenty five dollars. Thank you very much, Crafty. Awesome. 
and that's just the way it is. I mean, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call it pity money because he pities us as he should. <laughs> like these poor you know guys, what? If, these poor if, guys, little pat on the head. <laughs> if if anything bad happens in Crafty's life, that is just proof that there is no divine being. That's all. Fair enough. Just proof. Pretty much it. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, reading reading the cults for this book uh, was the felt the the same as reading an, the entirety of a regular RPG. And mm -hmm. writing up these slides uh, made me feel like a fraud because it is so dense. Each one has so much nuance and and flavor that trying to condense it down to to fit in less than eighteen hours, I left <laughs> so much out. Yeah, that... but again, overview. It's okay. It's an overview, and I think everybody watching is going to understand that this is just an overview. And, well, and I agree with Heathen Dog, but. Bluff. Uh, bottom line up front. Just tell me. Just tell me the bullet points that I need to know, and let's move on. Okay. But here, here's the thing. I, uh, be, be, before this gets uh, split up into YouTube stuff, I want to tell everyone watching now that uh, if you know the game and you're thinking, "Heathen dog, you missed this. Heathen dog, that's not as important as this. Heathen dog, you should have emphasized this." I want you to write that down in letter format. With your, with your best calligraphy, fold it up, put it in an envelope, mail it to Santa. He might give a shit. All right. <laughs> I don't. Now, if I'm flat out wrong in something I say, then go ahead and type it in chat. Go ahead and type it in comments. That's fine. I'm fine being wrong, but some things had to be cut. And if you don't like the cut, again, call Santa. I'm at the, the, the imaginary fat man might give a shit. I don't. Okay. But yeah, I've been doing that all week. And uh, just going through the game system, it's funny because the game system itself is easy. Like, it, it really Great. is. It's easy. I, game system alone, I'm ready for next week already. I've got... Shit, I, I chose the wrong one. I, I volunteered for the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Damn it. I mean... I guess that notebook is still sitting on the kitchen table, but it's literally one page of notes. That is it. I'm done. Ready to go. But that's now that's just the game system. There's an entire book just like the one that he's he's going through for character. Uh, creation. Yeah, yeah, for character creation. Now, we're not going to create a character, but we are going to talk about character creation. And that's one of the reasons a lot of what he's going to go through today is important. Is, is important in order to make a character. Oh, God. Now, no, I didn't need it. Okay, she brought me my notebook. Those are all my notes. You can see my notes for next week. If you, okay. If you, well, you can't read it, but we, we can see the chicken trapping. Stop it and zoom, zoom in on it. You know, there you go. <laughs> but uh, in fact, one of my notes on here says uh, the entire rule system mechanics is just from pages 12 to 27. That's it. <laughs> Fuck. That's like, that's like, that's, that's not even one clan. And, Damn it. <laughs> right? And... <laughs> It's similar enough to the Year Zero engine. It's not the same, but it's similar enough to it where it's like, I'm like, oh, I got this. Boom. I mean, if you can do GURPS or the Year Zero engine, you got this. It's just a couple little, little tweaks. So, right. anywho, yeah. Um, but no, Ethan Dog, we absolutely appreciate the effort that you put in to doing the cults. Thank you. I and do anyway. If, if, you, if you do remember or, or uh, go on YouTube and look up the old Legion Myth live stream, you will. Uh, you will recognize the format that I'm going to use. Now, it is Max Liao's job to point out questions in chat. 
that you may want me to expand on something I've said. And I will do so. I will have chat in front of me, all of there them. You go. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll point that uh, we'll point that out when it comes here because Heathen Dog is gonna be focused on his notes and his slides. But you know what? Before exactly. we go, oh, by the way, this is still RPG Digest. This isn't Legion Myth Weekly live stream, so we no. are gonna focus on chat. Chat is allowed to interrupt yes. uh, and so forth. This isn't a straight on lecture, even though it's gonna no. look like that. But hey, you know what? He likes his slide format, and in this in this case, I think it was important to you know say yeah, go for it. Hopefully it's not too boring for you guys. Also, we're going to break it down on the YouTube side. We're going to break it down to like, depending on how they roll out, three it's 13, three, three, or four, yeah, three or four per YouTube video. Yeah. So, but Because, you know, YouTube that, really doesn't like things that are hour and a half long. Well, YouTube doesn't like streams at all. If we were mm. to do this actually the right way, what we should do, actually, we should stream. Well, no, because we don't have two YouTube channels. Not like that anyway. Um mm. We should stream to a different YouTube channel and bring it over to this one or stream on this one, mark it as private, download it locally, re-upload it. I don't want to do all that. So, no, that's uh, all right. That's all right. But to, to be fair, the the uh, format I used in the in the, in the the Legion Myth live stream for RPGs was the, the most popular most of the it. segments for the Legion Myth live stream be, because of this stricter format. Yeah, Keep the dog is amazing. Big teddy bear. Thank you, Umbri. Thank you, Umbri. <laughs> Lies. And, and I, I, I love being flattered because it's all true. And uh, um, at the at the end of my segment, I'm going to give a date for the Call of Cthulhu oh. um, online game. I noticed that so there hasn't be been a lot that. of talk about that. It's kind of surprising to me. And I, I was wondering if well, part of that is because we haven't really been pushing it on. Yeah, yeah. You you haven't put out the YouTube video yet. It's it's uh, it, I'm I'm going to give enough time for people on YouTube to want to okay. join in um we there are slots left over so so you youtube people can can come in get get their slots and get their game so that that's all good and crafty may or may not be able to join in i'm that's that's just the way that's just the way that cookie crumbled on you man i'm sorry i'm i'm, I'm hoping you can i'm hoping to give you enough time to finagle you know, something he could always go <laughs> i'm not feeling well <laughs> and yeah just, yeah call in call in possible covid possible covid oh, oh man, go. i got, got tested i'm okay it was just a flu it's fine it's fine i'm not i'm not gonna tattle i'm not tattle <laughs> it's all good it's all good all right let's put up our our stuff so we can dive into your cults unless you i mean unless you have something more you want to chat about i i've been so out of the loop this week i haven't even been posting on discord as much as i normally do uh just because all the weird stuff going on but all right, so what is RPG Digest? We are having conversations about the TTRPG hobby. We are truthful people. We are the most truthful. We are harbingers of truth and opinion. We give you the information you need to hear, not what you want to hear. We are not an echo chamber for the idiots. Oh, God, did I? This is why I don't like researching crap for segment two, because it makes me actually want to harm living beings. As we'll get into later on today. We at Legion Admit do, do not condone the intentional harming of living beings. No, but we can talk about it. Hypothetically Absolutely. speaking. If you can't hey, if people can't understand satire and, and hyperbole, well, then they I don't know what to tell them. We are not anyway. Uh, you don't like our commentary? Tell us why in chat, comment section, or join us on the stream to talk to us in segment three. So 
Uh, see, and segment three is, hey, you can join us on the stream. If you have thoughts, experiences to share. If you have TTRPG-related news, usually we like to stay on topic, but maybe you've got something you really got to tell us. Open to it. And if you want to challenge or tell me how awesome I am. How awesome I am. Eden Dog's okay, too. But how awesome I am. I don't like that it flops like that. It used to just go from one background to the next. Now it's like it has to take time. What's up with that? Definitely want to thank all of our backers, our monetary backers, people who give us a bit. I'm a satirist now. Ah, you know. Sure. Yes, I am. Uh, people give us bits, people who donate money, super chats, cheers, etc., etc. Those who subscribe on uh, subscribe star, which actually I want to show something here. See if I can do this. I'm going to kick out Heathen Dog slide here for just a second. He has all prepared and ready for us. But I'm going to do this. Boom. Boom. Can you just add another one? There you go. Boom. Yeah. Do that. That's if you subscribe on Subscribestar, a paying subscriber, you get a copy of that. It's my first module. It's an introductory module to the Forbidden Lands role-playing game. So there's a perk of subscribing on Subscribestar. But maybe you're like, Max, I already back you guys. I'm a Twitch uh, subscriber for money. Or a YouTube member for money. You know, paying subscribe. Well, then you can get it off of Discord. It's in our private section there. It's true. So we're starting to try to offer stuff. Um, you know, this move is going to kick my butt in terms of, uh, of writing another module or writing... You know, I don't want to do character backgrounds, but, you know, maybe a magic item or something like that. But I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. Uh, let's see, we want to also thank people who just sit there and watch and chat. Because you know what? We like reading the chat. And we like to know that you're there. But sometimes you don't even want to do that. You just want to put it on while you're playing your video game on the side. You know what? That still gives us good positive numbers. Just make sure you hit that like button. Or as they like to say, smash it, melee punch it. I don't know. Critical hit it. Uh, what, what, what else? You know, give it trauma. <laughs> Whatever the fuck else they got in games. Uh, just hit that like button. Let people it and man share. the shit out of it. There you go. It man the shit. Out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Whoa! That like button. All right. And if you don't want to give money to us, you can give it to the Wounded Warrior Project. Also, be sure to follow friends of the channel. I have not added any new ones in the last week or so because nobody's given me, uh, well, any suggestions, let alone reasonable ones. So, uh, hey, if you think that there's a tabletop RPG channel that uh, Legion of Myth would like or might like Legion of Myth, maybe you have one. Let us know. We'll check it out. And uh, if we like it, we'll put it on our friends of the channel because you can hover over that right now if you're watching on Twitch and say, oh, look at that, friends of the channel. Um, one of the things that's going to happen today, I think Inappropriate Characters is having a stream starting at like 8 or 8.30 p.m. Central Eastern time. I don't know. Later on. <laughs> uh, maybe it's my time. I don't even know, but it's going to start later on. Go check that out. A um, bunch of OSR dudes. and uh, But make sure, as always, you always have to tell them Legion of Essentia. Gotta tell them Legion of Essentia. But uh, yeah, uh, check that out. It's called Inappropriate Characters, if I remember correctly. Hey, look at that. I updated it. See something special? No more parlor. But, but, but no more parlor, but look what's added back on. Mines. Yes, there was a story behind that. Uh, if you watched, was it last week's episode? You'll yep. know that uh, I, as we're talking about censorship, so on and so forth, we got banned from Mines back in February. Mysteriously, 
we got unbanned from mines this week. So uh, it was it was a nice message they sent and so on and so forth. Basically, it made it look like they missed the email or something. But hey, we're back on mines. And I got to tell you, in the year that I've been away, I like the mines interface. I think it's improved. Uh, I like the fact that we can put our YouTube videos on there now, like as in it reaches back to YouTube and grabs them. So when this stream is done and I turn them into YouTube videos for posting later in the week, it's just going to grab them and put them on Minds. I like that. Only thing I'm a little curious about or a little nervous about on Minds is that I can't mark them as not safe for work. It just grabs the video and goes. So I don't know what to do about that because my luck is I'll get banned again. So, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah, there you go. But uh, also I can go back to past YouTube videos and I can only grab one a day. That's hilarious. <laughs> one a day. We've got like 90 videos of just RPG Digest stuff that so I can do one a day. So for the next three months or so, as long as I remember, I'm going to be reaching back into our catalog and uh, uh, transferring videos from YouTube to Minds also so you can watch them there. One at a time. Matthew has a, has a great thought. Uh, make a wall calendar with us as models. Some extra stream. I will only do it if I get to be drinking and naked. Like those fire, I, like those firemen one. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. since I, today was the first day that I've done any sort of workout other than like packing the house. So, and I haven't changed my diet at all. So I'm sure you can, you probably guess, guess what that means as far as, you know, like the, the tummy area. Um, mm. That's right. I said tummy. So uh, yeah, I think I'd be a beautiful uh, hibernating bear for, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You you will take the winter months. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, at least according to our lighting, if you look at our lighting here, you're paler than me. I don't know if it's true it's in true, real life yeah. because I come. I don't know why, but the, I think my lights above me are starting to fade. And, yeah, you, uh, you look like Orange Man. No, literally, red, you look like Red orange man. man. Red Man, thank you. I don't know, man. It's a little orange. Uh, Burnt uh, orange. <laughs> Burnt Sienna. Uh, Raven's Lair says he no, please don't. I like I like my eyes. He'll buy it. He'll buy it. Of course he'll he would. buy it. He won't tell anyone, which makes it worse. Oh, I'm gonna Photoshop it, and I'm gonna be like the the statue of David. Zoom. There you go. <laughs> Where his there ball sack goes lower than. <laughs> hey, it was cold when he it was, was posing for that. I right? was in the pool, man. You know, I used to exactly. swim before COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I don't know why I still have Twitter on there. Uh, another one I'm looking at, I just started using it slow as crap right now, is called, um, was it PacketNet? Uh-oh. I thought I had it written down. It's, uh, it's like a Twitter type thing. Uh, nope, not there. Uh, I don't know where I put it. Anyway, but I'm looking at that. I I'm looking, basically, I'm not looking for crazy right-wing stuff. In fact, I ignore all the politics. So anybody who's like, oh, look at that, they're going all right-wing sites. I'd I stay away from, I won't even follow you if I go to your stream like, oh, you liked one of, uh, one of our posts or you watched one of our videos and commented on it? Let me check you out. If all I see on there is politics, 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 and nothing to do with uh, anime, comics, games, I don't follow you. It's not that I, I, I'm being a dick. I may even agree with you, but I'm not going to follow you because we're about anime, comics, games. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's not any hatred thing. So no, we, no. we stick with no, all the... Politics already has the 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 unwanted leaking into all facets of your life thing going on now. You don't want to invite it in. It's just it uh, you know the trickle turns into a flood, and we don't want the flood. You know, uh, Matthew, I used to do that when I was in the Air Force. I used to uh, fill a backpack full of books and I'd curl them. <laughs> I absolutely would. Uh, but uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so th th thank you, Noro. Appreciate that one. That was a good what one. Did she, what did she say? 
She's talking about you. I, I, I what, what she's talking about? Anime comics games, a- asshole Ness. Who is this, Matthew? Oh, he, he's on the he's on the YouTube side. Yeah, he's on the YouTube side. Yeah. Oh, fine. I think it's a, a it's a passive aggressive hint to say, oh, oh, I'm sorry, did I click the wrong one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was it? There you go. Oh, you got. I stop it. I was doing the calendar one. By the way, Matthew, um, I sent a message to uh, Kevin Simbita to uh, to look at your uh, the, what you told us last week on the stream. I'll let you know more about that later <laughs> when I, mean, I know more. Yeah. So, so anywho, all right. So uh, we know you just do this. Did I, did I get through all the links? Do they know that? Oh, because because nope, somebody messed up something. Somebody messed up something. Who, what? Where? Who? What? Man. I just want to let everybody know that our website is legionmyth.tv, not .com. Elgarian still has the .com stuff. I haven't taken it away from them, and there's nothing there. So make sure you go to legionmyth.tv if you can go to our website. And I still haven't added blogs or anything on there, but uh, and of course, yes, Missa, we we changed sides for today because during the slideshow, it's it's going to be easier if I'm on top than if he's on top. It's just the the way the format will look. And it'll be easier that way. Sometimes I like to be on the bottom. Say it. So, hey. <laughs> sometimes you don't want to do the work. I get it. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I got a hernia, man. <laughs> That's right. He's got a hernia. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we're ready for segment one. If uh, anybody is just check chat. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> chat looks good. Are we ready to talk about? Oh, you know, I've got a picture for it. You get a picture for it. Let's see it. Yeah, that's the one problem with the book I have. It's all white. <laughs> Mine isn't. It's, it's, well, oh, no, God. yours is black, but that would be worse even. No, this book is awesome. Uh, no, I did find a weakness with this book. Look at that gold. There's a problem with this book. Actually, it's not what? this one. Oh, you can kind of see it on this one. Oh, yep, you can see it. See that? Oh yeah, yeah. Easily, easily. The 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 felt, the yeah, pseudo felt is easily damaged. Yep. Yep. And my the other book's even worse. And I'm like, oh my god, I've read been reading it on my bed or the kitchen table for the most part. So hey, it's still an awesome cover. It's well bound and so forth. But yeah, I I think at this point I would rather have just a traditional cover book. But uh, yeah, I yeah. like it. Okay, okay. Let, let's put this back up again. You can pretend to do an intro. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. RPG Digest, we're going to talk about D-Genesis, and specifically, we're going to talk about the 13 clans. Now, cults. Sorry, cults. I'm sorry. You're right. Cults. Now, I'm going to go to it right now. I'm going to tell you that, uh, well, first, we, we're, we're going to go through the publisher, uh, Catharsis Redesign. The original came out in 2004. There, there was an update in 2014, but from what I understand, the update and the original, there's not a whole lot of difference, especially with what I'm going to talk about. So that doesn't really, you know, come, come into effect here. Uh, the, uh, the designers are, are Christian and Marco. Now, uh, uh, their last names, especially Marco's last name, I would butcher to death. So I will do everyone a favor 
<laughs> and let you read them in your head. Christian Gunther? And pronounce them however you want. Keep them to yourself. Jurjevic, I think. Or Jurjevic. Okay. I don't know. Since I'm not sure, I'm going to go with that. And if you want to find this, if you want to find these books, both books can be gotten for free from their website. If you want to buy the physical copies themselves, you can buy them from the game designer for 199 euro, which turns out to be about $240. Depends on the dollar. But, but, but I, I, I know I didn't bring it down last week or this week, but I'm telling you that the packaging that the book comes in is just as awesome as the books you get. And yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I I understand when 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 I when I heard that it was over a hundred dollars a book and you need both books to really play the game, I balked until I actually saw what the books looked like and how they were packaged, how they were delivered, and what you get. And okay, I'm I still get it. scared to open this map up fully because this isn't like a paper map that falls apart after you open it up a couple times. This is a thick plasticish paper. With the same almost felty, oh, thanks. I didn't need that though. Thank you. Oh, with the same kind of felty uh, feel of it, I, and I don't know what word I should use for that. I, I never dealt with this stuff when I was a graphic artist. But this map is thick as hell. I actually want to mount it, uh, not because I think it'll fall apart, but because it's heavy. It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, you put put it in a frame. It deserves to be showcased. Really, it's su such good quality. They put a lot of work into the quality. At least. It looks, it feels and looks like they did. So, yeah. But, you know, if, if you don't want to spend 240, you can get the same thing for, uh, you know, 225 from Amazon. All right. Why Amazon is, is a uh, significantly cheaper. I don't know. Now, to be fair, uh, at the website, it's free shipping. Amazon. I'm not sure prime or not. I, I, I forgot to look if, uh, if being an Amazon prime member will, will affect shipping or not but there there may be shipping costs that would make it equal to the uh, the game site itself uh, if you can read german they do have a white cover edition yes they, they have they have a white and black cover edition on their website so yes and uh, for some reason you can buy both books individually if you want which i find so, weird when i ordered them i thought i was getting the white covers not the black covers but i don't know Maybe they chose to send me them, or maybe I ordered wrong. I don't care. I, I like what I've got. So Good. Okay, and then we're moving on. We're going to talk about the cults today. There are 13 cults, 13 main cults that, that are in, in the book that, that you can choose from during character creation. Uh, these, these cults formed after the Eshetan, the, the apocalypse, the... The, uh, um, the end times. The end times of, of humanity. And uh, humanity re returned to a tribal mentality. You know, the world was cut off from each other. So people gathered up. The, the strong survived. The, the weak perished. Cults came. Cults fell. The, the ones that either had uh, strong ideology, strong faith, strong technology, or just strong backs. They're the ones that made it. And those are the ones we're going to talk about. Now, when I say this is a satellite overview. I'm not talking super NSA satellite can can zoom down and see what 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 kind of socks a terrorist is wearing. No, this this is some 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 amateur satellite from a from a balloon uh, from from some 13 year old in, in Omaha with a with a 720p camera. All right. So. Very truncated. I'm trying to get 
I'm trying to get the gist of this across without spending a half hour or an hour per cult, which really you is could what easily all of do. this deserves. Oh, you could easily do that. Now, to be fair, if you really, really, really want to see us go into each individual cult in depth, um, I would say buy the book. Because I, I don't know if... Or download the PDF. Yeah, or download the PDF, right. Because I don't know if with our experience with this game that we would be the arbiters of truth when it comes to that. I think an overview is what we're capable yeah. of. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's kick this pig and get started. This is the Spitalians. Oh, not in alphabetical order. No, no. They, these are the order they appear in the book. Okay. All right. Uh, doctors evolved. The reason I say that is because when the apocalypse happened, the the first place that was overrun were the hospitals, the big hospitals. Doctors did what they could, heal the injured. Uh, af after the initial injuries were going on, then there was the sicknesses and plagues that that came with uh, with uh, you know bad water, bad food, stuff like that. And they had to defend against looters because after a while, looters would come to steal medicine, supplies, stuff like that for their own little warlord fiefdoms or whatever so they, they, they were trying to put up. Seattle? Seattle, Portland? Yeah. Okay, fine. Again, politics seeping in, but let's <laughs> stop. Let's stop that. And after a while, things started to settle down. Uh, the, the, uh, doctors became, uh, became, uh, warrior clerics, you know, healers and fighters by necessity. They had to defend their supplies. They, they, they learned how to create, uh, and, uh, and antibiotics on, on premises and defend, uh, the supplies that they had, which was fine. But then everyone found out about the primer, which spawned the sepsis and depending on, on where you are in the world, the rays or, or, or whatever it's called in, in other places of the world. And this, this is something that was brand new. All right. Uh, the, the uh, sepsis infected insects, it created spore fields, psychonauts started coming up and the spitalians freaked out because this was completely beyond their knowledge. They walled themselves off for over a decade. Well, some, some, some would say well over a decade. And uh, this gave them time to examine what was going on, try and figure out a new way to move forward. Once they were ready, they opened up their doors and now they go back out into the world fueled with some knowledge, but also uh, with the mandate of gathering more. How to defeat the spore fields, how to cure sepsis how to uh how, how to stop the infection from from the uh casual casual use drug called the burn and psychonauts well they usually just get killed you know because <laughs> they're just yeah they, they they get burned down they're just too far gone so they have a new mission destroy sources of infection spore fields get burned down if you are caught selling uh the drug called the burn, well, you're probably going to be killed and, and all, all, all of your supply will, will be destroyed. Ironically, you're going to get burned. Yeah. And if you are, if you are uh, uh, infected beyond the point of treatment or you are a full-blown psychonaut, which is, you know, full-blown infected, no longer considered human, they just burn you down and move you, you know, and then, then they just move on. Now, they have a very interesting way of detecting 
those who are infected. They have a, uh, a pole arm with a, uh, a pointy, pointy stick, a pointy sharp end on one end for, for stabbing folk. And on the other end, a, a very, very resilient glass jar with what looks like a tendrily tumor inside. What that actually is, it's, uh, it's bovine DNA infected with uh, the uh, sepsis or primer. And I just lost some of my, uh, some of my thing. But uh, <laughs> the, the reason they have this is because it reacts violently near someone who is affected by a, by, a, uh, by a sepsis or a primer or whatever. It will start undulating. The closer it gets to someone who is infected, it'll undulate faster and faster and faster and still starts until it starts beating against the walls of its glass container. And that's how they find out who's infected and not. Then they will test your level of infection. And if you are beyond saving, they will burn you down. And that's it. Now, the Spitalians have spread to, to many regions of the world because people recognize that they have knowledge that is necessary. Well, and they're they have knowledge that is useful. They save people's lives. Sure, they're a little utilitarian. They're, they're a little our way or the highway type thing about it. But no one can defend the idea that they don't save lives. So they continue on. And if you give me a moment, I will fix this thing going on. Well, while right you're here. doing that, I'm going to share my screen. And uh, because I want to show something. I don't know if I'm going to do this after each and every one. One thing's about these, uh, if you ever played any of the White Wolf games, this might look a little familiar to you. Let's see if we can zoom in on that. There we go. Um, so this is uh, the Spitalians. And they have stereotypes for each of the different clans or cults. See, now I'm doing it. So, for example, we're not going to read all of them, but what do they think of the Anabaptists? Uh, that we share common goals, they're full of misconceptions. Nevertheless, we cannot afford to be too picky when it comes to our allies. Let's look at uh, one I don't really care for too much. Uh, which one was the... Oh, the Clanners. Uh, the people... Was it the Clanners? I think it was. Uh, we protect them from diseases and septi sepsis, and they keep us fed. This arrangement has been working for centuries now, so, okay. The Spitalians get along with the Clanners. Probably the only one. And lastly, we'll look at the Palers, uh, sickly figures hiding in holes as soon as there's danger on the horizon. Not very astonishing after all these years of incest. <laughs> Still, right. they could they could pave our way to the Balkan. But that's just uh, I I like uh, I like this kind of stuff because even though you don't have to take it as like you know absolute uh, uh, oh my god I can't think words escaping. quote unquote gospel yeah whatever there you go yeah um, it helps you get a feel for what uh what the, how, this how case, the other cults interact with each other is important during gameplay D depending on what cult you choose to be a member of uh it, it gives you an idea of how you're going to initially react with all the other cults all right let's come back now we will move on as soon as i figure there we go we will move on to the chroniclers now, oh, that's a long chapter. The, sorry? The Chroniclers is a long chapter. Yeah, it is. I broke it down. Again, Santa. Now, uh, <laughs> the the uh, the Eschaton, the apocalypse, the, the asteroid apocalypse, brought about the death of the internet, obviously. I mean, it's, it's hard to have an internet when 
you have no electricity anywhere. But there were a lot of people who understood that this information needed to be saved. There, the the end of the world is bad, sure, but if that's the worst it's going to be, it, now it's going to get better, and this information cannot be lost. So anyone from streamers like us, people who watch streamers like you, to NSA analysts, CIA field operatives, uh, uh, Mossad, you know, data miners, <laughs> they all individually and sometimes came together to try and save hard drives, servers that weren't destroyed, try to, try to bring them together and preserve something of all of the, of the uh, digitally recorded history of the planet that would otherwise be completely lost. The problem is that most of these people were, you know, Geeks. Basement dwellers, come on, basement dwellers. Yeah, okay, okay, B basement dwellers and uh, couldn't handle themselves in a fight. So when when uh, someone wanted their land, wanted their 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 warehouses and uh, and uh, churches where where they were where they you know put themselves in basements or whatever, the the strong took from the weak, and that's the world they live in now. And so that's exactly what happened. Their, their first efforts were thwarted because they couldn't defend themselves from, from the strong. Okay. You know, why did, why did they do it? Well, maybe they wanted the servers for scrap metal because to them, scrap metal makes weapons. It makes armor. It makes something useful for survival right after the apocalypse. Great. But a lot of times with these early cults, it was just warlord type crap and they just wanted to kill the weak to to uh, to look strong and and gain resources could be that so they retreated they found a new way they became information brokers they would they would use infiltration eavesdropping uh bribery torture whatever it took to gain information on people in power people adjacent to power and then they would sell that information to rivals for the right price that would get them money that that would get them ability to pay to pay later on we're going to talk about scrappers to go and find old tech and bring it back to them so they can start their real mission again which is to reconstruct the old digital age, or at least save as much of it as possible. And because of this new tactic, number one, chronicles were chroniclers were everywhere. And they, and they decided to use intimidation and- uh, I know you're gonna explain this, but how, do, how are geeks intimidating? Well, this like is they, how they, they do They don't it. get to be internet troll warriors anymore, no, thinking that no, they're tough no, guys. They, <laughs> they don't. They don't. They 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 use uh, they use Vader tactics, as you can see from from the picture. All right, you you, you can see from the picture above you. Uh, they use masks, usually dark, as scary looking as possible, with voice modulators. They they they, they carry staffs and stun batons, crackling with energy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, but crackling with with energy, all for intimidation. 
That's what that that was initially what kept them safe, intimidation. And then when they gather an, an enough information on people in power, blackmail became key. It keeps Aren't them they going. also involved in politics? And, and I'm asking because I, th I thought I read that, but I, I've barely skimmed it. They, they are involved in politics in, in so much so as in a, a political rival will, will pay them for inf information on, on someone trying to take power from them. That's what they do. Information broker. That's what they are. That's how they survive. That's how they complete their actual mission. And we'll get to the scrappers in a little bit. And uh, as I fix this, uh, Max <laughs> I guess Liao I'll go through going, the stereotypes. Is going, is, is going to to go go through how they uh, how they look at and think of the other clans that they have to deal with. All right. So let me share my screen now and go back to that. Oh, poor heathen dog. So stereotypes. So let's look at, uh, well, who do we look at? Oh, who's the first we looked at? Oh, the Spitalians. So let's just see what uh, the chroniclers think of the Spitalians. Fascist organization claiming to save the world. Primer threat recognized. Worthy of support. They give us time to reactivate the stream. So the stream is what they call here is uh, basically, you know, the World Wide Web, for lack of a better term. Um, let's see. Anubians. Africans. Likely Egyptian origin. If you look at how this is written, well, maybe it isn't like that for all of them. Oh, yeah, kind of. It's written very succinctly. Religious sect. Attention. Extreme threat potential. So it's it's written... How do, how do I say it? It's written in a format like I would see at work. Let's just put it that way. Um, see, mostly mystic uh, worldview referring to the wheel of life. Comparison to Indian mythology to be done. No opinions. Like, I just... I love that succinct... Uh, to the, just to the point, yeah. Uh, judges, lawful organization protected and civilized by us. Oh, give us safe room for efforts in Borka. It's all right. Um, dog's still working, so I'll still talk. What do you think of the Palers? Uh, guard high-ranking pre-Eschaton supplies as guardians of the sleepers. Mostly degenerated, thus only limited possibilities of trade. Infiltration attempts have so far been repulsed, continuing recruitment of outcasts. All right, that's that's all I'm gonna read for now. But I do um, what I do like again. I, I like these stereotypes. Um, I, I remember going back to the old White Wolf games, how they were in there, and I and I help get a better feel of whatever clan or or I don't know what it's called in Mage that uh, that uh, that I played. Say, so, oh, okay, so that makes a little more sense to how to think about those people. But. Uh, I don't have much else because he did all the reading on this. I did some skimming for some character creation stuff. I don't have much to add to this. Oh, here we go. Um, let me get this shared. Back. Oh, never mind. Right. I was gonna I was gonna show the stun baton, but nope, oh, you're back. I'm back. Okay. So now I'm gonna forward so you guys. Helvetics are next, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's uh, check check out chat. the word stereotype triggers me. That's what Crafty that, says. He he said that a while ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're, our our viewers, our viewership Hellvetic. isn't isn't all that high right now. Um, gotta go share this, and this is an awesome game. You are missing out on a lot. I, mean, I, I don't know what to say. Maybe it's because uh, we're talking about it, and not reading it. Maybe hearing about it is a little more boring. But this is an absolute amazing game background, and we can only give you the overviews, or it would take us weeks doing this every yeah. day. The Helvetics, I I think, are uh, one of my favorite. Uh, they, they are the Swiss and the Swiss had a plan. 
people knew that these asteroids were coming for a while. Okay. The, the uh, Swiss created bunkers in the Alps. They were going to protect not only a lot of their people, but they were going to protect their cultural heritage and uh, national treasures. They were going to be buried deep, deep in the mountains with the idea that they will be protected from the oncoming storm. And when the world had ceased being a, uh, a nuked out waste, not nuked out, but a, you know, a, a pummeled wasteland, they would come out and their, their culture and history would be intact. It was a great plan. Well, the asteroids had other plans. The best laid plans of mice and men. Exactly. Uh, several of the strikes created what's called the Reaper's Blow, which uh, uh, last week Max, uh, Max showed in the, uh, in the map. Cuts and, bark uh, in if half. You want to bring, if, if, if you want to bring up that, that map again in another thing, we, we, we can show that in a minute. But uh, it, it cut the Alps basically in half. And as, as unluck would have it, this cut off the uh, the civilian population, civilian government, and uh, cultural art treasures and archives from the uh, um, soldiers and all of the military equipment because you don't want them mingling. Because if 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 there's an accident in the in the storage area where where you store your bullets, eh, lots of stuff can get killed. And so they right, rightfully separated those. Well, they were cut directly in half. So for a very long time, uh, all of, all of the soldiers did know what had happened. Like they they were cut off from from all the people that they were sworn to protect. So what would they do? Okay, new plan. We're going to build a bridge over this lava filled chasm, <laughs> which is the Reaper's Blow. Mm -hmm. It took them decades. They got good at it. But it took them decades working in as in asbestos suits, toiling, dying by the dozens, doing this, and that's where they got the name Helvetics. That's that's and they, they now they now use that with pride because you know no one else besides them has ever you know created a passage between the Reaper's Blow. When they got to the other side, they were so happy. They got to the other side, they, they, they went to where the entrance of the bunker was and found that the whole thing had collapsed. The Swiss government, the people, the national treasures, the histories, all gone. All of it. So what'd they do then? Well, they went to their handbook and their handbook stated that when uh, when the danger was over, they would leave the Alps, go to the the Swiss ancestral land, and help them rebuild. So that's exactly what they did. They 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 dug they dug themselves out of the Alps, reopened the original bunker entrances, and went out into into uh, into Switzerland and created order, whether they wanted to, whether they wanted it or not. Because these people were no longer Swiss. They were just folk. For the government and we're here to, to help. Survive. They got their own laws. They have their own, their own way of doing things. But now they don't because it's our job to bring law, to bring Swiss law back to the Swiss. So that's what they did. They brought order back to the land. And they built many more bridges throughout the years across the Reaper's Pass. And they make a good uh, a, a good living 
uh, getting tolls from people who want to take goods or services from one side of the pass to the other. Because until then, it was basically impassable. You, you had to take the long way around, which is a long way around. For merchants, this was a godsend. You just got to pay the Helvetics a, a, a bridge toll and you, you get your goods there in a fraction of the time. <laughs> Else you can wait outside and we'll hope, you, hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's the way it was. Now, uh, uh, there, there is a note that there were 2,000 Swiss troops and a limited supply of weapons, armor, eight, uh, you know, APCs, tanks, stuff like that, that, that were in this bunker. And the ability to create more of these was limited, especially the tanks, APCs, stuff like that, gasoline, diesel, bullets. Now, bullets are the easiest to craft out of all these things, but even they are in short supply. So Helvetics are taught that bullets are like gold. When you shoot, you shoot to hit and you shoot to kill. One bullet per enemy. If you don't kill your enemy in one bullet, that's bad. You miss your enemy, that's worse. And punishable. And punishable, especially if you lose your weapon. You lose your weapon, man. You, yeah, I don't you, even, didn't didn't it say that you're not even a Helvetic anymore or something like that? Yeah, it's it, it's basically like you might you might not want to come back. You might you might want to just leave. Think of lightsabers the, for the Jedi. That's yeah, the way the I think. The punishments anyway. are that harsh. All right. So uh, yeah, yeah. Hel Helvetics live a live a very regimented lifestyle because they are descendants of soldiers. So. Crafty had a question. Okay. So why should we play a world that has been so well laid out that doesn't sound like there's any mystery left? Well, I've, I've, got, I've got an analogy and see if Heathen Dog agrees with this one. Okay. There, there are two kind of... Uh, when you look at the whole world laid out definition thing, you'll see that there are two I use a lot. The first one is Palladium. The second one is Dragonlance. Why do I use them? Because Palladium has oodles and oodles and oodles of books and backstory and so forth, yet none of it is written in such a way that you can't play the game. Or people yes. argue with you like, uh, actually, uh, fourth tree in after two miles on Highway 5 exit, that really couldn't happen there because, you know. The flip side of this in Dragonlance, you kind of can do that because they go in everything from weather patterns to, you know, to how far a Minotaur will walk in a day to, you know, Kender can only do that, you know, whatever it happens to be. Okay. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. I put this in the realm of Palladium. Now, the caveat to that is I don't have any of the source books. Like they're writing the Justician book, they're writing some other ones, which I think if you watched last week, made me a little nervous because I don't want them to overdefine things. Sure, you know, a city with some adventures in it, no problem. But uh, as of right now, based on these two books, there is a lot of depth, but there's also a lot of openness. I, I don't know how to explain it uh, any other way than that. It's like, it gives you everything you need to do to get the right feel for what is happening in each one of the cultures, but doesn't tell you specifically, if you go to this spot, this specifically will happen. Sure, it tells you about Parasite taking over. Tells you that Borka didn't have 
an asteroid that crashed in there and that the Justicians and the Protectorate are trying to, you know, hit people over the head with hammers, which he'll get to later. Uh, but it doesn't say that if you walk this far or do this, it still leaves it open enough. That, that's, that's just the yeah, best way I can say it. I, I would think of it like the Wild West. All right. There, there, are, there are lots of towns, but there's lots of space in between towns where on maps, you, you may as well, you know, draw in dragons be here. Well, that's and, a great example. Look where Deadwood is compared to where Dodge is compared to where Santa Fe is. That's literally yeah. the extent of the country. Exactly. There is so much space in between that the game master can put so many things that will fit that each campaign is going to be different. Yes. Yes. And and I highly suggest with my minimal experience with this game, aka none other than reading it, that you find a location and that's where you build it around. You don't try to... Well, I want to play somebody who's a... Uh, uh, Oh my god, I can't think of the name of the land. So a Frank and I want to play somebody who's from Pugari, and I want to play somebody who's a lion from Africa. Like, no, no, no. Pick an area, find out what exists generally in that area, and go with that, and then just kind of expand out from there. Because then a couple things happen. Number one, it gives a lot of growth for that group. And number two, if you do wipe, or let's say you do stop playing the game after a year or so and go to something else, but you want to come back to it, but you want to start again fresh and play it like it's fresh, just go to a different part of the world. Exactly as the dog said about Palladium Rifts specifically mm -hmm. a bunch of times. Yep. Just go to a diff different part of the world. You got different rules. Uh, the you, you'll have you'll have the same cults, but all of them will react differently to to their environment. Are all the cults? I thought some of the cults were a bit segregated. So, you would so know more than me, but in at, at at the end of every cult, there are it gives an example of three different mm -hmm. uh three of the same cult that exist in three different regions mm -hmm. of the world that all evolved a little bit differently. Like there you go. Yep. These are Borka, Borka, Balkan. Borka <laughs> and, and Balkan. Yeah concept abomination concept visionary concept mediator all of them are are going to play a little differently all all of them based in in a, in a different i don't want to say country but uh what would you call them not not regions but uh cultures culture, culture. yes all, all of them are going to react in in their in their culture differently so if you move if you move your game from one culture to another your your chosen cult is going to play a bit differently so and you're of going course, to have a different experience. I'm not going to go through, but just like all the other ones, they're stereotypes. Well, we'll hit and miss these things. I, I don't think I need to focus on this now so that you can keep going. You've only done three so far. I've only done three. I mean, we're going to do four, and then, then, then we're going we're gonna to take a minute. Yep. All right. Oh, Next. judges. Nice. Dude, I love the judges. I throw them up. Throw them up. Oh, you want me to uh, do it from the book side? No, right here. Boom. There you go. Okay. The oh, judges. Okay. These, these are, this is my favorite just, just because the backstory is so much fun. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, when I read this, uh, Max Liao thought us, th th thought of, uh, something else. I thought of Guy Fox. I think I thought of Guy, if anybody knows his, I thought of Judge Dredd. I am the law. The that's combination of the two though, of Guy Fox and Judge Dredd is kind of, but that's kind of scary. It is. And this, these judges are scary. Let, let me explain. Okay. After the Ashaton, 
the land was ruled by the ruthless and the strong. That's obvious. Warlords pop up. Uh, the, Mad the, Max. The nascent cults came and went. The strong survived. The weak were either murdered or enslaved. The, the law was only what you could defend. What was lawfully yours was only yours as long as you could fight for it. All right? That was it. That was the extent of what the law was. Who was strongest was right. Then came a man. No one knows his name. They just called him the judge. He walked into a town one day. And he saw that there, there were some people that were wronged by this, by this, uh, by this nameless man. His name is lost to history. He heard testimony. I thought of Judge Dredd too. There you go, no. Yes. He 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 heard testimony from these people. He saw evidence. He was convinced. He found this man. He beat this man down. He brought this man to the square of the town. He made a he made a, a little uh, a little stock to put his head on top of. He asked for an axe. They didn't have an axe. All they had was a sledgehammer. He put his boot on the back of this man's neck and smashed the back of his skull in. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that part. This is the part that follows right after that. Yeah. And uh, he looked at he looked at this sledgehammer and he offered it back to the farmer that he borrowed it from. The farmer went, no, nah, I'm no. good. <laughs> no, you can, man, you keep that. You can go ahead and keep that. You, you keep that and you, thanks a lot. Cyber Knights. No, Cyber Knights are, are a little more uh, nice. noble and have a little more leeway. Judges, Sorry. judges <laughs> are much more by the book. Again, Judge Dredd. There lawful is the law, neutral versus lawful law. good. Yeah, the, there is the letter of the law and that is it. Interpretation is not your business. The law is your business and that's it. And we're, we're going to get to that. Well, Ravenslayer mentioned Solomon Cain, and I didn't even think about that. But I, uh, so I didn't think that Solomon is that dark, because I thought, but he had a purpose. So yeah, yeah. Uh, add that in. So Guy Fox, Solomon Cain, Judge Dread, Judge all Dredd. wrapped up into one dude. <laughs> and, and he, by and the way, he was that cool. Yes. <laughs> from then on, he went from town to town, judging, always fairly. Always okay, so not Guy Fox. Damn it. But always harshly. Soon, followers arose. First, it was informants. People who would give him food and shelter. People who would give him information on wrongdoers. And then after that, people would follow him. Emulate him. Wear his, his, uh, his uh, uh, long brow hat. Wear his duster. Carry carry a sledgehammer, mete out justice as they think he would. Before long, there were a hundred judges in the land meeting out justice in town after town. The original judge faded into the background. In fact, it was hard to know who the original judge was because they all wore the same outfit. They all had the dark glasses, the scarf around the face, the hat, the duster, and that sledgehammer. And then one day to a, a couple of judges were around a campfire talking, talking about the day, talking about, uh, you know, 
smashing folks with uh, sledgehammers as what judges do. <laughs> That's a all they got to talk about? <laughs> yeah, it's all they got to talk about. A chronicler came to them and gave them a book. This book was the Codex. This was the experiences and life of the original judge. Apparently what the original judge did when he saw he had emulators, he knew that after a while they may lose their way. They, they may start making up laws on their own, taking laws in their own hands, start interpreting laws instead of following them. So he went to the chroniclers and he, he had them, had them transcribe all of his laws, all of his experience, all of his judgments into a book and he and he had the chroniclers mass produce this book so every judge worked from the same set of laws so now every current judge has a codex it's their bible their it's bible too, it's twofold the it's there I, I would i'm going to be very specific here just for my analogy i would actually equate them more to muslim instead of bible so more like the quran because not only they carry it with them they memorize it yes Yes. I mean, you, if, if you don't know the law, you cannot dispense the law. And they don't have time to look up page 37. No, <laughs> you don't. You don't. Th this is the immutable law. And for a judge, that is life. That is your purpose. That is your design. So that's what the judges are. And it was a fun read. This cult was a fun read. And uh, go ahead and uh, and and throw up what 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 the judges think of uh, <laughs> okay. of some of the other folk because uh, I I think the people might find this interesting. I found it interesting that it wasn't even more over the top, which says a lot to the writers of this that yes. they can make these stereotypes. They can make come on, look, that is definitely a caricature. The judge is a caricature, but the caricature makes sense and isn't over the top. They have no. their failings and so forth. So, <clears throat> um. Let's look at Anabaptists because everybody hates them. For years, we lay in ambush with our rifles guarding Justician's cross quarter like a prison camp. After all the rumors the chroniclers had spread about the Anabaptists, they had to be wild animals. Now everything is supposed to be different. But who's really in control in Justician? In Justician, there you go. Um, <clears throat> what are the crazy ones? Scourgers. Warriors from Africa, often at the side of the Neolibians. Probably mercenaries. Oh, see, see, I would think that there'd be more to it. I'm glad there's not. I mean, very clear. Yeah. I'm glad there's not. But you'd think that, oh, you, I want to play this as over the top, like uh, Ravenster put in the chat. I am the law, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, no, 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 no. These are no, serious no. See, folks. What, the, the, the reason that there isn't a whole lot there is because that judges do not prejudge. They take evidence. They, 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 they take witness statements. And then they make the judgment according to the codex and the law. Until mm -hmm. then... It's all amorphous. It's all, it's all, everyone's, everyone's innocent until I prove them guilty. <laughs> until I prove them guilty. All right. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm still up there. So, um, <laughs> Leica the bitch. Well, that's a great name that I'd want. Concept zealot. Oh, that's me. Uh, Rutgar, also Borka. A lot of Borka again. And mm -hmm. Philippe uh, Latreche from uh, Franca. The defiler. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Small settlement, Franken border surrendered protectorate, judiciary sent the advocate Philippe Latreche, who was supposed to bring culture and law to the place and preach Justitian's wisdom. 
Yes, he brought order to the settlement, after a fashion. <laughs> the Franken heir changed the calm advocate, making him an unparalleled tyrant. Since then, he's been ruling over those who are unworthy in his eyes as if he was a god. Wow. <clears throat> Again, it shows humanity in these people. They're not just cartoons. This person had an actual failing. Yes. It might seem cartoonish, but you can just the way that's written. Oops, <laughs> sent the wrong guy. Our bad. Uh... So yeah, some, sometimes eyewitnesses lie, are are bribed. Sometimes, uh, um, the the uh, the uh, guilty aren't really guilty. It was a, it was a conspiracy of lies to make a judge do their dirty work. This can happen. But the judge still sleeps like a baby at night because if he follows the codex and applies the law as written, he still feels justified. And it's the whole sometimes you got to break some eggs, make an omelet type thing. Yeah, I would like everybody who likes the judges or who doesn't like the judges to both subscribe and hit that like button. Spread the word. Spread it like butter. And if you're watching this on YouTube, this is the end of part one. Part two will be up soon or now. I don't know when Max Al is going to do it, but uh, there's there's 13 total. We're going to get to all of them pretty darn soon. So watch for that. And until then, hope to see you then. Those of you watching on Twitch, just wait for just a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, write write myself, get something to drink, maybe <laughs> maybe go to the little heathen dogs room, and I'll be back. I'll read some soon. chat. In the meantime, we're starting to get go. some people to watch, so that's good. All right, throw stuff in the chat, people. Let's talk about things. Stuff in things. Now the heathen dog's gone, preferably we can talk about him. I missed part one. Hey, that's okay. Because, well, I mean, it's still segment one, but uh, it'll be up on YouTube. Well, if you missed it last week, it's up on YouTube right now where we talk about the... Uh, uh, the cultures. The the hardest part about this is that this stuff is so deep here. Let me let me show you something. Let me show you. Let me let me share this screen again. Because so I want to I want to show you what he condensed that down. I'm gonna actually zoom out so you can pretty much see the whole page. Okay, judges. And this one isn't really all that long. One hammer of justice. You can kind of see the font size there. So you're reading the book, right? Two, three, four, and a half. <laughs> There you go. Five, six, codex. See, I mean, and it's not a light read. And this one actually wasn't that long. The one before the Chroniclers was long. Like, to be fair, watch it be like two pages short or something. The point is, is that uh, he's condensing this down for you into a bite-sized nugget. Our, our goal with this is a 10,000-foot overview, right? I, I know he is, he's talked to me about it off, off the stream where he doesn't actually feel comfortable necessarily with this because he's used to providing more information, more in-depth. And, you know, he doesn't want people to look at him like he doesn't know what he's talking about. The thing is, is we can't do that. This is so deep. <laughs> like, we could spend the entire hour and a half-ish on one clan, if we a cult, if we really wanted to. We're just giving an overview. If you like just the overview or want to know more, get the PDFs. They're free. Here, how about this? Um, I can't take that. Uh, do, 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 do. 
uh, go here. I guess I have to stop before I can do that. Boom. There. Go to the website, degenesis.com. And if you go to play now, little red text down there, it's free to play. The, uh, it tells you right here, you want to get the Rebirth Edition, which are two books. And you can uh, get them for free. Uh, is it there? Nope. Uh, do, do, do. Where do I where do I get the books? I thought it was just right there. Maybe it's not. Oh, explore the books. Go to shop. I thought there was just a direct link to it. Uh, I don't see shop. Back up one page. Okay. So I I did it from there before. Maybe there's another link on that page. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go to this page for the for the PDFs. Uh, let me go back four steps. So explore the books. Let's try that again. Rebirth edition. And then, yeah, here we go. Download for free. I thought there was a link directly to that. You can download it for free. You are going to have to give them an email address. I forgot about that. Yeah. Whatever. Well, there, there's that. So, if you like what we're talking about or want to know more, just do that. Okay. Now, let's continue. I'm and, scared. Uh, we're going to continue. First, we're going to say, please, if you like this content, go ahead and subscribe. That would really help us out. That'd be cool. We like people who subscribe to us more than we like people who don't. That's the way it is. I like that. That's the way it is. All right, let's continue. Last time we stopped oh, in the judges. Oh, now let me get the, let me get the banner up after you oh, read that. The banner up. All right. <laughs> Just joined and I heard him to spread spread it. What? Hey. You know, we talk about yeah. everything here. It's nothing off okay. limits. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Now we're going to speak about the Clanners. These ones uh, wasn't a huge fan of, but hey, you know oh, what? You too? I, can't, you know, can't they, be a fan they of They have anything. a right. role. They have a role in the game. It's just they not do. a role they I want to play. Every one of these 13 cults fit in the game. They were made that way. They were made well. They are all, all puzzle pieces that fit together to create a picture of the entire world. You don't like to like every puzzle piece. You just understand that they all fit together and everything's fine mentioned the website also doubles as a character generator tool and campaign manager tool yes it does if you go to the website you go to the character generator and it, yep. it will help you generate a character now for the first time i do <laughs> like 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 i didn't like get every i didn't know what i was doing game for the <laughs> like every role-playing game for the first time i would ask you to sit with someone who's done it before and and go through it by hand or, once or use the down, book. Once you have that experience, yeah. then the character generator is an amazing tool, especially for game masters creating NPCs. An yeah, amazing. I, I, I didn't tool. like the character generator the first time I used it because I didn't understand what was going on. Exactly. I used the I used the book, and now I get mm -hmm. it. Now I love the character generator. Exactly. That's that's how most <laughs> character generators work. You know, all that stuff in the background is stuff that helps your decision helps your decision making. So do it the hard way first understand what's going on behind the scenes with the character generator and then the generator will help you out anyway you know, you know I, I i got one more comment to make i, I said oh, this okay, about best uh if you remember i said this about besom totally yep. different context but the same concept you could tell that mark mckinnon for uh big guy small mouth loved his game he put a lot of care and a lot of effort into it now if you try to compare besom to this you're going to say that's apples and oranges it is they're they're One's an anime point-based system that's written cartoony. This one is a serious post-apocalyptic game that's written with, with this in-depth nature. It's completely apples and oranges games, but you could tell that they put the same amount 
not more so love into this game and the way they wrote it and the way they got the art and the way they put the packaging together and everything as like Mark McKinnon did with Besson. Yep. You can tell when you're reading a book, if someone really cares mm -hmm. and they really care. All right. Clanners. Lost tribes of humanity. See, when when the Ashitan hit, asteroids hit, sure, it, it it decimated the world. There are some places that were cut off, especially uh, rural, rural. I hate that word. I can never pronounce it very well. Places. Hey, try have my and, wife say. Uh, yeah, th this uh, this is where this is where uh, most of the early tribes came about. How did this happen? Well, farmers, farmers uh, got together. They formed clans. Of, of their own tribes of their own to, to protect themselves from raiders, help them uh, grow their crops, feed their families. And uh, over, over time, necessity made them more violent may, uh, uh, and uh, knowledge was lost. Unlike in ruin people near ruins of cities, stuff can be scavenged. Books survived. Not all of what was, was gone, but in some areas, cut off from cut off from the access to knowledge and uh written knowledge and technology all of that's gone survival was king culture was worthless because it didn't help you get food it didn't help you defend from raiders and technology broke down a long time ago because there's no spare parts there's no manufacturing areas nearby or or that you can get to or hasn't been picked clean already so you're you're back to you know stone arrows uh beaten down rusty metal knives you're you're back to that and so anything to survive it didn't matter if it was moral there was no such thing as just it was did it help you survive yes or no yes incorporate it into your tribe no lose it was there incest yep <laughs> Like I said, cut off areas. Your your clan, your 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 tribe has to grow. And if, if you have to marry your cousin, you gotta marry your cousin. That's how it works. And hope that one you, you more, that one out of four odds your land <laughs> and what you got. How about cannibalism? Sometimes crops fail. Some sometimes cows die from plague. You need meat, gotta have protein. Those raiders that you killed, guess what they got? Meat. So, yep, cannibalism too. And then, after hundreds of years, the world got smaller. The, as the surviving societies expanded out, they came across the, the clanners who were cut off from everyone else for so long by geographic boundaries created by the Eshetan or just they didn't want to go anywhere because they had a good thing and just stayed there. And a lot of these other cults saw these clanners as animals and human bodies, lost all their humanity, all of their, uh, um, what, what made people more than just wolves, just predators. They lost it all. And when the clanners saw, say, the scrappers or the chroniclers or the judges, they just saw non-clanners because their tribal mentality, 
Now, I am simplifying this, of course. We need to for this overview. We have to for this overview. But that's that's the rub there. Okay? They the all of the clanners, which there are many of different tribes, but same cult, same basic idealistic look at the world. What they do help them survive for hundreds of years. Therefore, it is good. To and to be, cult, to be fair, they're not absolutely ridiculously stupid either. No, they actually no, have no, thought no, no, this no. through. I mean, think of think of uh, uh, if 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 you want to think of it this way, think of how the English saw the Africans when they first met. Think think of how the uh, the uh, um, um, the the uh, the American colonizers saw the Native Americans. That that's how some of the other cults see the clanners. Are they right? No. Is that pretty racist? Yeah. Human nature. But my society is better than society. To to look look down on something that you don't understand or or agree with. The fact is that that all of these clanners survived just as well as the scrappers and the and and the and the chroniclers and the judges and whatever. They just survived in a different way that some people look down on. Is that the wrong way to look at it? Probably. Is it human nature to do that? Probably. I think it's all nature. Uh, you know, everybody wants to survive. It doesn't matter if you're an amoeba or a human being. And exactly. you're going to do what it takes to survive as a species. <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. That's, <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly you know, right. Cra- Crafty posted also that uh, he... Uh, He's a friend that he tests systems with and so forth. I do the same thing. I've actually brought like Forbidden Lands and so forth to work. Um, so, hey, you know, since we got a little break time here, let's uh, let's try these dice rolls. I've also had my wife jump in. Of course, she gives me the stank eye every time I do that, but because uh, she doesn't have an interest in this. But uh, yeah, uh, so you, same, same basic thing. I, before I try to talk about a system, I try to I run through a play test of it, whether that's with people mm-hmm. or just one other. Right. All right, let's move on from the clanners. Okay. Do you want me to show anything about the clanners or are we just moving on? Oh yeah, no, yeah. That's right. Go go ahead. Uh, see, uh, it's up to you. Go yeah, go go ahead and and show how, how the clanners think of uh, all some of the other cults. You know, surprisingly, again, like the judges, not as over the top as you might think. There's a couple in here. Let's look at the apocalyptics. They foul every nest with no sense of honor at all. They seduce our children, keep them away. Scrappers, <laughs> uh, what have they done that their family cast them out? But they have to atone alone in the dust. Hey, hey, get away from that thing, scrapper. <laughs> uh, let's look at one a little bit more. Let's look at judges. Where are the judges? Uh, Jay. Right there. They have killed many of us, men, women, and children. They will not be the last to die, and every murder makes my heart bleed. Now we are back. Build your walls high and bulky and hide behind them. You are coming. Oh no, uh, uh, against clanners, the judges would be a goddamn plague because their their codex does not jive at all with the clanners mentality of survival. It's oil and water to the nth exactly. degree. <laughs> exactly. So not we got Alkar, he's from Poland, so Poland. Uh Freka of the Corpse Eaters, that's gross. Yep. And she they, sharpened her teeth. Isn't that cute? Yep. Uh, so she's from Borka, well, of all places. Uh, hopefully not the protectorate, because she's not going to make it long there. And nope. uh, Lurin, who looks like he's straight out of Mad Max. And again, great art. Even the black and white art is good. 
Um, mm -hmm. The mediator. Ooh. Well, it's uh, long ago. Learn was sent with a what a mechan to seal a pact between the Romain region ruler and Justitian. I wonder if this is supposed to be like where I am right now. I wonder this. Um, Mechan died of a fever, and Lorne had to go on alone. He spent years on his own in the Ambassador's Quarter, but also in Tech Central to learn more about pneumatic gear. So much has happened since then. The Phosphorites have conquered his home, only to be vanquished themselves right afterwards. The Meccans' rule over the Romaine region, I'm sorry, over the Romaine region is broken. The Meccans' rule over the Romaine region is broken. There we go. Although they will not admit it. The Numancers are not their bloodthirsty hounds. Oh, Jesus, I, I'm making up words. The Numancers are not their bloodhounds anymore. Now everyone fights for themselves. Maybe it's time to go home. On the other hand, they treat them so well in Justitian. Maybe just a few more months. <laughs> so there we go. Again, like there, there are plenty of ways to play clanners because a clanner could be from any number of different tribes with any number of philosophies that helped them survive the hundreds of years since the Eschaton. So mm -hmm. you, there's a lot of the, the clanners have the most leeway in, 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 uh, in their way of life than many of the other cults. So let's yep. go ahead and throw up scrappers again. And then we will go to our next, which is a scrappers. All right, prospectors of the past. Now, scrappers, uh, initially, right after the Eschaton hit, right after the asteroids fell, busted up the land, the people that were huddled in their basements and bunkers and whatever, parts started breaking down. Water pump here, air filtration there, generator here. Someone had to go out and find spare parts. Not it. <laughs> Damn it. So that so that that guy had to go out in into the to the ash laden cold wasteland to find parts so the others could survive. That went on for a while. The problem is, after a while, the spare parts were gone. Things just started breaking down and could not be fixed. And so the scrappers had to do something. I mean, they they were good at scrounging. They were good at at digging into into basements and small areas, underground structures, finding things. It's just that now they're not worth anything anymore. And then came the chroniclers. The chronicle said, "Hey, we'll buy it from you. There you go. Here's your money. We'll take the thing." Now the, the chronicle never never told the scrapper what it was, what it did, how much it was really worth. You either take the money the chronicler gave you, or the chronicler walks away, because he knows you'll be back because you got to eat. Now, some scrappers in their old age, they get to some learning. Right, every once in a while you'll find a technical manual how to repair a generator, how to build a generator, what all, all the parts are, all the dimensions. He learns to read it. He becomes a mechanist. He's able to build generators. He's able to build water pumps. He's able to build air filtration systems. That's great. It's easier life. You don't have to risk your life in uh, uh, spelunking in some place that could collapse at any second. 
that's good, right? If you, you know, survive uh, that long. If you survive that long, that's right. Uh, European scrappers, they they uh, they pass on their trade by finding orphan children. Why orphan children? Oh, because they're young. They 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 soak up stuff like sponges. No, they and can the fit can't smaller say holes. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're, they're they canaries. Can fit smaller holes where where you can't bring out stuff that you can't get to. If they survive long enough, get enough experience, they become scrappers themselves. Hey, bring in Billy the canary. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right now, there's a there's another main type of scrapper, the African scrapper. Africa wasn't as hard hit by the apocalypse as Europe was. Africa has actually flourished in the hundreds of years since. One of those reasons is because since they weren't as hard hit, they came out of their holes faster. They were able to build boats. They sailed across the Mediterranean to Europe. They, they unified. And, that, that was their strong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were able to unify. In a, in a way they never have before. Thank you, they Spain. They sailed across. Hang on. They, they they sailed across Mediterranean to Europe, and they're the ones who picked the coast clean first. Scrappers in Africa are heroes. Children line up around them as they tell stories of their exploits, finding these things, building these things. Uh, scrapper mechanists build siege engines for war guns for battle armor for their for their for their scourger troops what are they, they called they surge are, tanks or something like that yeah surge tanks exactly that's what they're called unlike the european scrappers who are looked on as dirty and worthless except except to the chroniclers they're dirty and worthless on, on, until they become mechanists the the european scrappers is 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 a, is a legend people want to be them it's 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 like it's like uh, being an astronaut or a fireman. It's it's the same thing. So the the uh, dichotomy be between the two continents is severe in this case. So if uh, you 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 can play a scrapper in a European based game, and play a scrapper in an African based game, and play a completely different world almost. It's crazy. So uh, let's let's go ahead and take take a look at uh, what scrappers think about other folk. Go ahead and throw um, that up. There. Well, well, I get that up. Uh, so looking at some of the chat here. So welcome, G Rock Pro. Uh, thank you for thank coming you. by here. Uh, so are there different cultures among the clanners? Well, culture is a specific term for this game, and I'm only being yes. a dick about that just because I, I want to stay with the game terms. But are there different types of clans? Yes, I mean there there are yes. Um, Let's see, it looks, uh, somebody said something else I wanted to respond to. Oh, so Kathers' book describes in brief 20 distinct clans. I didn't see 20 clans, but I might be wrong. Uh, so, we are talking about cults. Oh, that is true. That is true. Okay, yeah, yeah fair enough. See, I'm even getting the words screwed up here. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. We always like to look at the Anabaptists because they come first. And uh, what, what do the scrappers think about them? Anabaptists are armed farmers. <laughs> they don't even get their cross and water crap themselves. Wow. Well, there's a positivity for you. The only thing that matters to them is tilling fields, drinking, and killing aberrants. By the way, it, what the or, orgiastics? I like the sound of that. Baptisms aren't that bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, that ain't water in those barrels. Okay. 
Uh, let's think, think of, uh, oh, clanners. In a hole full of insects, there are always some that want to bite you. It's the same with the clans out there. Some of peace won't help you out with a flask of water and a piece of meat. Others will cut that piece out of you and feed it to their kids. Exactly. Again, just to, just like we said about the clanners earlier, uh, each each clan are grouped up in the same cult, but each one is a different tribe with with different uh, laws and and uh, and survival mechanisms that help them live this long. So. One tribe that's called the Clanner will have a completely different outlook on someone than another tribe that's called the Clanner. That's the way it is. Sorry, I was typing to Crafty. Um, Spitalians, because you started with them. Like, mm -hmm. uh, they think we're scum and consider themselves above us. <laughs> they might be right. But we are free! There yeah, that, that is the one thing about a scrapper that, that, uh, that can be said that they are free. They live and die by their own hand. They need no one. They're the ones who go out, they find the things, they bring it back, sell it to the chroniclers, get money for food, lodging, whores, whatever, and then go back out and do it again. Once they, once they could become mechanists, then they, they build their own things, sell it, get money, do the same thing. They they are an island onto themselves. So um, this is interesting. He's in scrapping machine parts or anything. The head collector don't know what culture he's from. His concept is the destroyer. This cult well presumed to be a scrapper. A headless corpse lies on the pavement in Justician's Defiler streets. The head missing, but obviously brutally torn from the neck. The blood is still wet. A female scrapper. Just like the last one, two days before and three roads away. The head collector's score is now 29 to 0 against the judges, and they still know nothing. Or could it be that the killer is actually protected from above? As some have no... Huh? Oh, I'm sure this must be now. Typo. As some have now started to suspect. That right Wait. there is a, uh, is a, uh, um, an adventure. <laughs> an, a, an adventure idea. Right there for the game master. Not sure I like that as a scrapper. I mean, look, I'm not saying no that it shouldn't be in the game. It's just I don't know if I like that as a scrapper. It's supposed to be scrapping parts, dude. Yeah, not collecting heads, dude. Come on now. <laughs> All right, at least stop. Don't that. be a D back. Don't be a D back. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have one more to go, or is that? Oh, we got yeah. more. We got more. We got more. Well, well, not that I, uh, as far as uh, for the YouTube side. One more. One more. Okay. Well, we're gonna move to Africa then. Yes, we are. We're moving to Africa. The Neo Libyans. All right. Neo-Libyans, merchants, mercantile power. Now it all started with someone whose name is not known, lost history, about 50 years after the Ashitan, after the, the, uh, the uh, asteroids fell, there was a man only known as the Libyan. And he was a merchant and financier. He decided that he was going to survive by creating trade routes, giving people what they needed, and in return, he would get what he wanted. By the time he was an old man, he had created hundreds of routes, had hundreds of men working for him. And he passed on the foundation, the three rules that he lived by that gave him this immense wealth and power. 
The foundations go like this. One, exploration. Go where others have not. That's the only way to find new customers. Has anyone gone over that mountain? No. Go over that mountain. Oh my God, there, there's a village. Diplomacy. Go to that village. Bring tea. Bring sweet meats. Bring, bring dates, juices, whatever. Make friends. Talk with them. That way you'll find out what they want and what they need and what they're willing to pay for both. Then you can start making the deal. Sell them what they want for more than it costs to give. Profit first. Now you've created a brand new trade route that is profitable. A campaign set in Africa would be fun. Yes. Yes, it would, because Africa is rich. The reason being is because the Neo-Libyans are African. And as Max Liao said earlier, the Africans, the, the African countries no longer are, are at war with each other all the time. They well, are united the time, in yeah. a way that, that they have not yeah. been since time immemorial. There are still and debates the and arguments and, and little tribal yeah, yeah, things yeah. and so forth. New, but it's, Minutia. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the Neo-Libyans, they share their wealth with the villages because they understand that all Africans are one. That's their mindset. If they are prosperous, then they can make Africa prosperous. So the Neo-Libyans, with their Ferengi-like bargaining and greed... <laughs> I swear, seriously, I read this. I'm like, they're goddamn Ferengi. I mean, I'm 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 looking for something about the rules of acquisition, and then then I found the foundation. I'm like, oh, they I, only still, got I still go with this. I liken them to Car Carthage. Okay, <laughs> fine. But uh, they understand that their wealth kept to themselves will make Africa weak, and Africa will never be weak again. They share their wealth with the villages, so all of Africa prospers from the efforts of the Neo-Libyans. And even the scourgers who don't, who just detest the Neo-Libyans must every time understand that without the Neo-Libyans, Africa would be slaves again. And we are going to get to the scourgers, not this <laughs> time if you're watching on YouTube. We're going to get there. We're going to get there soon. But if you want to see it, go ahead and subscribe. Also hit that like button yes. and make sure you share this with people because we're doing this as a live stream. YouTube hates us. Well, there's other reasons yes, YouTube true. hates us, but you know. <laughs> but stick around for just a minute because Max Liao is going gonna, is gonna to show us what the Neo-Libyans think of some of the other folk. Until I get that back up. And then we are going to move on to the next, uh, the, next, uh, the next cult. All right. So we look at some stereotypes here. Well, let's look at what they say about the scourgers. It's kind of important, don't you think? That's coming up new. It's coming up soon, yes. Great people, true warriors in soul and mind. At home, that's a problem. They have up their roles and traditions, and we play along. But later in the North, now who controls who? Ah, that should be whom. Who controls whom? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, let's look at what they see about some of the other African ones. The Nubians. They do not see the mathematical beauty in a balance. They gain... Uh, the gain god why can't i read man the gain and the loss and how in the end everything leads to a result 
Instead, they wave their bones to each his own. Wait, are the, um, are the Neolibians the ones that don't say anything that doesn't have a direct profit motive? Like, they won't even say hello to you unless there's some sort of profit motive? It's, it's not quite that strict. Okay. But, uh, their, their lives are, are, uh, chasing, chasing profit. That's, okay. that's their lives. There's one more that's from Africa. What is it? Um, I guess it'd be them. The Jim Amidans, ah, the Yehamadans <laughs> are, they're not from Africa, I don't think. Um, yeah. how long have they been opposing us in the Balkans? No, they're Balkans. Uh, now they're discounted on the slave markets. Do not be fooled, Yehamadans. Slaves are stubborn and difficult. Thanks. Not interested. Are there any Spitalians left? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and uh, that, that that's another thing because Africa is so strong. They 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 have taken to uh, to uh, uh, raiding Europe and taking uh, European slaves to to work in the fields. Well, again, Hyperspania didn't help the situation out either. No, if you go to I'm last not week's, saying that they didn't that they started <laughs> it. I'm just saying that they continue it. So we got the adventurer, the traditionalist, and the conqueror. That's that's. There we go. I'm not going to read these. They're long, and I'm reading like crap today, so it's just not going to happen. So let me take that off the screen. Oop. Okay. There you go. All right. We All are right. now going into our third, third, second, third. I don't even know where we are. Third, third YouTube third. video. Please subscribe. Uh, we are we are going to uh, go over the uh, uh, the rest the rest of the thirteen cults. I don't know about the rest, but more of the thirteen cults. Uh, we just did the Neo Libyans, if you've seen the last video, and now we are going to do the Scourgers, another African clan, the Lion's Claw. Now, uh, Africa is considered the lion, and the Scourgers are its claws. These are the warriors, the African warriors, and they are no joke. It's like, oh, they they brought knives to a gunfight. Yeah, but they got really good knives, and they're really good with them. And surge tanks. <laughs> yeah. Th th thanks to the African scrappers and the uh, and the neo and the neo, neo Libyan money, they got some uh, some pretty good uh, weapons to 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 back up their sheer physical prowess. All right, uh, warriors of Africa and its spirits. They. Harken back to the the old African warrior uh, of the land. They 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 train their bodies by by uh, uh, free climbing cliffs, uh, jumping jumping through trees, uh, uh, running through Serengeti. A whole they, bunch of parkour, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but basically that they 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 sharpen their minds and their bodies with the land. And they respect the land and the spirits of the land. They're like they, they think there's like eight major spirits of the land. I'm not going to go through them because of brevity of time. So we're just going to I'm going to tell you they are very spiritual. They are heroes of the people because everyone knows that the scourgers defend them from the crows. The the uh, <laughs> the, the Europeans. And they should be hailed as heroes, and they are. Boys want to be them. Women want to be with them. And that's and that that's that's exactly how it is. They are the soul of the people. They are the uh, uh, the 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 happy thought that African children think of to make them sleep well at night. All right, that there there are scourgers protecting us in the night. We are safe. That's how they are thought of in their homeland.
Now, outside their homeland, they are thought of as murderous bastards, but that's in Europe where they, well, technically they, they murder all Europeans so, or, or take them as slaves. So I get it. But, you know, at home, they are, they are heroes, holy warriors. They are, as a matter of fact, uh, if you're going to build a house, if you're going to cut down a tree, if you're going to move a rock, you, you have to have a scourger come to this area, consult with the spirits to see if the spirits can be appeased and, and not be angered by cutting down this tree or moving this rock before you can build this home or this business or this road. That's how much they are respected. And that's how much that, uh, that they are feared. I don't, I don't want to sidetrack you too much, uh, but I really don't know the answer to this. How, do they get along with the Anubians? Are they like friends or are they at odds? I mean, I, I don't know the religious aspect of that. Okay. Uh, they, they do not, uh, and for the most part, we, we will see later when, when you go into the, the Anubian thing, they leave the Anubians alone because they, the Anubians are the weirdest clan here. The weirdest cult here. <laughs> they're, they're just freaking weird. And I got problems with them and okay. we're going to get to them in a minute. And right. uh, it, it, it's going to be the way it is. All right. Now, the way a scourger lives, they only have what they need. They're, they're almost like uh, wandering like uh, uh, wandering monks, really. I mean, they, they, they live uh, an, an, an ascetic lifestyle. But it's okay because if they're hungry, any African will give them their best food. If they are, if they are tired, any African will give them their bed. If they, if they need more armor, any, any blacksmith will give them armor or a weapon, give them exactly what they need because they are so honored. Those who take advantage of this, those who take more than what they need, this is gluttony. And, and the, the scourgers believe that the reason Africa fell the first time is because of all the, the decadence from Europe, the fatty foods, the alcohol made them weak and able to be conquered. Gluttony, not just of food and drink, but of possession and mindset will make a scourger stumble and fall. And scourgers police their own. If they find a scourger who is hoarding things, things that are not necessary just to have, they take them out. They beat him to an inch of his life. If he doesn't repent, they beat him to death. That's the way it is. You're a scourger. You are a warrior of the spirits of Africa. And if you are not, you're a dead man. It affects more than just you and me. It affects our entire continent. Yes, it affects all of the land, all of the people. One bad apple will spoil the bunch. One bad scourger will, will ruin the legacy of all scourges everywhere from before now to anywhere in the future. They can't have that. They can't have it. Now, the disdain for the Neo-Libyans. This one is a, is a double-edged sword. They understand that the reason Africa prospers is in no small part to the Neo-Libyans. But like 
like I said, they, they live in a, an ascetic lifestyle. They, they use only what they need. They have only what they need. The neo-Libyans have an excess of everything. Sure. I just read the they, quote, they give quote to about the villages, them. And the reason that the villagers can give them food, give them armor, give them weapons, give them beds is because of the neo-Libyans. But it goes against their very lifestyle of living off the land that the neo-Libyans exist. So at home, a scourger will spit on a neo-Libyan. They'll actually try and if tear off part of their opulent clothing. But they understand that out on the field, those surge tanks, those mortar shells, those rifles that they have to use, that Kevlar <laughs> armor that they're wearing, all bought with neo-Libyan money. They have to live with that dichotomy and it pains them, but it's necessary. So uh, you can go ahead and uh, take, take a look I, at uh, I, what the scourgers think of other folk while I again try and fix this. I, like I typed in the chat, the spirit of the lion is coming after you. This is, uh, to me, this is hilarious. Just let's start right off the bat with the Neo-Libyans. So this is what they think of the Neo-Libyans. Lazy buggers in colorful garments with a touch of ink on their eyelids. If you shake them, it rains dinars. Go ahead. Try it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's look at uh, Anabaptists. We always like Anabaptists because they're everybody's go-to hatred. Uh... A white man's warrior clan, guardians of Pugari and South uh, and Southern Borica. They don't consider us enemies, and will regret it one day. Well, wow. uh, Helvetics, we've gone through them. They've always been standing between the lion and the crow, trying to make some profit from their position. They make fearsome warriors with their rifles. Uh, let's look at these down here. So, what do we have for? Wow, mask, mask. This guy reminds me of something like some video game, some like a uh, World War II <laughs> video game or something, zombie Nazi thing. Uh, let's read this one because it's short. Ephraim. Let's read Ephraim. So he's a seeker. That's his concept from Africa, of course, because he's a scourger. Ephraim is a hermaphrodite, half man, half woman. That means she, it, is nothing in the community of scourgers. Oh, okay. Thus she uh, furiously tackles any danger to impress others by her deeds and rise in her pack's pecking order. To no avail, she will, or she is and will remain a doofoo. It's funny that they say she here when it's hermaphrodite. I'm not trying to get all, all weird SJW nonsense and so on and so forth. First of all, this doesn't bother me. It fits. Like, I mean, I could see it, it happens in humanity. It happens in the world. This isn't out of place. It doesn't feel forced on me. Like I have to accept some sort of weird pronoun or some crap. No, it's just that. Yeah, and uh, uh, Aaron, did you read the stereotype? Stereotype <laughs> section? Yeah, yeah this, actually, you know what? If, if, if you are some kind of SJW, you are going to be super offended by one of these cults because oh, yeah. they are based on 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 uh historical stereotypes of one type or another they especially are. if you dig into them deeply i mean i like to think yeah. that i know a bit about history i'm not like a you know I'm not like a doctorate or anything like that but i like studying history and you can look at all of these cults 
and not only find that it meets something with humanity of the past or even now to some degree, excuse me one second, but that there is a historical context usually in the culture, the, the land area that it's taken place, whether it's the yep. Balkans or Borka or something where you can look back and say, holy crap, in you know 1066, something similar like that happened. It makes sense for them to do that. Or you know in 2000 BC, this was a way of life. In 1985, this was a way, you know, you, you can see that in every single one of these. And we haven't brought that out a lot. I don't think we necessarily need to. But so these stereotypes are somewhat based on real, oh no, not these stereotypes. The cults are somewhat based on real world analogies to, to a culture of that area. And I thought that the subtlety of that yeah, you could say, well, that's not really subtle. They punch you in the face. But no, there's a subtlety to how they incorporate that in also the post-apocalyptic, you know, wasteland realm that this is. So I, I love it. Uh, I, I think that's put together. And again, this channel harps on SJW nonsense all the time when it comes to how like D&D 5th edition and so forth goes. This is not bothersome at all. Because it's one character. Only thing that I find odd is half man, half woman, but goes by she. Okay, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm just saying, like that's let me say it, it's surprising. But so far, there is little about this game. Oh, hello there. Oh, oh got to yeah, mark I, this. I not forgot. I, I forgot to ask you if you wanted me to censor this or not, but it's in the book, oh. so I oh, did. Okay, no, never never mind. Uh, you don't see. Uh, uh, did you show they it? Will in a second. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm not showing it, but uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Nice body, though. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, so I, I like how this book is put together. And, and again, I have to say it. We did catch a typo. Actually, two typos now, I think, today. Fine. They're 300-page books. I love the fact that they don't use the they-them bullshit that everything's going to now. When a wizard casts this spell, they get... No, it's supposed to be he gets. I took English in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and I'm not willing to change my pronouns. I'm speaking there, like somebody... If you, yes. if you say wizards, there you go. You can say they, and you're perfectly fine. Or you can say he, he or she, if you really think that is some sort of you know. There, there are multiple. We've gone over videos on that. I don't we need to do that for, for anyway. But, the, uh, the, the 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 last one for this YouTube segment is going to be the Anubians. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? Crafty said, "I didn't know this." So, Crafty, I'm going to put this on the screen. This is okay. if true. If true, this is good information for everything. I did not know that. Well, from, from what I understand, be, before <laughs> testosterone affects a fetus, we're all female. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so Aaron, I don't know how much uh, time you spend in World of Darkness, but one of the reasons why I like this, even though I'm not a huge fan of World of Darkness today, um, I, you know, Heathen Dog actually ran a mage campaign for us in the 90s. And uh, I really like the stereotype section that came from the World of Darkness books because it helped you understand how the different vampire clans or mage traditions, there we go, traditions, uh, and so there forth, felt about the other ones. I, I like that concept because it's a quick blurb that gives you a mental picture, and I think I think things like that are important. Yep. All right, let's let's move on. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Anubians. Oh, These yeah. are. <laughs> okay, yep. there you go. That's the way it is, people. All right. Can't, can't didn't even put a black bar. Didn't even put a black bar over it. Nope, no black <laughs> bar. There it is. All her glory. All right. The Anubians are both the oldest cult 
and the freaking weirdest. Here it is. They are keepers of the thread of life. They are a cult that is over 10,000 years old. It, it, it predates uh, Egypt. The Illuminati? No. Is that who they are? Oh, okay. They believe that, that Anubis touched the waters of this world and created a wave. And this wave spread across the world. At the beginning of this wave was life. At the end of this wave was death. Everything in between is all the things that the world experiences from life to death. Their job was to be like Anubis, to rise above the cycle of life and death and become immortal. That's their deal. Now, uh, back in Egypt, they were, they were shunned. They were cast away. But uh, Egyptians still still practiced Anubian mummification, but they did it wrong. I'm going to explain, if, if Max wants me to, I'm going to explain the right way you're supposed to use mummification, according to the Anubians. Okay. Uh, what, is, is it quick? If the, it's quick, go for it, yeah. It's not quick. And oh. it's also super gross. But uh, do, doing it after you're dead is not the way it's supposed to be. So, so to be fair, I've already got to mark this as light nudity when it comes to putting it on YouTube. So there's really not much else you could do to get ads taken away from this one. So go for it. Great. Okay. Well, uh, initiation for an Anubian is transformation. Those who are chosen are tested. Everyone is tested. There is a, a, a hollowed out of a finger bone filled with the bile of a jackal. If you are cut and you develop an eczema-like reaction that lasts from sunrise to sunset and then goes away, you are the chosen. You are now to be initiated. And like it says in the slide, this next part is gross. So I need you to tell <laughs> me to continue. Said, it actually said, I, I, look, uh, hey, is it information that's in the book that they'd be exposed to in the game? Yes. There you go. Then do it. Let's do it. Okay. The initiate is thrown into a pitch black catacomb with uh, surrounded by dead bodies, uh, bones, rats, cockroaches, whatever. I'm going to stop uh, you for a second. The, and this is, this is historical. I don't know if it was the book of the, if you remember back in the nineties, I used to be really big into occult teachings and, yeah. and philosophy and, and especially Egyptology and so forth. I can't remember if it's in the Book of the Dead, but that is actually an initiation right there for the uh, the priests of, um, might have been Anubis, uh, for some of the priests in ancient Egypt times, is to put them in a dark cave with no light, and it's a test of faith. Oh, no, no. Th this one is not a test of faith. Th this is to what? purposefully make you insane and lose all your humanity. Well, a little different, but but I just want to say, but there, again, historical context. Okay, there you go. Well, uh, they are kept in this hole. They are thrown uh, corpse meat and uh, poison gruel as food. Huh. Literal poison. And as they slowly die from this slow-acting poison and rotten human flesh, they go insane, lose their humanity. Get, get lost in their own mind from sensory deprivation. And right before they die, 
They are pulled out by their by their uh, for, by their going to be master. They are covered in oils, mummified in wrappings, and a tube attached to their mouth so, and placed in a a hot area like a sauna. They're they're fed <laughs> liters of water through this tube, as the poisons are both uh, sweat from their bodies and the oils absorb it. At the end of this, if they survive, they come out physically transformed. How do I join? Again. <laughs> sounds, sounds like fun. It's not, it's, it's not fun. Do they it's only take fun. prisoners for this? I mean, how do they get recruits? No, no. This is considered an honor. I'm sure. Uh, this process changes you genetically. It actually says in the in the in the uh, in the write up that if a Spitalian were to look at the blood of an Anubian, he would barely consider it human. <laughs> Their genome is changed, and at that time they are tattooed with seven circles radiating from their navel. Each ink is a different formula, from the first circle to the seventh. This, come, this becomes important later. Okay. All right. Now, because of their transformation, they are now resistant and or immune to the African primer, which is called rays. Now, if, uh, we, we, if you were uh, watching uh, the, the last uh, live stream or saw it on YouTube, uh, the rays is like a crystalline, uh, I don't want to say forest, but a crystalline vegetation that if you get cut, it immediately starts a necrotic process that goes through your body in minutes, straight to your bones, basically killing you. And you have one option. Die. Yeah, that's it. You just die. But not the Anubians. Because of this transformation, the Anubians are the only ones who can survive this. The, their, their cells have become resistant and they're the only ones who can survive with some basic medicine. Does it say the survival rate of that initiation? This it it, it doesn't give you numbers on the uh, it doesn't give you percentages on the survival rate. But of I mean, the does it imply but, like a lot die or a few or surprisingly few die or something? It, it, it implies surprisingly few be, because it's it's the master Anubian's job to take the initiate out just before they die. So if initiate it. dies, it's the master's fault, right? So. Now, the Anubian, after after the Anubian becomes uh, becomes in, inflicted with the with the rays and survives, they grow in knowledge. They 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 grow in knowledge of the of the Anubian way of the scriptures of the ways of Anubis and how and about the Ka and the Ba the life and the death and how to rise above it. And then they are gone. They they go through another ceremony. High-level Anubians give them a uh, a jar, uh, a uh, nopic jar with a jackal's head on it, filled with white liquid. They drink this white liquid. This what this white liquid pierces their mouth, pierces their their tongue, splits it, splits their cheeks open. But because of their transformation, they start instantly healing, and their body transforms again. But this time, the seventh ring disappears as if it was never there to begin with 
they are now one rung closer to being like Anubis above life and death. Now they can venture further into the rays. And now they're even more resistant. After a while, after, after you get uh, down to two rings, you're basically immune to the rays. As a matter of fact, though those who have taken the journey long enough can take fruit, rays fruit, which if you eat, you instantly die. You just die. Mm-hmm. You bite it, it gets in your bloodstream, and you die. Not the Anubians, not the properly initiated Nubians. They eat the fruit. Their blood <laughs> absorbs it. Their blood changes. Their blood actually becomes medicine for healing ailments, healing the sick. This ritual is one ceremony I would not want to role play through. You and me both, brother. See, I'm the opposite on that one. I would love to. I could never play this as my first character in the game because I wouldn't be able to do it justice. But for my third or fourth character, after I played the game for a while, I would love to play an Anubian. See, I I like this is absolutely up my alley once I can treat it with the respect that it deserves inside the game context. Yes. And the reason they go through all this, the, the, the reason that they transform their bodies to, to be resistant to the rays is because in the middle of the African rays is Cairo. Cairo is where all of the Anubians' ancient knowledge from 10,000 years ago, the original knowledge is located. But no current Anubian can get close enough. The the highest level current Anubian still has two rings. They can only get so close to Cairo before their immunity drops away because the rays is too strong. So their goal is to enlighten an, an Anubian enough to their to where all their rings disappear and they can go into Cairo to get the scrolls, the ancient knowledge that came from Anubis himself to bring all the Anubians above life and death, to conquer it, to become like Anubis itself, God among mortals. That's their goal. You know, it reminds me like uh, in, in Battletech, uh, I'm a huge fan. By the way, it's one. Of the, my cat's name is Nova Cat. Uh, I, I like uh, the Nova Cats because they're kind of the freaky religious cult was sucked version of the clans. I don't like any of the clans, but if I, there's a clan I do like, it was them. They became spirit cats later. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this. I mean, what's the name of the game I've got? Nephilim. There's, I don't know if I'd ever want to actually play it as a game, especially nowadays, since you can only get it in French. But uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. This, while I'm not into a cult and, and, you know, the Golden Dawn and all that other weirdness, John Dean, Edward Kelly stuff anymore, uh, that was kind of a 90s, early 2000s thing for me. I still have enough of a background in that where I see something like the Anubians, similar to like the Celestial Chorus from Mage, where I- I'm absolutely... Part of me is like, I want to try it, I, but again, I'd have to do it justice. So uh, yeah, this isn't one I'd want for a new player. No, 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 no. You would not. You would not. This is This is way too involved. And, uh, it is, it is, you, you have to, you have to, it's, it's very much like, like playing a, 
uh, properly playing a Nethermancer in Earth Dawn. You have to stay in character all the time. This is to 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 give the Anubian cult justice. And uh, you go. Let's let's go ahead and uh, take a look to see what the Anubians think of other clans. And uh, you'll you'll see what I mean. Okay. Well, let's. What are the African ones? Um, the African ones are there's Neolibians. Dinar after Dinar, a useful aspect. They empower us to bring the chosen crows to Africa. Huh. Wait, what? To bring the chosen crows slaves. to Africa? Slaves. Chosen slaves. Oh, okay. Slaves. I, didn't, I didn't think that, uh, okay, the Anubians were involved in it. Okay, cool. Scourgers. They are the lion's claw. They follow the path of the ancestors and teach the traditions of our people's past. We will join them on that path and lead them when they go astray. All right. Uh, what's, a, what's a good Westerner that uh, deals with them a lot that uh, you read up on? Oh, I guess he went away. Uh, let's look at, uh, let's look at battalions. In their hearts, they are like us, only bereft of any and all spirituality. They refuse to accept that there is a deeper level to this world and cling to their medicine and science. Even so, we can cooperate. Okay, so again, yeah. even though they're yeah, from... The, 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 the difference between the Anubians and the battalions is that the Anubians are adapting themselves to the, to the effects of the primer. Whereas the Spitalians are trying to combat the sure. effects of the primer. What I like about so, this, though, is it, again, isn't over the top. We hate them because they don't think like us. No, no, the, the, the Anubians aren't, aren't, uh, aren't racist or, or theologistist or whatever that word is. I, just, I think I just made that up. But uh, they, they, they can understand that you don't think like us. We think you're wrong. But we don't have to prove anything to you because we're going to become gods. So it's not going to matter what you think. <laughs> Crafty says, uh, I think this is a better read than a game. I, I don't know. I, I The Anubians can be difficult. Uh, yeah. Bruce Lombardo says this game is for primary school students. Just like, wait, the magenta box? This game is for primary school students? Just like, I don't, under box. I don't understand the context there. Uh, probably similarly kidnapping through. Yeah, read that. Uh, it's time to get real. Oh, he says boo clans nephilim was okay if you get random body yeah I, I it's been so long since i've looked at the game it's on my shelf you can see it behind me if you can see that small um i've got and i've got a bunch of the uh the books for it i got it in the 90s when i was deep into that phase of wanting to do everything occultish but um yeah I, I, yeah boo clans i'm i'm with you um oh so oh, he oh, says oh, oh, he was sarcasm and then oh bruce <laughs> so, but uh no I, that's one time crafty i usually get your sarcasm but in that one i i didn't catch it yeah, I, yeah, we, I, we didn't we didn't read it that way but, because uh, i can hey, see people like say this, that hang on if, if you like this please subscribe uh this is going to be the end of this particular youtube video there's one more after we're going to get to all 13 clans and the next video is going to do it if you're watching us on twitch we're going to do it right now wait if there's just one on more YouTube, Subscribe, and you will know when the last of uh, the last of uh, thirteen clans drop. You 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 want to do the last clan all by itself? Oh, there's more than one. Okay, I thought was so. This is okay. Uh, how many are left? We've got Anabaptists. I know that because we haven't touched that. Who's this one? Oh, on. the the Yehamedans. Okay. Yeah, the Yehamedans. We got the Apocalyptics, the Anabaptists, and the Palers. We got four. Okay, so that is one video. All right. Or left. Well, all right, then let's stretch. 
uh, everybody remember sitting is the new smoking and secondhand sitting kills don't kill your loved ones stand up and stretch get that blood flowing we're getting some viewers Japanese here got it right calisthenics every morning will do a heart good i know right and they they live to like nine thousand four years exactly or something. they live to like 120 man they're not they're doing something right i don't know if, if it's the yogurt or what but they do something right <laughs> so there you go all right i should probably stand up at some point here because you've gotten up a couple of times to fix your tapestry <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i got so much duct tape on this thing i'm i i'm surprised you can't see it through the back <laughs> <laughs> that's funny all right uh, you know what you can handle chat for just a moment. I am going to stand up because, okay. but I want to be back for the next segment. So I'll be gone for maybe 30 seconds. Okay. That's fine. All right. Let's check out. Let's check out chat. Uh, da, 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 da. Humor. <laughs> Matt, Matt crap. Humor is drier than the African desert. Again, if you watch the, uh, the, the last video talking about all the specific regions, Africa is, is a beautiful, lush green land now, uh, because the, uh, uh, the, the Ashitan, the, the asteroid impacts change weather patterns and, uh, all of the, uh, all of the, uh, um, what do you call it? The, uh, ocean currents that were keeping Europe warm were diverted. And now the, the, the Sahara has become a, a lush grassland, uh, a, a, a bounty for the Africans, which is another reason that they bounce back first. I did jumping jacks, not push-ups, but hey, if I do push-ups right now, <laughs> I'll split my hernia even more. I wish I could do push-ups. It's not, uh, what, what, what is the word? I'm losing, dude, I need to read more books or something, but my vocabulary is dying. Um, but yeah, I can't get hernia surgery because it's not considered vital. Let me rephrase. My humor is drier than a 90-year-old woman. That. Gross. Yep. Gross. <laughs> Astroglide. It's your friend. No, no, no. That, that, that reminded me of my grandmother. <laughs> Let me explain. Nope. I don't think I'm going to like this explanation. Let me explain. I remember my great-grandmother. Wonderful woman. But uh, she stood... What? Okay, I'm explaining. I'm explaining. <laughs> I was visiting her because uh, every every Sunday I we, we visited great-grandma. And, uh, and uh, she got up from her chair one day and she was in a beam of sunlight because she liked the warmth. And uh, she farted and dust just came out. She farted dust. So that's why it reminded me of 90-year-old woman dried up like a I'm so glad this is going to be highlighted and not on the YouTube video when it goes exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is not on the YouTube video. We've already ended the YouTube This will video, be for so. paid backers only at some point. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, you're paying for this travesty. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, you know, okay. you know what we're talking about, right? No, we're talking about D-Genesis. We're talking about the last four. Oh, and please subscribe. Yes, please subscribe. If you if you liked the previous content, if you haven't, then then Max may uh, put the playlist up on the corner there for you. I don't do that anymore. You don't do that anymore? Well, then he doesn't like you very much. That's how it is. Nope. That's yeah. But uh, go ahead and, and uh, check because uh, the other the other nine clans are already taken care of. We're on our last four. So let's let's jam on with the <laughs> You like that, right? Did you see what he just posted? 
No, what? Ah, crap, hit the wrong one. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. Okay. Fair well, enough. By the way, for all the YouTube folks out there, you missed part of the live stream, so you missed the context for that <laughs> you completely. That joke. <laughs> all right. Now, uh, there, there has been, uh, uh, be between Max and I, some debate on how to pronounce this, uh, this cult. I think um, it should be. I'm going to go with with uh, Yamidian y Yamidians. I think it should Yamidians. be Yamidians, uh, but I don't think it matters too much. I see, and I'm saying this purposely out loud because if somebody says you're an idiot, and you're wrong. That's fine. Yeah. And when he describes Whatever. the the cult itself, maybe I'll change my mind. But when I see this and the little bit that I've read on this cult, I see that as a combination of Yeshua, which is Jesus, and Muhammad. I see it as the marriage of Christianity and Islam. Okay, in, you know in, what? In a, in a very high level. Okay, okay, hearing that, Yahamed is the name of the prophet, so Yahamedan, Yahamedans. I, I'm, I, I'm, I can be completely be wrong. That's just how I saw it when I first read it. Again, everything this game has this weird historical connotation in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be making that up, but it seems like yeah. it fits, so. Okay. All right. Well, oh, she here, is the, here is the, <laughs> here is the cult of the, of the uh, Yahamidans. Going with that. Before the Eshetan, before the, the asteroids hit, the last prophet, Yahamed, appeared at Mecca above the Black Cube. Okay. Now I call it the Black Cube because that's the English translation for the Kaaba, I believe it's called. So yeah. And uh, he promised that the faithful will be rewarded after God punishes the world. Okay. We've heard that before. Only this time God punished the world apparently because bickety bam, there's the Ashitan. All right. Now everyone around him felt felt his presence, felt God through his words. Ooh. Everyone who was there spoke to their friends and children and said, no, he glowed with the power of the Lord. Be it Allah, be it, be it uh, Jesus, be it God, be it Yahweh, whatever, whatever God you believed in, Judeo-Christian, Muslim, whatever, they felt that power when he spoke. And he, and he, he, he spoke of laws. He spoke of ways of doing things. He spoke, this is how you're going to survive and you will be rewarded in the end with the land of your very own. Sound familiar? Yeah, I'm sure it does because it's, it's taken a lot of historic context here. I mean, if you think it's still earth, it's 500 years in the future. So, I mean, that context yeah. isn't going to change too much. Oh, well, yeah. but I mean, these so, religions have been around for 2000 years, even longer. If you go exactly. all the way back to Abraham. So yeah, the Ashitan hit. And uh, the land was fractured, and people were fractured. But the the uh, the uh, Yahamedans, oh God, <laughs> the, the they, J crew, <laughs> the, the J the the J crew stuck to their not guns. All right, they they uh, they they uh, followed in the teachings of Yahamed 
and the years of struggle seemed to end as they, as they wandered around trying to find this promised land when they found a lush and great field for their flocks to graze upon. Because Yahamed told them that they would be shepherds. They would, they would have livestock and they, they, would, they would care for them as they care for their families. And then God would care for you. So that's what they were. They and then, and then they found these green fields where their their flocks could feed and a never ending supply of food for their for for their flocks of sheep and cow and whatnot. And it was great. And for the first time, they laid down roots. This was the promised land. This is what Yahamed told us was going to happen, and it finally came true. It's been great. And then the farmers came. The Anabaptists. We talked about them earlier, didn't we? Uh, no. We haven't? Okay, we're, we're going to talk about we them. We talk later. about them a lot because they're kind of the bogeyman of some degree in the world. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Anabaptists are farmers. And uh, they wanted the land to plant crops. Well, the Yahamedians wanted the land to graze their, their flocks. Well, that didn't work out. So they went to war. Does any of this sound familiar? Anyone in chat, go, go, go ahead and throw out anything in, in, uh, in Bible history about a shepherd and a farmer spilling blood. Never. Never? You never? Not, no, not, no, never happened. No. <laughs> never happened? Okay, well, it happened here. Uh, Are you trying to maybe go back to my Lutheran school roots here or something? <laughs> fighting lasted for a very, very long time. The Anabaptists uh, fought hard. The, the, the Yemedians fought, fought even harder and drove the Anabaptists back across the the great river in the middle of this lush lush huge lush valley and they've been stuck on their separate sides ever since in a kind of cold war skirmishes here and there but constant vigilance but the 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 uh yeah the yamahedians god i'm gonna <laughs> screw that up all the time uh, are besieged now on two sides because the lion comes comes from the other side the Africans have come and see the see them as just more crow to be taken out. So they have to constantly defend a, a, against the farmers. And from the other side, they have to constantly defend against the, the lion's the lion's tooth. Both of them want them dead, but their faith finds a way. Uh, the real tragedy of the whole thing is that all the original writings of Yahamed, the last prophet of the Lord, is in Mecca, which oh. Africa controls. So Africa controls Saudi. Okay. So guess how many Yemedans are allowed to go to Mecca to retrieve these sacred scrolls? Throw out a number. Three. Zero. Oh. 
Absolutely zero. The I was crow guess is that. not allowed on African soil except as a slave. Never again. American Southwest ranchers versus farmers. The game does a good job of taking old conflicts and giving a new spin. Yes. Well, this is actually even an older spin than that. I mean, the 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 whole you know farmer rancher thing goes back to Cain and Abel, which was which is what I was alluding to, because uh because of the whole religious context of Yahamed, you know Muhammad and Yahweh, you know Yahamed, and the whole uh. Uh, Old Testament, Cain and Abel, you know, brother against brother. One was a farmer, one was a herder, fighting blood, stuff like that. So there you go. You know, it dates back way to that. And uh, so, you know, all of the all of the the original teachings of, of Yahamed are at Mecca. And well, let, uh, let me clarify something here. This is a biblically older spin. You're, you're right. And that's what Heathen Dog yeah. is explaining. But, yeah. but, but one of the things about the Bible, like it, love it, hate it, whatever is especially in the Old Testament, a lot of those stories are human nature stories. Sure, it's got mm -hmm. God and fiery God and this, that, and the next thing. But yeah, yeah. It, but Parable. So whether, well, it's parables New Testament, but same difference, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that, because it's all connotation to human nature because it's trying to help you live a certain way. So this game, whether you want to do the ranchers versus uh, the farmers, or you want to do Cain versus Abel, or you want to do, you know, the the Romans versus the 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 Germanic tribe, whatever, it the, that historical context is before history. So yeah. I guess that's that's the point that I'm trying to make. And so the game does a good job of representing that, but at the same time, if you want to look at the religious side of it. Things that happen two thousand years from now can have context in the Bible, the Quran, the Torah. Yeah. So so far, all of the all of the parallels in these future cults that we've seen, that we can say have played out in the past, is because of the is in one reason because of the eschaton, took away our whatever we learned from past conflicts, and it's the whole idea that if you don't remember the past, you're doomed to repeat it. So they are they're repeating past mistakes because. Partly, they don't remember them. Yeah, remember the Chroniclers? Two episodes ago, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, right, they, they, they tried. They tried. And again, the Barbarians at the Gates, spoiler, Moran Baptists, uh, <laughs> ruined their initial attempt to to save all, all the knowledge they could. Hey, so dog? again, you, Dark you Ages of Humanity. You, you told me about this earlier. You're at the two-hour mark. Crap. We got to. We got to go. We got to give up. Okay. So, do do you want to throw out what the what the Yamidans think of the other folk? Yep. We'll we'll look at it really quickly. Okay. I mean, look, we're not going to rush through it and make this video worthless, but we're going to stay focused on task now. You can still keep chatting. So, uh, the Anabaptist, because that's absolutely an important one now, isn't it? The old hatred fades. We have fought and war we have fought and worn each other out. What remains is a human being hurt and tired. Their teachings are still blasphemous. Blasphemous. Why can't I read or talk? But at least they have some faith. Again, I love the fact that it doesn't go over the top. Like, oh, we yeah. must fight at all costs to the scourge of the earth. And no. Yeah. Yeah. No, no holy crusade for the fact of crusading. Right. 
Um, what's one more? Pick one more. Apocalyptics, because that sounds kind of end of the worldy for you know a religious group. That's right? what's coming up next. Oh, okay. Well, they are fishermen's children trying to lure us from the path with intoxication and sinful flesh. If they don't give way, we will respond oh. with sabers. Oh, wow. That actually reminded me. There, there was a parable in the uh, in in the uh, uh, the uh, Yemedians uh, mm -hmm. write up about okay. the shepherd and the fisherman. Okay. Well, people the, will have uh, to read that. Get the book and read it. I can I can do it from memory. Okay. The the uh, shepherd tends to his family as he tends to his flock. He protects them. He keeps them safe. He is in charge of them. He is responsible. The fisherman goes off to sea, leaves his family alone, cannot protect them. His, his, his family can be hurt, damaged, go astray. When the fisherman comes back, he sees his family is gone. His, his, his wife has, has taken another lover. He goes to the brothel. He is, he's no longer responsible for anything. He's lost his way. Whereas the shepherd has kept his home, his hearth, and his flock intact as God has intended. I paraphrase the whole thing down to, to something that fits in a bite, but that's that's basically it. The the, the whole uh, Yemedian uh, uh, difference between a shepherd and a fisherman. That that's why they called the apocalyptics fishermen, and we're gonna bring that up right well, now. Well, when we but talk I, but about I want to before, before you do that, I want to show this because I'm not because I'm not gonna stop on this. Hey, baby. Okay, we're done. I'm gonna show the picture. Oh, are you? Oh, that's right. You you use the front picture. All right. Well, hey, mine is better. Okay. <laughs> Apocalyptics, hedonistic mobsters. It's basically what they are. Why build something when you can take it? That's basically it. They live for today. Tomorrow is something that may never happen. So why care about it? The past is already gone. If you didn't learn anything from it already, then you're 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 too stupid. Today is today. That's what you live for. The Eshetan took everything you had. That means everything you had, all your possessions after today are worthless. Have no value. The only thing is today, today's joy, today's pain, today's money, today's food. That's all that matters. Other people try and get back what they've lost. The apocalyptics, they don't care what they had. They only care what they have. And they'll get it by hook or by crook. The apocalyptics are the our own, own bars. Pedal alcohol to the masses. The apocalyptics run brothels. Underage prostitution. The apocalyptics sell burn. Any other kind of drug. They take it themselves. They indulge themselves. They live for the moment and the moment only because that is the only thing that actually matters. They deal in excess. That's what they do. And they, they move. Like any like, like like anyone who peddles things that are, are inherently bad for you, they can only stay in one place so long. The judges catch up. <laughs> right? They got to move on. They take what they can and they move on. Very much like like the bad word for the internet, gypsies. They they they, ah, they you know. Yep. We're we're screwed now. We're screwed now. 
but uh, you know, they they sell their worthless trinkets, their 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 uh, snake oils, and before anyone can figure out that they've been screwed over, they move on to the next place and start all over again. Before the law catches up, they move on. Youth and vigor are what they prize. As Wisdom every good man bullshit. should. Yeah, yeah. Wisdom is crap. Wisdom is worthless. It's what you can do now. It's how strong you are now. Can you defend what you have now? When you're old, no, you can't. Old apocalyptics are shunned. And if they don't get the picture, they are beat out of beat, beat out into the wasteland to die. The smart ones, the smart ones get old, but they get crafty. They become mob bosses. They run numbers because while, while the youth are strong and have vigor and, and can defend what they have, they understand that the bookkeeper and the conniver can get them more in a day than they can get by themselves. They become me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if, if you, if you're not smart enough when you become old, you're cast out. That's it. You're done. You're out. And if you don't get the picture, you're stabbed and thrown into a gutter. Hey, some, you're of, old. some people like them old. What the hell? No, <laughs> that, 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 that's not their philosophy. It's not their philosophy. As a matter of fact, uh, the, this, this is the, this is the, uh, the, the gist of the apocalyptics, the literal mm -hmm. shortest one. So go, go ahead and uh, throw up what the apocalyptists think of everybody else. This, this might be a fun read. I'm not going to read them all, but you mentioned a couple, so I'm going to take a look at those. So you mentioned judges, right? Yep. We had an intense relationship until the clans came. Now they're out there battling cockroaches and savages. Time seems right to revive some old business models. <laughs> yep. The, the judges are now busy with uh, with uh, uh, other more pressing problems. So so the 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 apocalyptic uh, prostitution and drug trade can sneak back in. So you know so. Let's go look at the incels, the chroniclers. They hide. <laughs> don't say that word. <laughs> they hide behind their masks. I don't mind fetishism, but it seems as if they take their fetishes very seriously. Well, not seriously enough that a hand in the right spot couldn't get a bit of information out of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. We got to pick one of the religious ones. How about the Nubians? Okay. Their bodies, eyes, and mouths are soft and tender, too seductive not to touch. But those who do will feel the snake's cold scales. The Nubians embrace life and caress it with poison lips. Be wary of them. I like that. Actually, something that puts the apocalyptics in a kind of little, eh, hold up. And here are three. Oh, that, what the hell? Agra. Agra, what the, what's going on with you there, buddy? Uh, you're a little weird. He's a, he's a, a gimp of some sort? I don't know. I don't know. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, there we go. Right. Now we got them. Yeah, we're done with the apocalyptics, and now we got the Anabaptists. These are the bad guys in a lot of the other uh, cults' uh, backstory. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, okay, but I wouldn't call them the bad guy. I, I, you're right yeah, in, in, in the backstory, but they're definitely everywhere. Yeah, they are ever present in a lot of cultures. 
and uh, they they happen to butt heads with a lot of different folks, and we'll find out why. Uh, they believe the world is hell to be endured. These are the kind of holy people that believe that the world is a test. You have to suffer through it. You have to suffer through it and stay clean until you die. And only then will you be rewarded with the, with the bliss and glory that is heaven. And when I say suffer, I mean suffer. There are two types of Anabaptists. The uh, organastics, I guess you call them. They're the fighters. Okay. They fight the enemies, fall, get up again until they die fighting and are freed from the hell that is this world. These are the guys that are, that are fighting the, the uh, uh, Yemedans for the, for the land. That's them. Their job is to fight, be hurt, get up, fight some more, die fighting. Because only, only through the pain and suffering of this world will they be risen up into heaven. And then there's the, the ascetics. These are the farmers. These are the actual farmers of the Anabaptists. They have nothing. They toil in the fields 12 hours a day, come home completely drained, both mentally and physically, and then spend the rest of their waking hours praying for salvation. So they're like some of those, um, I forget the term, not Coptic Jesus, that's Egyptian. Um, the monks, the monks, the monks, the monks. Um, yes. I, can't, I can't remember what the name of the word. There's a type of monk that just was all about blood, sweat, tears, prayer. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, self-flagellation, stuff yeah. like that. that. Yeah. That's a, that, that's, that's basically what they do. They, they work harder than they have to because they want to punish their bodies for being of the world because that's part of the problem. And they shun from all excess and worldly desires because that, that will take them astray because any joy found in this world is a path away from the next world, which is the promised land, which is heaven. When their bodies give out, they are freed from the hell that is the world, and then they rise up. Now, this, this causes what I call the dichotomy of zealotry. Because you have two completely opposite worldviews that come together at the same end, somehow. You know, some find God through war and violent death, the others through pseudo self-flagellation and, and, and sacrifice. But both of them believe that by doing so, they, they, they get to be one with God in heaven. Just uh, again, historical context. People. What's that? Again, historical context for all of that. Yeah, exactly. Historical context. Uh, the, the, other, the other people and what they believe are of little consequence. They, they don't hate others because they believe something else. They're sad for them that they don't get to go to heaven. But that's about it. I mean, they don't hate the Yemedans for believing what they believe, but they need farmland to continue to toil so they can go to heaven. And that's the reason they fight. That's it. They don't hate them. They just do. They have to fight. That's all they have to fight. Uh, 
And I be, because of the, I don't find it strange that they are the villains in many of the other stories we've heard so far. They 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 were the ones that that uh, stopped the initial efforts of the chroniclers from 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 saving the the. They the thought they had a point the to it world. though. What's they, that? they they thought they were like their holy whatever was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but. They, they 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 destroyed a lot of what of what uh it was to to have human history in that one act and then the <clears throat> the uh y- the the yemedans were like the 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 jews of old wandering the, in, in the desert finally finding the promised land and then getting the crap beat out of them for decades for it the anabaptists were the people who were the shit kickers in this one so yeah the anabaptists ended up being the bad guys in a lot of the other other cult stories they're they're not intrinsically bad. It's just that when they're around, bad crap happens. Does that make them bad? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It's really up to you, the reader. If you're living in it, it's one of the... Uh, I don't know how to explain it because it's, uh, again, as somebody who was ra- raised in religion and saw kind of both sides of that... You don't see it as a problem. You see it as salvation. Also consider this, using historical context again, and I'm not going to try to get too deep into religion. We have one more to do after Anabaptist, but, um, you know, when life expectancy is 18, 21, 30 years, you know, you're considered like an ancient wizened one, age 35, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's not that you hope for death, but it's so much. Imagine if Moses came down from the mountain. And said, hey, I was up there and I thought of some things and I chiseled this into, into rock and I think these are the rules we should follow. People are going to be like, who the hell are you and why do we care? But when your whole worldview is shaped on God and paradise and religion and like, I want to get there. And, and he comes down and says, look, I went up there. I survived, first of all, dicks. And uh, I've got this and God gave it to me. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna roll my dice and take the chances with God because... Uh, my life expectancy is crap. At least that's going to be an eternity of paradise. So when you're stuck in the middle of this, I shouldn't say stuck like that, but when you're in the middle of this and you believe it, you don't see it as being bad. It can't possibly be bad because paradise is in the end. Yeah. And, over, and, and oversimplified. it gives you a reason why your life is so shitty. Mm-hmm. Why not embrace it? If that, if, if em- embracing that crappy life, gets you an eternity of happiness at the other end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a Shawshank Redemption, you know, crawl through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. That's what the Anabaptists believe life is a river of shit. If you can crawl through it, God will clean you on the other side and then you'll be free. So what, what do the Anabaptists think of, of other people? This, uh, this it- might surprise you. Uh, what's a, let's let's do apocalyptics because that seems like almost anathema. Yep, they are rotten at the core and defile paradise, like that capitalized. So there's your heaven, even yep. where it once seemed whole again. If we were more, they would be far fewer. That's the yeah. first one I've read that is strictly over the top. But I mean, intentionally, well, it, it makes sense. Think about it. Yes, I mean the 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 apocalyptics are all about <laughs> living in this world and making it as hedonistic and 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 a one most wonderful experience as possible. It goes completely counter to the Anabaptist beliefs. So of course they would hate the crap out of them because uh, 
if an, an apocalyptic is really the only the only person that 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 has the greatest chance to take an Anabaptist away from his or her faith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, oh man, do you know what they do with the goats? I don't want to think about it. Otherwise, everything's always spick and span. Everything has its place. Never any disorder and great beards. Even if their curses are like lukewarm air, they call us fishermen's children. Jeez. <laughs> the first part, though. Oh, man. And we'll do one more. Um, that's a good one. Palers, we haven't got to... Helvetics. They seem like... They'd make good soldiers for a good and holy cause. For now, they sit in their mountain holding their hands open whenever someone wants to traverse God's world. The filaments are a finic punishment. Which is the name of the location. Okay. All right. One last one. Our final one. And let's bring up the palers. Everybody's really waiting for segment two. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyone who's played Fallout 4 will have some some context on this. Now, uh, before the the Eschaton, it is in the future compared to now. So cryogenics was perfected. Okay. You could actually free someone and thaw them and they'll be alive. You know, nanites and 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 special fluids and stuff like that stop the the uh, crystallization of cells, causing them to break. I'm not going to any more in the science than that, but it works, right? But uh, the end of the world was coming, so uh, we had to make room for some more people. So what they did was uh, a lot of these places were in bunkers, and uh, the people who owned them uh unfroze the the dead and uh terminally ill who were waiting to when they could be resurrected or cured uh threw them in a hole sealed <laughs> up the hole and uh got a whole bunch of people to pay a whole bunch of money to come and get frozen to survive the apocalypse oh wow uh, sorry you paid for it this far but you know what that cash isn't good anymore exactly <laughs> oh god yeah. So uh they they came in by uh by the hundreds to each of these facilities. They were they were uh, marked uh up to like 900 and something for each uh for each of these bunkers. And they were all frozen. And there were there were technicians that were left behind with enough food and water to last, you know, a very very long time, and they are to guard their their frozen charges for when the world was now survivable and they were supposed to wake them up. So these technicians became guardians of the sleepers. Okay, great. But now we learn how to make a Morlock because uh, the the, uh, technicians, now guardians, uh, over the generations, uh, things started to fail. First the lights, then some of the air filtration, then some of the food processors, uh, their skin became paler. They, they, uh, seeing wasn't as important as hearing or touching or feeling, uh, the, the knowledge of how to work the machines was starting to get lost. So when, the last of the water reclamation started to fail when the last of the, of the algae protein processors 
started to fail. When the last of the air filtration started to fail, guess what? Long ago, all the cryopods have already failed because, because the guardians had forgotten how to care for them. So they had to leave. They had to get food. They were running out of food. The food they had was now poisoned because the, the algae protein synthesizers uh, were no longer working properly or were contaminated. So they had if to come out they of the had a chronicler to fix it for them. Yeah, they didn't. Too bad. So uh, they were forced out into their world and into the world. And now they are Morlocks. Look at them. Look at them. <laughs> People saw them and went, oh my God, what is that thing? The sunlight hurt them. They only come out at night. They come out at night to steal. They don't know how to farm. They, they, they don't know animal husbandry. They don't know any of these things. They don't know how to trade. They lost everything. Vault dwellers becoming Morlocks. Yes, exactly right. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a fallout vault tech experiment. And so they come out at night, they, they raid settlements and villages and then run away before daytime back to their vaults, to the relative safety of their vaults. That's what they do. Out of all of the cults, they are the, the most dysfunctional and disgusting. <laughs> they're the, they're really. the uh, Nosferatu of the vampire world. Yeah. I mean, it, the, this this is this is a uh, this is a uh, Wellsian right here. I mean, they 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 actually come out and take from the Eloy during the night, and then <laughs> run back to their holes during the day. No Eloy for you. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that that's that's what these are. That that's what palers are. They they are the they are the the post apocalyptic Morlock, but I have the most problem with this cult because I think it would take longer than five hundred years for for their physical decline. Because in the book it says the sunlight literally hurts them. You know, the, even I mean, with like eyes, the psychovore and all that going on, and and all the the uh, the black. Um... I forget the term already, but you know the the black goo that uh, affects DNA. Black goo that affects DNA. Um, when the when the asteroid hit, it's got the the. Oh my God! Why can't I think of the name of it right now? It's psychovore in Africa, but it's okay. uh, uh, you know not the burn, the the crap that the asteroids give in each land, and I, the Third fact that the spore or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, called. the the. Exactly. Again, words are escaping me for some reason. The sepsis. Yeah. We'll just say it's the sepsis. But okay. uh, uh, even with that, do you think it's still too quick genetically? It's only five hundred years. I mean, I it takes it takes thousands of years. It had it's it has historically taken thousands of years for for say uh, fish who who live in the uh, who who now live in in water with no light for their eyes to have become vestigial nonsense that isn't used anymore 500 years for for their skin to actually burn in the sunlight i don't buy it i mean i'm I just, not a, i'm not an evolutionary biologist hey duncan is um 
But, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Heathen. I'm just saying like, I'm wondering if because of the way the, the sepsis work, the way it ingrained into DNA and how it changed trees. I mean, look, the trees now have that octagonal hexagonal, so on and so forth. Yeah. The architect sent the asteroid with the black goo, right? Um, for me, it's alien crossover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know uh, what? Hey, hey, it's just as good a theory as any, yeah, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, you, you get you get what I'm saying with that, right? Yeah, like, I'm, if, I'm just uh, wondering. The, yeah, the the if if you know the old world of darkness, then the Nosferatu definitely. And we're we are now going to look at what uh, what they think of other people, and you're you're probably going to not be shocked at all. I'm only picking. I'm only picking two. I already got okay, them ready go because I thought it made the most sense to talk about people who might go into their holes. Chroniclers, yeah. we have to get into their clusters. They know much more than they are ready to admit. All reports about the 44 retrieved from the Chroniclers. Try it friendly first. Lick their boots and seduce them. This is so much like the Nosferatu. Bug them. Then break in their alcoves. alcoves steal their artifacts. And blackmail them. How do you blackmail See, the, the, the information brokers? Yeah, the information brokers think that the Palers know more than they're letting on. They don't. They've forgotten everything. But inside their vaults are all of the technical manuals that they can no longer read all of the all of the high-tech systems that they can no longer repair but the chroniclers can take that and use that information maybe even repair those things the, all of the all of the algae protein resequencers oh man if they can get that crap working again the only ones who could do it would be the chroniclers with with the help of the scrappers mechanists. Well, that's a, then scrappers was what I was going to do second. Yeah. They enter our holy halls, looting, destroying and defiling. How many gods have they killed already? Our phantoms hunt them oh, like yeah, rats. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. Uh the 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 people who are frozen, they're all dead. But uh um the 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 the, the uh, still think that they they are they are our gods. We we have to watch over them. One day they will awaken because they forgot who they really were. <laughs> They, they were technicians who were supposed to wake them up and not let them die from power failures. But hey, whatever. I, w I would wonder how, like the Nosferatu for Vampire, I can actually fit into a game. Like I can see it fitting into a game. Yeah. I would struggle a little more with the Palers. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the Paler is hard because no, number one, they're 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 Morlocks, and I and you know I hate <laughs> Morlocks, and they're also sad. It's just sad. Yeah, but we'll see, like, it's with the Nosferatu, the Nosferatu would be like, the, it'd be like if Palers met Chroniclers, right? Like, they, they're the information gatherers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they have but, a useful, yeah, they're a useful tool. At least tool. they have an upside, right? Right, yeah. Being a Paler, there's no upside. You're, you're a goddamn uh, Morlock retard. That's all you are. And that's all you're ever going to be. <laughs> but uh, hey, knowing, hey, and having said that, please subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I think season five of The Expanse is on. I haven't watched season five yet. It's all right. That is all 13 clans. Uh, for, for those of you on Twitch, thank you for sticking around for as long as you did. I know it's been almost two and a half hours. hours. No, actually, two and a half hours that I've been talking about it. Everyone on YouTube, it's been broken down into four segments of a half hour about. So that's yeah. nice for you guys. <laughs> Three segments. I don't know. Whatever. Three or four. We'll figure it out. But yeah, if you like this, please hit that like button, subscribe, share, yes. share, 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 because we do live streams. Therefore, YouTube automatically hates us. Plus, if you've watched 
any of these, you already know we say things that YouTube already hates us. So lots, a lot of hatred going on there. So bring the love and share because sharing is caring. All right. I think that ends segment one. Are you prepared for segment two? I am. Well, you can't be. You are not prepared for segment two yet. I'm not prepared. Okay, you I'm not prepared have for not listened to the disclaimer. Oh, well, read it. Fair enough. Do, you, do you want to read it or listen to it? I want to listen because you said I have to okay. listen to it. Okay. Hey, Heathen Dog, did you know that all opinions and comments belong to the individual speaker and do not represent the Legion Myth organization? I heard that somewhere. Okay. Did you know that hyperbole, satire, stereotypes, generalizations, and assumptions are often and intentionally because I love people's panties in a bind, used for simplicity and or effect. That would be I've the panty. Okay. Did you also know that anybody who's taken an English class knows that he, him, and his have long been considered neutered pronouns and should not be considered sexist or wrong in any way, shape, or form? And of course, it doesn't include any gender or every book written before 2016 is pretty much unreadable. Damn it. And ev to me, every book... book yeah, to me, every book written after 2016 is unreadable. And this content is not meant for children under the age of 13. Or I would maybe even claim any. It's kind of like that South Park thing. Shouldn't be watched by children or anyone. Yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> All right. Actually, we want you to watch it. So much so that we need you to subscribe, love it, share it, like it. Yeah, you can like and love at the same time. Do it all. All right, chat has been going, I don't want to say crazy, but has definitely let us know that they want us to talk about our uh, segment. Uh, so which one of these do I want to look at? Let's just start with this first one. Chat is going to be a little disappointed, though. Aw. And the reason why chat is going to be a little disappointed, because we have two episodes already talking about the combat wheelchair. Let me break it down for you. Let me break it down for you. I don't give a shit about the combat wheelchair because it's an option. I think it's a stupid option. I think that hashtag RP gate uh, uh, games are about uh, uh, entertain not entertainment over activism. But uh, oh my god, I can't even remember my own damn hashtag. I'm telling you, I'm losing my mind, dude. I got to take some vitamins or fish oil or something. Um, I'm gonna get it. Somebody's gonna type in a chat at some point here. Because I'm totally blanking on it's it's not a, a representation. What is it? I'm not helping you. You're a dick. Yeah, whatever. It's not about representation. There we go. Why the fuck can't I remember this? Jesus, losing my mind. Anyway, I really don't care. Uh, we're not actually talking directly about the. Uh, no, we're shut up, Raven's Lair. No, we're not talking about the damn thing again. We're talking about the dungeon. Um, but actually, I'm not even going to really talk about that so much. There are a bunch of YouTube videos out there on that. Escapism. That's the word. Games are about escapism, not representation. God, I knew I'd said stop thinking about it. Brain is like on overdrive. Um, what we're going to talk about, and yes, by all means, chat, because I know chat's already going to. You can bring up all the stuff. Of the, yeah, I call it OSHA Dungeons because that's what this is going to be more about. Because apparently the Occupational Safety and Health Administration has decided that uh, it needs to go into Dungeons Dragons Dungeons to make sure that they're acceptable to handicapable people. I said handicapable. I am woke. 
the, the main problem I have with this is that I thought, like vaults, dungeons were meant to keep a lot of people out. I mean, that's why you put traps in it, right? That's why you put monsters in it. To keep people out, why would you help people get in? That side and that side. That was me referencing comments that I read regarding these articles. Okay. So we're going to tear apart some people's defenses of this nonsense. What I want to focus on more at first, though, isn't about the stupid OSHA dungeon. And isn't about the combat wheelchair. Again, we have two episodes on that. It's about how these articles are written. And I have three of them. We are not going to read them through completely. We'll read maybe this one completely. Get that back up there. But we're not going to read through all of these completely. So, uh, let me see here. Oops. Do, 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 do. Uh, I wanted to see some. Oh, whatever. Yeah, there's comments down there. Oh, uh, this is written by Charlie Hall. I don't know if it's a dude or a chick, but I will not call an individual a they. So Charlie is a dude's name. So you're going with Charlie until I see that you're a chick. And it might. And if you are a woman, hey, whatever. The next Dungeons and Dragons book published by Wizards of the Coast will include the franchise's first official adventure that is wheelchair accessible. <sighs> Titled Candlekeep Mysteries, the collection of 17 one-shot adventures will be published on March 16th and will feature... The work of 19 different designers. Oh, guess who a couple of the designers are? You can name one right now. Our favorite lovable non-Asian Canadian. Are you kidding? Yep. Oh, Miss Daniel Kwan. Oh, Kwan. That's right, yeah. Kwan. Yep. You, know, you know where I had my wife, who's a real Asian, come in and just tear him a new asshole? So he, of course, banned everybody. But whatever. Because, you know, he's Canadian, not Asian. Um... Candlekeep, by the way, I hope you're watching chat because I see it moving, but I, I gotta read this. Candlekeep Mysteries will be different from any other book released so far for the 5th edition D&D. Rather than a single companion, oh sorry, campaign, Jesus, that takes characters from level 1 through levels 5 or 10, it's a collection of much shorter, according to Maverick Goose, Charlie is a girl. Well, no, lost, I love it. Look, it can be a girl's name. I'm just going, it's like Kim. Kim can be a guy's name. I actually know a guy named Kim. Really nice guy. But if he were to send me an email, I would say, ma'am. As response, until I knew. You just got to deal with it. Like that's, a, that's typically a chick's name. Uh, well, and I, un unless, unless the full name was Kim Jun Yang or something like that, well, they'd be like, eh, that could be a guy. No, no, no. His, his first name's Kim. Yeah. Well, what's his last name? Smith? I don't know. He, right. he, only, he only ever... But it's Kim, not Kimberly, to be fair. Um, yeah, fair. Anyway, uh, so also books. They originated out of the need to provide dungeon masters with short adventures that they can easily integrate into Forgotten Realms campaigns. Or into any campaign, really, that has it in a library. Alright, said Chris Perkins, blah blah blah, I don't like that asshole. For the past several years, years now, Wizards of the Coast has been... Here we go, this is the paragraph that I want to read. Wizards of the Coast has been welcoming more and more freelance designers into the fold through Dungeon Masters Guild, which you guys were talking about in chat already. It was a crap... Oh no, that was on our Discord. Uh, that was talking about how crap tests. I don't know much about Dungeon Masters Guild, but they were talking about on Discord how it's non-edited, shitty. People don't know how to fucking write, and they're putting their crap on there. If you don't have an editor, you shouldn't be published anywhere ever. Just saying. Get a fucking editor. Um, I've got imagination. Fuck off. So do 7 billion other people in the world. Built in partnership with One Bookshelf, the makers of Drive-Thru RPG, it also offers revenue sharing with independent creators. Perkins tapped into this 
burgeoning ecosystem of new voices, as well as a wider freelance marketplace to build a team behind Candlekeep Mysteries. Graham Barber, don't know you. Kelly Linda Angelo, name sounds familiar, but that's it. Allison Huang, don't know who the fuck that is. Mark Holmes, don't know that. Jennifer Ketcher. Daniel Kwan, there's your buddy. Your buddy, not mine. You and him are best friends. Yeah. Uh, Adam Lee, Ari Levitch, Chris Lindsay, Sarah Madsen. I'm so glad I don't follow 5th Edition D&D because I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Yep. Hey, maybe there's one or two good ones in here. I don't know. Among designers. Oh, well, God damn it. I don't even care about this crap. Da, 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 da. Oh, maybe it is where we're going to start caring. Among the designers on hand to give the press a preview of their contributions was actor and producer Jennifer Ketchmer, part of the Silver Steel Actual Play Group. Last summer, Ketchmer put lots of energy into creating into creating the accessibility and gaming resource. Games are not unaccessible to anybody. You go and you fucking get the PDF. You go buy the shit. Yeah, I didn't think there's any fucking... What's that? And you play. And then, then you play. Yeah. God. Games aren't accessible to everybody. The fuck it isn't. Everything's a PDF, you dumb bitch. She said it was important for her to me. To make sure that her adventure is available to everyone. Well, then fucking put it in PDF and send it out in an email. Yeah, give it away. This is not something that's new to tabletop gaming or new to D&D, but it's important to me to make accessibility. God, would you stop saying that? That's now the new problematic. Part of my dungeons. As an ambulatory wheelchair user, I want people to have the opportunity to see themselves represent the game. Escapism, not representation. Escapism, not representation. Escapism, not representation. Escapism, not representation. Fucking say it with me. Games are escapism, not escapism representation. Not representation. Got it. If, unless you're a clinical therapist and you need to use it for some therapy session, but you better be fucking licensed. Yeah. No, none of that. Uh, I'm holding. I'm, I'm, I'm holding the dwarven action figure. Tell me where daddy touched you. <laughs> no. God. If you're not a fucking clinical therapist, stop with all this bullshit. These are games. Nobody, any, and I'll tell you right now, somebody's, I want to be represented. You're not a fucking human being then. You dehumanized me. Yes, I did. Go fuck yourself. God damn it. I hate these fucking people. These are the people, this is, mm. I wanted people to have the opportunity to see themselves represented in a game. We have the ability in fantasy to imagine things. You know what? You have the ability outside of fantasy to imagine things too. That's why the problem is, is you fuckers keep imagining all this nonsense and you think it's fucking real. You see these faux problems. What did we call them before? These little poltergeist problems? They're not fucking real. They're illusions and you failed your goddamn saving throw in real life. How? How do you do that? Oh. Man, I don't understand those people. It seems so insane, but they're not ridiculed. Because shaming is bad. You don't shame people anymore. It hurts. It hurts on the inside. Bring back shame. Bring back bullying. I said it. I don't mean like the beating up bullying. I'm talking the mockery bullying because mockery isn't hate. You said boo-boo words to me. I feel bad. And? I had a lot worse done to me. I mentioned that on some live streams. Hung up on a flagpole, pushed over in a porta potty, had our games completely interrupted by people coming in, kicking our shit, stealing our shit, ripping pages out of our books and so forth. No, I don't necessarily wish that on people. But being mocked for being a fucking degenerate, yeah, you should have that. You absolutely should have that. Society has norms. Yeah, uh, Char Charlotte brings this up, uh, the editor thing, mm -hmm. uh, the people who want to be the Pablo Picasso of writing. There was this one guy, 
I think he was Scottish or Irish or something. He wrote an entire book in a single run-on sentence. It's just as bad as you think. <laughs> God. And it shouldn't exist, but it does. And the thing is, is, is nowadays they say, but it's art. I'm putting myself in the book. Yourself yeah, yeah, is not art. supposed to it's be art. in the fucking book. You're not writing a narrative. You're writing a technical manual. Get yourself out of the book. I shouldn't know your gender, your age, your political leanings, your religion or not religion. I shouldn't know any of that. I should know the rules of a fucking game. And, I, and, I, and ideally, the setting of the world and the, 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 the uh, people and cultures in it. That's what I care about. That's it. We don't have to pay to make those accommodations. This is something we can imagine in our brains, and it's there. So it's something that's really important to me to put into my design. Listen, 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 listen. I've said this on a few people's YouTube channels recently when, when posting. I don't know if I said it on Aaron the Pedantics or not, um, but, but I said it, uh, I think DM, uh, the man behind the screen, um, DM Dave. Uh, I think uh, DM Bloodworth also. Anybody. I'm going to use two quick scenarios. Number one, Battletech. I play Battle, or used to play Battletech a lot. People always wanted to make their mechs. No, you don't get to make a mech. Why? Because anybody can make a mech better than what's given in the, 20, uh, the 3025 technical readout. Anybody can. It's not hard to do so. So no, if you want to show me that you're actually a decent player of the game, you're going to play with a mech that's in that book, and that's what you're going to play with, or four mechs or 12, whatever. Well, yeah, because I mean, he, well, th think about it. Soldiers don't get to replace the cannon on their tank. Oh, Jesus. That, this that's is a, your tank. You drive your damn tank. Yep, that's that, it. That's a that's a debate going all the way back, and people will count it. Well, I'm a mercenary, and this and that, whatever. And they have real, they have construction rules. Yes, for homebrews, asshole. It's just it became really popular, so that hey, they wanted to make money. Jordan Weissman and team wanted to make money. Randall Bills. Uh, so they're like, you know, let's make it part of the game now. That's why the clan mechs came out. Okay, this is a different thing. Um, the other part of it is uh, just like in fantasy role playing, imagination is damn near infinite. Anybody can imagine something. So when somebody says, well, if it's possible, I should be allowed to do it. Anything is possible in somebody's imagination. What makes more sense is what's probable and what's plausible. Probable being a little more rigid than plausible, but still, there has to be a box that you play within. Okay? So this whole thing, like, there's magic in these games, and we have imaginations, and so on and so forth. This is what leads to garbage-ass, superheroic, 5th edition D&D where you can't fucking die. It's not even a fun game anymore. It's fun for me because you're telling a goddamn story. Oh, oh God, there you go again. It's because you're, you're there more about the social environment. It's like people who go to church not to fucking pray or whatever the hell else, you know, eat, eat, the, eat the bread, drink the wine, grape juice, whatever they're serving nowadays. They just go for the social construct. That's no, no play the fucking game. This is the part where the, where I do side with the OSR or the non-story gamers. Uh, I'm missing some of the chat. Was I supposed to respond to any of that? Because I have it over on that oh, screen. No, now. I'm just putting it on screen so people can see it. Oh. Just uh, other people's opinions. There's not actual questions. Just uh, you know, they're they're riffing off of you. So I'm throwing okay. it up there so other people can see it. Just in case they're only watching on okay. Twitch or YouTube and not both. Gotcha. If any, if there's anything I need to comment on, just let me know. Oh. In fact, there's quite a bit of buzz about the accessibility. God damn it! In tabletop role playing games last year. That was thanks in part to Sarah Thompson, who goes by the handle Mustangs Art on Twitter. Designer and consultant created the Combat Wheelchair. Again, we talked about it, and, and I want to be very clear. 
I'm the one ranting right now. I'm ranting again about the article and this nonsense here. Heathen Dog and Garthon were both on the two different episodes regarding the uh, the combat wheelchair, and they both took a stronger stance against it than me. I basically said, it's an optional thing. I choose not to exercise the option. Let's move on. Of course, maybe hindsight being 2020, maybe Heathen Dog was more about crap like this that we're going to get into in a moment. It was like, well, this is where I knew it was going to lead. I'm not going to speak for him or Garthon. But the point is, is that this, this is crap. And, and we're going to get to... Ugh, fucking people, man. <sighs> ah. You know, what happened to the social construct where you had to, you know, where the, where the maybe the, the rich kids and the jocks and the druggies and the nerds and so on and so forth, they all had your little clicks. This is what happens when nerddom becomes popular. Now, everybody and wants to be in it. This was one of the things I threw up when that became pertinent. Oh, is it? Society has norms. You want to live on the margin. You have to accept, accept society will not cater to every whim. Yeah, but now they have to because everything yeah. is considered bullying and and it hurt me. I don't fucking care about your feelings. I literally do not care about your feelings. There's a thing called decorum. We all have it. When you're at work, you don't talk stupidly to your boss. When you write a novel, you write professionally. You, you know, maybe the characters themselves talk a little differently, but you, there's still English rules you follow. Uh, when when you're at church or you're at a function, I keep saying church. I don't even go to church, but maybe it's the game you're talking about. I don't know. But uh, we, there, there's a way of being. There's a way civilized people act in social discourse. I don't talk like this when I'm sitting at the doctor's office, unless my doctor tells me something really stupid. There's decorum that we all have to follow. Outside okay, of that, Missa, that? that's the reason why we're reading these silly articles. It is because the the articles here are are uh, trying to promote ideas that go counter to pretty much everything that most people have believed in going back forever, and it doesn't sit well with uh, with Max and for a lot of for some of it even me. So yeah, that's why we're bringing up these silly articles we can talk about the battletech stuff later because I, I i back in the old days of battletech i still have all i i, I know all about that um but i want to stay on top of this but i mean those are some good comments for me made on the battletech side as well uh, see the designer excel combat wheelchair blah blah blah. just incorporate an official can of matt mercer's critical role i don't give a fuck what matt mercer's does that's called a homebrew and you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want in your own homebrew. You can have everybody in combat wheelchairs. I couldn't give a fuck less. Because that's your homebrew. You do you. Okay? You want to have Smurfs as playable characters? I don't care. You do you. Don't care. But just because Matt Mercer does it, fuck him. I work a steady job just like he does. He does voice acting. I work for the government. See how long that lasts with our new president. <laughs> Um, Wizards has published several anthologies for 5th edition, including Ghosts of... Okay, da-da-da-da-da. Tended to be your um, old key. Okay, so Candlekeep Mysteries promises to be all new content. Most important to Perkins, however, is the opportunity to kick off the year with creative, inspiring adventures for fans for D&D to riff on through 2021. That's What's fine. One? Yeah, yeah, there's but nothing wrong with that. That in itself is a fine paragraph. I, I like that. Yep. Um... So you don't need to read that. Okay, I mean, this isn't the article that uh, that had the actual language in it that I wanted to look at. So let's. Ah, uh, oh crap! I did it by actual. Again, we're, 
We're going to talk about the dungeon in a moment. Yeah. Oh, no, was... no. In, in, Indigo that? Dragon, this, this, this was the real problem I had with the idea of the, uh, of the uh, uh, combat wheelchair. Is that no one in a, in a world where clerics can literally heal almost any ailment. No, actually, a high enough level cleric can heal literally any ailment ever. Why would you why would you uh go into a a proverbial foxhole with with someone who is so physically incapable you, you have to push them around? It's stupid. It's putting your life in unnecessary danger. No one would do it. Yeah. Um so <laughs> on on top of that, now there are people that are gonna counter you, and there there were comments where people countered that. It's like, well, if you were born this way, you don't know any different and you don't want to change who you are. Uh yeah, yes, you do. Yes, yes, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. Well, no, if, if you were born this way, you wouldn't be adventuring in a dungeon. Because be everyone Batman. everywhere would have told you no. Uh, so yeah. You'd be a scribe or an alchemist or something like that. You would also be useful in the world, but you wouldn't be you wouldn't be fighting goblins in a dungeon because you'd get everyone killed, including yourself. All right, heathen dog. But for all that, there are still plenty of folks who are all too eager to decry this kind of representation, stating that a magic wheelchair is too unrealistic for a fantasy game full of magic and dragons. I love that dichotomy. Like, because there's magic and fireballs and dragons, that must automatically mean that there'd be something as stupid as a, as a wheelchair. No, there's tensors floating discs. Sit on that, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, what and, we did. And, and of course, since there's all this magic, you wouldn't, you'd, you'd be able to be healed and walk anyway. So what's the reason for the wheelchair? Because, because you want to be represented in the game as you are in real life. And I don't respect you at all for that. So there you go. Pointing out how, if they were DMing for it, they go out of the way to break it. And soon as I would no, I just wouldn't allow it. No, I wouldn't allow it. I wouldn't break it at all. I wouldn't allow it. I, I, yeah. I want to play someone who can't walk then um, play a different game play, yeah, somebody, else's play game. somebody else's game because uh yeah it's not gonna happen <laughs> or, or they go out of the this is the same thing to me as uh the dick game masters that uh kill people's horses all the time hey you left your horse title that killed it oh. you know th that that's i wouldn't do that i just wouldn't give it to you no it doesn't exist I mean, there's an Earth Done module where they have to uh, fly in an airship, and it actually says in there, if player characters come up with the idea of a parachute, tell them no, nobody in this world has parachutes. That's what Sky Raiders are for. Yeah. Sky Raiders have, have magic that causes them to float rather than fall. Yep. That, so there's no need for anyone to have invented a parachute. So they didn't. And not, neither did you because you're, you are not that, that certain special someone, you know, that that just thought of a parachute for the first time here here's part of the thing is i put up a couple of these comments on here is, is even if even if you're like look i want to put i want to have a disability we've talked about this many times we'll talk about it again we cut off this all right cave crab cut off a sword master's arm very 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 important to the sword master obviously <laughs> it's a sword you know well it was his left arm thank god but still but he used it as a tool, a role-playing tool, to one-up his opponents. Like, I beat you and I only have one arm. It fully fit in with the shtick of a swordmaster. Used the disability to his advantage. If I'd cut off his leg, he'd probably have to retire the character. 
Well, no, I mean he 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 could learn how to how to spin on a peg leg and and still be flamboyant and win. That's possible. I, I, I would give but him if a he bunch lost of dexterity. Both his arms, He's yeah. no longer a sword master because he can't use a sword. If you lost both his legs, he's he he's the he's the black knight laying on the ground going, it's just a flesh wound. No, dude, I'll you're bite done. Your bloody leg off. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. The, the thing is, okay, I I couldn't see him being a horribly effective because I would give him some severe dex uh, penalties for having a peg leg. I he'd still have the magic in him. I would still let him be the discipline, yeah. but he would yeah. not be on par with somebody of his same circle. Caveat: He was a scrang. He did have a tail, and he could claim that for balance, or even yeah. put the ta the scrang tail weapon. On, you know, so I mean, he had options. The point being is that when you lose a limb, like a leg, you're usually done because you need nimbleness. So let's let's uh, look at this because there's something to highlight here. Uh, culminating death threats again. No, now that's stupid. You can call her a fucking moron. But don't give anybody death threats. Come on, people. No, that's dumb. I mean, everyone, everyone, as 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 long as not they're not like literally oppressing someone else, deserves to live. I mean, they they deserve to have their opinion. They deserve to have their voice. Even if you would scream out to the end of the universe against their ideas, they have a right to say their ideas. Yes. They just don't have a right to make me swallow them. And I can call anybody an idiot that I want to. Or a fucking yeah. retard. Um, G-Rock, uh, so we're specifically focusing on the fantasy side. I would even tell you, in a, uh, say, in a sci-fi game, you'd probably get prosthesis, a prosthesis of some sort. Yeah. And if you wouldn't, then you're just weird. Yeah, then, I mean, then you're like, trying they're, dude, to... <laughs> dude, there are bionic legs, like, right down the street. I could roll you over, and an hour later, you, you, you could be, like, you know, jumping 30 feet at a time. No, no, I'm good. I'm good with no legs. Well, then, dude, I don't want to know you, man. That's, That's a good question. There's also a difference between creating a level one character in a wheelchair and losing the usage of your leg in play. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was what we were talking about with the scrang, right? Yep. So yeah. in that light, it's wonderful to see a big name like Tampons of the Coast. Oh, where's my shirt? Where's my shirt? He loves his shirt. That's right. You can order one of these on Redbubble. Tampons of the Coast sensitivities and safe spaces you can order that from the legitimate site on red bubble probably ban me at some point somebody's gonna watch this be i like him we're gonna ban i don't care <laughs> oh it's wonderful to see a, a big name like wizards of the coast so openly embrace diverse heroes with their latest books when haven't they embraced diverse heroes They've had realms for black folks, Asian folks. Uh, they've uh, Dragonlance and Forgotten Realms has always had. I mean, uh, Theros Ironfeld, you know, the guy who made the Dragonlance was a black guy. Um, they've had. I, it's never not been diverse. Just doesn't make sense to have a fucking wheelchair and still call yourself an adventurer. But it's got magic. Well, that's only because fifth edition is superhero magic. It's not actually D and D anymore. Ugh. As 2021 is showing, Watsi has a long way to go to live up to their promise. By the way, Watsi's a company. It's not a they. It's an it. Watsi has a long way to live up to its promise. That that's English for you. Stop using fucking they everywhere. It's like you got lazy sacks of shit. You want to change everybody's pronouns and company pronouns too. You're stupid. Yeah. And, well, and you know what? The the IRS says that uh, companies are people. It, <laughs> it didn't say companies were genders. Fair enough. Uh, promise of promoting D&D that is more equitable and inclusive. Okay, time up. Where has D&D? Do you want me to hold up this book here again that I've held up a lot? 
This was written in 1987. It talks about, 85, 87, whatever. And it talks about a, a lot of this, how gaming has always been a place of maybe not equity because that's kind of a more modern thing, but where nobody cared about race, religion, creed, whatever. We all just wanted to fucking play games. Nobody excluded anybody. Well, the third point of a hashtag RP gate, natural or organic diversity through natural inclusion. Means you don't gatekeep people unless they're assholes at your table. I don't care about your religion, sex, politics until you keep bringing that shit up in my face. I don't like these half elves, so they're, they're problematic. Well, then you're fucking problematic. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, and uh, my 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 elf has has to be gay and has to remind you of it all the time. Go away. Yeah. Uh. uh is promoting a deity that's more equitable and inclusive in its depictions uh, of and accessibility to marginalized folks. Name one marginalized folk in a D&D game. Yeah, that's what I thought. I have gamed all over the fucking world. Lots of parts of the United States as well. And I've never, ever... Been in an area where we said, oh, you can't play because of skin color. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know people's Religion, sexual preferences. Height, Re yeah. weight. The only time uh, that we ever went off on somebody about religion was a hardcore Catholic who thought that clerics were praying to the devil. And we were like, yeah, that's just, sorry. But we didn't gatekeep. We said, you're welcome to play. Just you can't keep bringing that up. And well, unfortunately, she was uncomfortable and didn't play. That's fine. Uh, especially since so often the work of making the game more progressive so often falls to the fans. But they're not fans. These people are ruining... They've ruined comics. Comics are great! Look at the MCU! That's movies, dumbass. Comics have been ruined. They're trying to ruin anime. Funimation, Sony, and Crunchyroll. If you have subscriptions to any of those three, you're an asshole. Because all of them are trying to ruin uh, uh, anime. Luckily, right now, Japan at first was starting to capitulate, but right now, Japan's like, fuck you. Thank God. My wife's Japanese. Go Japan. But, uh, no. Stop ruining shit that we like. See, this is the problem. These assholes, we have this game we've been playing, whether it's Dungeons Dragons or whatever. We've been playing it since, you know, the 70s, or for me, the early 80s, right? And we've been playing it for two decades, and then these asshats come in and are like, hey... I want to play too. And then they complain about our fucking hobby. Well, then go make your own shit. We did with 5th edition. No, you ruined Dungeons and Dragons is what you did. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you took my stuff and then crapped all over it. That's what you did. You didn't make your own thing. You, you took my thing and made it unpalatable. Thanks. Luckily, I, I've got so many books behind me, and I have a bigger collection than even that, as you guys are aware now. I don't need your shit if you, if you want to write like an asshat. Only this time it's got Watsy's official stamp of approval, and nobody gives a fuck because Watsy isn't making Hasbro money. Uh, L Society, where you confuse... Huh? L Society, where you confuse the makes with the females. Dwarves Society, the males with females. Dwarves oh. is a society where you confuse the females, females for males. For me. yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's go. actually kind of funny. It's true. You know, the, like in in, uh, in in most uh, fantasy uh, games with uh, dwarves, uh, most of the females have beards as well. So un unless you're a dwarf, it's hard to determine right away if they're male or female. But nowadays, that 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 would be sexist. So you so you can't do that. <clears throat> Whatever. Then I'm sexist. Okay. Um, 
Aaron the Pedantic, I, I do, I do want to say something to you specifically because you posted this out when you did your reaction video to us. Yes, this is segment two, and I'm being intentionally hyperbolic. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, um, check out his channel if you haven't yet. Anybody else, if you've got a channel, by the way, anybody who's here. Oh, uh, I, was, so I was on his channel a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, actually, I saw Shadzar was there too. I was, seeking, yeah. I was trying to look. I looked through the chat to see if you and him started arguing. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I was, I was, I was there to cause trouble. It was somebody else's stream. I was trying to yeah. be a good guest. I didn't cause any trouble. I just, uh, I just spoke about. They, they were talking about OSR type games, and so I decided I want to come on and talk about my favorite uh, second edition AD and D uh, module. So Look, I did. I'm gonna tell you one thing I do not like about Aaron the Pedantic or DM Bloodworth. At this rate, they're going to pass us in subscribers. So we need you guys to mash that subscribe button. You can put it across my face right now if you want, or don't, uh, to subscribe and like us because I can't have these upstarts passing us. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to DM Bloodworth, uh, Unscripted Unchained uh, RPG Reviews, and to Aaron the Pedantic as well. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, boom. Shadzar and I argued on Discord instead is what Aaron says. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Should have seen our Discord with him. Yeah, our, our I, Discord know. was bad. I, I, there, there was one point I said, okay, dude, you're, you're coming up on the line. You're not there. I'm not going to delete any of your posts because I don't like censorship in, in any way, but you are coming up on the line where you may actually threaten the future of our Discord. So back it up. But to his credit, he backed it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, that did, did that not work? Did my shout out? Uh, I'm trying to shout out. Anybody who wants a shout out? Uh, deserve, uh, we can get him on there. That's that's fine. <clears throat> um, hey, we, I, look, Shadzar's welcome back as well. He left of his own volition. Yeah. We we didn't kick him out. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. welcome we, back. We didn't kick him out. We didn't do anything like that. He can come back. It's fine. It, it's fine. I mean, uh, oh, there we go. Uh, a, 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 a lot of what he says, we don't disagree with. It's just some of the stuff he says that is to us a little bit, you know, cuckoo bananas. But, you know, the rest of it, seems okay oh yeah uh, bruce this um can you do me a favor heathen dog on the uh, do you have a youtube chat up like directly youtube chat but i don't have it up no oh, okay um it's uh explanation point so for shout out space and then i'm just uh highlighting their name stand by okay i want to i want to make sure i get everybody here because i mean these people follow us there's no reason they can't get shout outs as well uh, I missed Aaron. I've missed uh, somebody else as well. Exclamation point. So who who do you want? I, I did Bruce already and I did Hungry Ewok. Um, go ahead and get Aaron the Pedantic and there's somebody else I missed, I thought. So anyway, I want to get back to ranting here. It's like we've, we've slowed this down. We've toned down the temp, uh, tempo here. We got to go. Um, a signal to the community that Dungeons accessibility is a welcome as part of the game. And you know what? They also put Drow in the player's handbook. That is not a welcome part of the game, so fuck off. It takes a second. Oh, there, there, there it is. It is. Okay. Yeah. There it is. All right. It's a huge step forward for the biggest company in the RPG industry, but certainly not the best. Remember, bigger doesn't always mean better because WoW was the biggest MMORPG out there and it was a shit-tastic garbage piece of shit MMORPG. Prove me wrong. You can't because everything you fucking say that was good about WoW as an MMORPG is actually what made it bad. <clears throat> Huge step forward for the biggest company. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and bearing in mind that other games out there have done much more. Hopefully this won't be Watsy's only mention of adventure accessibility. And I've got comments on that later. Watsy recently, I don't give a fuck. 
It'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Give them recent depictions of what life is like behind this. Yeah, because, you know, it's one person said they're racist or some shit like that. So, I'm not going to read the third one. It came from Dicebreaker. Don't give a crap anymore. I'm already pissed off. So, let's look at some of these comments. Stop screen sharing. Fuck all these people. <clears throat> what, do I have? what do I have for notes? I don't... All these people either... Sh uh, either... That public school education, man, I'm telling you. Um... Maybe they needed to be abused as children. I don't know. Maybe they were abused as children. Oh, uh, see, Too it's many a, hugs, not enough hugs, late night sneaky uncle, who knows. Oh my god, do you remember all that shit in the late 80s, early 90s? I'm not my child's parent. I'm my child's friend. No. Oh, that that just that just that's created monsters. Look, it's our fault. Yeah. It's my generation's fault that this bullshit happened. Because we want to be our kids' friends. No, you need to be a kid's parent. That doesn't mean you abuse. That doesn't mean you hit. I don't, you know, I... But you have to be a fucking parent. For 18 years, you need to educate your kids and proper decorum and how to act and how the world fucking works. And then after that, you know, you're, you're there as a guiding spirit pretty much after that. And the kid has to learn to make its own... Uh, <clears throat> what's yeah, again, I, I, I use, the, I, I use the, the uh, bowling analogy for kids quite a lot, you know? When l little kids bowl, they, 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 they put the bumpers in the gutter. That's what parents are. They're bumpers. You keep the kid in the lane. So they learn how to stay in the lane. And then when they get old enough, you take away the bumpers. And now it's, 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 it's on them to, you know, gutter or not. <clears throat> the, the sign of a good parent is somebody who can get along in the freaking world without, without having all this grievance crap. Aaron, I've read your post. That's kind of funny because he did something similar to us as well. Um, I like early MMOs before cues and stuff when people had to organize for the yes, that's what I like why I liked it. Look, WoW was better than EverQuest in one regard. It actually had quests. <laughs> Other than that, EverQuest was really how an MMO should be, where it's like you had to socialize. It's supposed to represent a society. If you wanted to be solo, play a druid or a necromancer. I was a necromancer, and hope for the best. And it was it was a struggle sometimes being a necromancer getting a group, but you had to socialize. You had to socialize for raids. Uh, if if you know if one guild wanted to raid something on one night and somebody else tried to you know undercut them, that could that was a whole political spiel. I like that. That's how an MMO. I'm not saying every video game. I'm saying that's how an MMO should be. Anyway, back on topic here. So <clears throat> let's see. Um, first of all, one of my notes here is it's not imag imaginative. By the way, I'm countering a bunch of comments that I saw to these uh, posts. It's not imaginative to simply cite magic as an excuse for this kind of nonsensical BS. Well, there's magic in the world, so why not a combat wheelchair? And I think you, heathen dog, actually said it best. Because there's magic in the world, you don't fucking need a combat wheelchair. Ah. Yeah, it's, it's a problem that literally doesn't exist. It's solving a problem that doesn't exist, which is the hallmark of a bad product. Uh, it's not imag imaginative to represent yourself in an RPG. Uh, somebody posted, I think it's imaginative to find a way to place yourself in the game. No, it's not. I can do that no, anywhere. That is literally the exact opposite of imagination. You are taking reality and putting it into a game that is supposed to be imaginative. You're not, you're doing the opposite of that. It is not imaginative for you to have an item that can avoid traps and pitfalls better than a rogue or a thief in my world, and have more magic than the wizard. Think about that. Yeah. If you're in an, a handy, accessible dungeon, I'm not saying that's how this is set up, but, and, and I'm going to get to a point where I actually don't have as much of a problem with this dungeon. <laughs> I have a problem with these, uh, it was with the, the article 
That, that's where I had more of a problem. How they're saying, oh, look, it's so progressive and so helpful. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the hell up. <clears throat> um, well, the, well, think about it this way. I mean, uh, if you're all starting at first level, right? And of course, at first level, this, this person with the combat wheelchair does not have use of their legs. This combat wheelchair has more magic than your than any any wizard or cleric you currently have in the party. You're, you're you're sitting on more magic than they have at their disposal at any time. Yes, because you <laughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. at least three permanent spells on this wheelchair to just get around. So what the hell? To Charlotte, I actually looked at uh, Project 1999 last night for EverQuest to show it to my wife. I don't have time to play it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, one quote-unquote accessible dungeon. Okay, so here's where I want to actually take a little bit different spin about this accessible dungeon. Having an accessible dungeon isn't a... Having one isn't a problem for me. Here are a couple just quick examples. Maybe... You come across a dungeon that just simply didn't rot away. It wasn't looted. It wasn't destroyed in a war. It just happened to be abandoned and overtaken by trees. Clear out a couple of trees. You know, clear out. There wouldn't be necessarily have to be much rubble, especially if there's magic involved and so forth. Okay, you have a dungeon that uh, that somebody could try. Apparently, there aren't going to be traps, or there aren't going to be too many traps. Sure, you could have the boulder rolling trap and so forth, which which I get. So in that regard, to say that hey. This dungeon was accidentally, or I don't like the advertisement. It's like Heathen Dog said before, advertising at the, gay, uh, at the table that you're gay. I don't care. And then just proselytizing all the time. Like, I'm gay, I'm gay. I, I have to have gay things. Like, I don't care. We're going to play a game. Same thing with this. If the dungeon happens to be handicap accessible, wheelchair accessible, whatever, it just so happens that it is. Well, hang on, hang on. Mm -hmm. the, the best example of that is, is an Earth on Care. Think about it. They, they mm -hmm. had to get so many goods, services, animals, people in there. It would literally have to be made accessible. Yes, that, you're Forced absolutely right. Because people yeah. would be coming in with carriages to bring exactly. in supplies. Carriages, wagons, wheelbarrows, everything. So yeah. these are literally handicap accessible because you have to wheel these things in and out to load it for hundreds of years of survival. So yes, a cater is a quote-unquote dungeon that would be accessible and it's explained in-game. <clears throat> hey, Lost Ogre. I'm damn near blind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want to to have a myopic character in his wow, game. Wow, there's a word. Game. He doesn't want that. Uh so no, I I'm I'm with you on that. Um let's see it's, it's, it's um Okay, also this isn't the first one floor human constructed dungeon or cave or whatever so sightings oh my god it's the first accessible dungeon ever no it's not i got modules upon modules that are sure it's not temple of elemental evil or something but i've got modules that are literally one floor dungeons that are 10 or more feet across at every point <laughs> like you know so unless you unless you're like a giant in a wheelchair or something it's going to be accessible to you so this isn't the first one it's just you're advertising, you're marketing. Look what we're doing for you. It's called virtue signaling. Stop it. Uh, oh, so my next question is, will the next dungeons be with uh, child care and childproof locks? Like, hey, I got a kid. Can, can you hold the kid? I'm handing my kid over to the goblins because goblins are people too now. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You're a single mom and you want it all. <clears throat> so, oh. yeah, you, you, have to, you have to take your child into the dungeon 
it's it's not putting the child in danger of being killed. It's 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 take your kid to work day. Yeah, I'm going to answer two things here because uh, uh, Mr. Max Bovin posted something, but I think Mar Hockman actually said something here that answers him in a way. Uh, ah, it's spam it too fast. Can't find it. There you go. The wheelchair is the actual hero and not the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, the, the, at first level, the wheelchair has more magic than, than, your, than your entire party put together, built into it. But see, yeah. that, that would be weird because uh, I, I wouldn't allow that, Ravens. There, and the reason is because how do you visualize the illusions to know that they're perfect? Because you have to keep updating them and, and so forth. I know that's a little bit of meta. Like, that's not written in the rules of the game. But, the, I mean, that's how I would see the illusionists. Like, you've got to keep them going. Other than that, like a regular just spellcaster? Nothing says you can't cast spells simply because, oops, simply because, uh, uh, you know, you can't, you got nearsightedness, farsightedness, and so forth. Um, let's see. But yeah, we got it. Oh, and like I said, the childproof locks. That, you know, childproof caps on medicine. Remember, only the kids can open them. The adults can't. Uh, let's see. D&D &D 5e is a world of stupidity. Oh, stupidly high magic. Many uh, conditions of disease and paralysis can be cured by level three. I want you to think through that. By level three. Most conditions of paralysis. Now, obviously, if your leg is severed, eh, that's a little different. That's a little higher level. But they do have regeneration spells. Now, who can afford that? In 5th edition, everybody can afford it. You save a cat from a tree and you get like 4 million gold. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, back in 2nd uh, second, second edition and 1st edition AD&D, uh, if, if, if you wanted a, a, high, a higher level spell like Regeneration or Limited Wish, something like that, it, it, would, it would take an entire career almost to, to pay the wizard or the cleric that much money to get that crap done. But now... Yeah, you, you, you can almost find the scroll in any dungeon you walk into. And this is how we used to always do it. <laughs> we actually would put people on tensors floating disc who are like unconscious. Like, ah, well, get a tensors out there because uh, I'm not carrying them. <clears throat> oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Wouldn't a dungeon or even a castle keep want to be anything other than accessible? Now, to be fair, Heathen Dog did mention the cares of the Citadels from Earthdawn. Yep. But most castles are meant to be defended, therefore the opposite of accessible. But isn't this actually a keep and not a castle? Well, a keep, keep is a keep is defined militarily. Keeps yes. and forts are military. Yes, yes, they 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 have they have winding staircases. Uh, they, they Very have, narrow uh, winding staircases. Yeah, narrow, I, I live in Germany. I've been in a ton of they, them. They they have purposefully uneven steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have they have purposefully uneven ground to uh, to try and and break the the axles of siege engines. All of this is made to be unaccessible. Or Hawkman, they don't work because the the uh, wheelchair can the, hover. The wheelchair floats right over it. That's what I'm saying. It has better ability better to act as a thief. Yep, better magic than your wizard and better uh, a thief. Uh, well, uh, we'll say trap avoidance than your thief rogue, whatever the fuck they call yeah, it nowadays. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Again, RPGs are escapism, not representation. Unless you're, and we said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again because it's on my notes. Unless you're a licensed psychotherapist, you should not use an RPG as a form of self-reflection or therapy. If you play for representation, you are playing RPGs wrong. And I don't normally say that you're playing wrong, but you are. If you are using, I'm not saying you can't use RPGs for therapy. In fact, RPGs have been known to be to work well for people with Asperger's and so forth and, and can be a form of therapy. But unless you're a licensed therapist, no, you're playing it wrong. 
You're supposed to play to use your imagination. You're supposed to play to treat as escapism. The real world sucks, especially now with COVID and weird things happening with the election and, and all this other nonsense. Brexit for you people in, in the UK and in Germany, everywhere except where I live. Thank God lockdowns because where I live, nobody cares. It's all farmland. <laughs> Uh, I was outside today and not a single person was wearing a mask the entire way between the two villages. It was great. Um, but the, the point being is that it's supposed to be escapism. I, I don't I have to live in the real world eight hours a day, five days a week. Plus, when, you know, when I'm sitting here looking up stuff like this. No. No. And Ravenslayer, I do understand what you're saying about uh, visualizing your mind. I've always played illusionists where illusionists have to actually visualize and continually reshape it as it's out there as well. Which is why, you know, they can't move while they're doing the illusions. But hey, tomato, tomato on that one. Um, let's see. Now, this is more about me. Uh, most dungeons are going to be rubble or ruins with debris and detritus everywhere. Okay? This doesn't mean that one dungeon can't be pristine like I talked about before, but most of them are not. So let's say you go on that lucky one adventurer with your wheelchair. Well, that's great. You went on one adventure, we can't take you on anymore because, you know, the cobblestone roads don't work well for you. You know how many wagon wheels people would go through even on just cobblestone roads? Oh. Well, I think in, in, uh, in 5th edition, everybody's rich. I've played it a couple times. I've seen it played. Everybody's rich, in my opinion. Wait, wait, wait. You can afford a magic wheel that puts a band-aid on the problem, but you can't afford to pay. I know, right? No, it's because they want the representation. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Enchant the pit to yank people in. I love it. Ah, uh, Or, yeah, there you go. Or someone could find a magic carpet. I'm not trying to actually show every single chat that's popping here, but you guys are having some good comments here. So, ah, uh, God. Hey. Because sometimes I deserve to have crap over my face. Please subscribe. If you enjoy them, even if you disagree with the rant, please subscribe. By the way, later on today, uh, Inappropriate Characters will be on. And uh, I suggest that you guys watch it. I think it starts it starts at 8.30, but I don't know if it's 8.30 in my time, where it means it's been going on for 45 minutes, or if it's 8.30 Eastern, Central. I don't know what it is. But, uh, hey, make sure you go over there. Don't, don't leave this stream. But make sure you go over there and say, Legion of Myths sent you. Always say, Legion of Myths sent you. That, that is so important. Get our name out there. Um... Second to last thing I've got here is all things, and again, I said this already, but uh, I just want to get through my notes. So all things are possible with imagination. What's more important is what's plausible or probable. And he, the dog, you, you may have missed what I said a moment ago, but I was talking about most dungeons are going to be rubble, ruins, filled with debris and detritus. Right? I mean, there could be, there could be a pristine one. But your adventuring career is pretty much over after that one. Because not all of them, in fact, the vast, 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 vast majority of them are going to be ruins. Um, and that, that leads into the whole what's plausible and probable. And then my... <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, just to end up, fuck your representation. Fuck your bullshit, baby talk, pronoun worrying about stupidity. First world problem, crap, you're blue haired. I, I don't have a fucking life... <laughs> I don't the fucking don't know how to get along in society. I only know how to get along in Twitter. Nonsense. Fuck you. And to be fair, fifth edition is gonna do what fifth edition is gonna do. It's a shit-tastic game anyway. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. I don't buy it. I don't play it. I, don't, I really don't care that they have this dungeon thing. What I cared about, and this is why I did the uh, thing. I was more about how these asshats 
online are talking about this shit. Dice Breaker and fucking Bell of Lost Idiots, whatever the fuck that shit's called. You know, Polygon's been some woke nonsense for years. So, uh, fuck y'all. That's really what it comes down to. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, fuck you, I'm out. Hang on, wait, wait, after that. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I had a couple other things to talk about. Um, there is one other thing. Do you want to talk about it or do you want to save our three um, three can we, ideas? We can save that for next time. Okay. We can. Because I, 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 I want to be able to think of one more. And I, I wasn't able to be, because of the cult. Fair enough, and I don't think uh, I don't think that I need to uh, go through our Discord uh, stuff as well. This took a, this actually took longer than I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be done with this real quickly, and I was kind of nervous about that. But th that's good. This went on. I think unless you've got any final comments, I think it's uh, if you troll through D and D rants on Discord, you can see the clear rules that people just don't use. Yes, um, I think. Are you ready for segment three? Yep. Should I'm we, should we in the chat right now. Should we tell people what segment three is while you're doing that? Let's go see. ahead and do that. Okay, segment three. You can join us. Come on and join us. Talk to us. Tell me how wrong. No, tell me how loving and right and amazing I am. But you'd be a follower or subscriber. That doesn't mean paying. Oh, you can be oh wait. No, no, no. Crafty. Cr Crafty's right. Hang on. What? Crafty's right. What, 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 what? Let me take this off. What, what? Uh, I, I forgot at the end of my segment, I was going to tell when, when the game was. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Crafty. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. It's going to be the 30th of January. That's a Saturday, but it's going to be in the evening. So I hope that you can join. I, I tried to make it on a Wednesday, on a, a Wednesday evening even, but there was too many people who couldn't make it, who are also paid subscribers. And this, this got me the most people as a yes vote on a, on a Saturday evening. I'm hoping that you can make it. I really, have a time? really am because I really want you to be there. What time in the evening? Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that one up to you. Six. Uh, it, okay. Wait, wait. Uh, we we got to do central. So uh, five, 5 PM central or 6 PM central. Five or 6 PM central. Which, which one do you want? This is up to you. Money talks, bullshit walks. Crafty's got the money. He talks. And I, I, I need to know because I have to put it in a video. So <laughs> exactly. So we, we, we need an answer now that, that, uh, if, if you live in Eastern time, that would be, you get off work at 5 PM PST. I get off work at 5 PM PST. So that's 7 PM central that's 7 PM Eastern. That's no, 8, 8 PM Eastern. 8 PM Eastern. Shit. No one. Yeah, he, he's in California. That's not possible. That's not possible, man. I'm sorry. Fuck. Too late for you. Well, it's too late for everybody. I Fair mean, th this this is at minimum, at minimum, a three-hour game. Okay. At minimum. That's too late for everybody. I, see, I will see where, I hope so. Okay, well then, you know what? If if you can get a half day off, yeah, you, you got two weeks. If you can get a half day off, then it'll be it'll be at uh, 5, 5 p.m. Central. So that'd be 3 p.m. his time. On the 30th, Saturday the 30th. And for every everyone who wants to know what the hell I'm talking about, I'm talking about I'm going to run online be, because of our 
of a subscriber goal we got on on YouTube. I'm going to run a, a Call of Cthulhu campaign, which was round one of the Cthulhu Masters tournament in 2011, which I'm holding right here in my hand. Only the people who who made it to the final round got a copy of this. As you can see, it's it's marked six of eight and signed by the signed by the creator. So uh, we're going to run this game and it is a convention game, which means you do not have to know how to play Call of Cthulhu. Convention games are made to ease you into it. Conven convention games are made to tell you when to roll dice, when not to, what they're for. You don't have to know. You do not have to make your own character. Convention games give you characters to choose from or you get them randomly. That's how it works. Even if you're like, ah, Call of Cthulhu isn't my thing. It's a one-time game, three to four hours maximum. Six people are going to be playing. I've played this game before. I've read it over eight times already. This is, this is going to be a fun time. Uh, anyone who wants to join, there is, if you're, if you're on Twitch, there is a Discord. If you're not on Twitch, Max is Max is going to put the link to our Discord in the YouTube chat and DLive for everybody. Uh, go, go to our Discord. There is a Call of Cthulhu RPG uh, channel. Say, hey, th this, this is my Twitch username. I would like to be on here. And I am a, I am a follower, subscriber, sub subscribe star backer, YouTube member, um, Twitch subscriber, whatever. The, the the Twitch subscribers, the YouTube members, and Subscribestar backers are going to fill up the slots first, and then the YouTube subscribers and Twitch followers will be next in order that they put their name up for consideration. And then we will play. Those of you who didn't make the cut, I, I, I implore you to please watch. If you like it, then I, I may do this as a monthly thing. Of course, I won't run the same adventure, but it'll be something else. You know, if we like Call of Cthulhu, great. I'm I'm really good at running Call of Cthulhu with a Delta Green type adventures. Uh, Call of Cthulhu is great for one shots. If you want something else, you want uh, Old World of Darkness, Mage, Vampire, uh, Demon. I've run all of those games. I don't like Werewolf. I never did. I just never got into it. I don't, and neither, Werewolf, neither and Rage, I. I never got into it. I just never did. But uh, yeah, uh, Charles says convention. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'll bring I'll bring back it. There you go. Uh, swing extremely back and forth between Baby's First Adventure and Meat Grinder. Yeah, uh, Call, of, Call of Cthulhu is a meat grinder, but this game is survivable. Personally, I did it, but this adventure is survivable. It is survivable, but it's it's not about it's not about how well you, it's it's not about how well your roles are or if you survive or not. Because at the end of this uh, at the end of this adventure. Everyone playing will get a vote. You have to vote for someone else. You vote for someone who was the most fun to play with, who played their who played their character the best, who role played the best. You all get one vote. I get two. The person who gets the most votes, I will personally buy them a Steam game of fifteen dollars or less of their choice. This is for the 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 uh, the subscriber milestone we made. So that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to do that all the time. If we do, if you decide to, I'm not going to be paying everyone 15 bucks a month. You can, you can suck it. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but uh, you know, if, if, uh, if, if people like watching, if people like playing it, then 
uh, once a month. I'll, I'll run uh, either a one-shot four-hour convention type game or an ongoing campaign where we can make our own characters and and uh, and once a month go on and and you know play play for four hours. If you want, if the most of the people want it streamed, we'll stream it. If most of the people don't want it streamed, we don't have to stream it. It's fine. But money talks, so they the they they will fill the slots first. That's how it works. <laughs> wow! Thank you, Crafty, for reminding me. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I was just reading Charlotte's new comment on there. So I sent the link out. Uh, I mean, if nobody wants to join, that's fine with me. I mean, I can go start watching the Cleveland Browns play the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you know, tomorrow's not a not a work day for me, so you know, federal holiday. But uh, if you want to come in, oh, I mean, I'm going to put, let me put this back up. Maybe people are waiting for this. That's what I'm going to go with. If you follow a subscriber, that doesn't mean paying. It just means you clicked a button saying that I like these guys. Yep. Um, just stay on topic. Really, the topics or anything we talked about today. So you can talk about the dungeon, the uh, the way people write about it, combat wheelchair. Yeah. You can and talk about the, the thir 13 yeah. cults of the Genesis. Oh, okay. There's Mar Hawkman, but hold on just one moment, Mar Hawkman. Uh, please be pithy. Hey, look, we love you all and so forth, but yeah. you know what? Uh, you, we're going to give you time to say what you need to say. But, uh, you know, sometimes there are people target. after you. And stay lastly, yep, stay on target, exactly. Uh, watch the language. I say crap that might get us kicked off. Eh. That's on him. That's on me. I own the channel. <laughs> I have to deal with the loss of my whole $40 a month income. <laughs> you know, or oh, 20 because I have to get half it heat and that. Well, by 15 because I take out some for taxes because I have to pay the damn taxes and everything. But yep. uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, if you get me kicked off, I'm going to cry. So, all right. Okay, took that off. All right, here's Mar Hawkman. All right, Mar Hawkman, what do you got? Oh, I was just going to make a comment about how, you know, this most of the stuff with this wheelchair stuff, it just falls into the category of what we would do for homebrew under normal circumstances. And there, it was actually inspired by a homebrew thing too. And they've decided to make a public PR campaign out of the fact that they're supporting what started out as homebrew content. It just feels, mm, it feels no, like it, a political it, it commentary. Feels, well, no, that, yeah, that's it, that's it, exactly what it is. So that, that's why I wanted yeah. to point out. Sorry, sorry for interrupting, Heathen Dog. But that that's why I wanted to point out. I didn't care about the combat wheelchair, and I really don't even care about the the accessible dungeon. It's how people are talking about it. I was chatting with somebody on Discord earlier today about something completely not related to this, um, but we were talking about more real world stuff. And one of the things that, that came up is I was like, I'm standing up against these people because when you don't stand up against them then this is the type of stuff that infests everything. Heathen Dog has diff different political leanings than me. He accepted this further than I did, but he now sees... I I'm not, not trying to be conspiratorial. It's like, he now sees the frogs are turning gay. No. <laughs> the, 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 thing, the thing is, is if you, if you don't stand up to it, let people see that they're irrational, but Max, you're irrational in the way you talk. Well, I'm just talking back to them the way they want to talk to me. So... I'm fighting fire with fire, and I do actually believe in fighting fire with fire. We could, that's a whole different uh, discussion. But I'm standing up because I didn't feel enough people were standing up before. I used to stand up in my own circles. Heathen Dog's known me for 25-some-odd years. Uh, he knows that if I don't like something, I have no problem telling somebody directly to your face, you're an idiot. That's fucking stupid. 
Uh, but for whatever reason, the Twitterverse, everybody thinks that's the fucking, that's how people act. Somebody put it in chat earlier. The vast majority of people don't want this crap or they just ignoring it. But here's my thing to you, as we've said on other streams, stop ignoring it and fight back or they're going to keep injecting this bullshit everywhere. Well, you mentioned Twitter, and one of the things that has uh, become much more public lately is the fact that Twitter doesn't even pretend to be uh, unbiased anymore. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, fuck do you mean, Ravenslayer? <laughs> I do pay taxes. I pay income tax. I pay every tax. I'm not a contractor. Yeah. I'm, go I'm a government civilian. I, I pay all the taxes. All right, all right, calm down. This is more important. Yes. <laughs> this one right here is more important. And 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 Charlotte, Charlotte is get is, is, is getting to the point that I think Mar Hawkman was trying to make is that uh this is a homebrew thing and should have stayed that way, but it's being marketed as the future for some reason. This is how it's supposed to go. This is supposed to be mainstream. Everyone should be doing this. It's being hyped as the new future. Mm, yep. That's or the new now. It's called postmodernism. It's where you get critical race theory from. It's where you get uh, this nonsense of pronouns. Uh, uh, what, what's the other? There's critical race theory. There's one other one. We were talking about it earlier, and I forget what it's anyway. It's all a bunch of fucking nonsense. It's a good, by the way, good topics for discussion. Thought, you know, good, good uh, thought process. God, I cannot fucking talk. Thought experiments. That's what I wanted to say. Absolutely. You don't throw out brainstorming ideas, but ultimately you get to reject stupidity and critical race theory. Uh, uh, was it unconscious bias nonsense? Fuck you. Yeah. But the, the idea of brainstorming is to throw everything out and see what sticks, not, not throw everything out and keep it all right. Yeah. Anything? Uh, sorry, Mark. We go. Well, well, what I was getting at though, is that, you know, uh, if you're a DM and you want to do this sort of thing, you don't need an official module. But it's it's like what you were saying earlier about tensors. Discs, like you know, you have yeah, you have say a wizard who has lost the use of their legs for who cares why? Uh, that's not important to this story. Uh, but uh, you have a wizard who has lost the use of their legs and is has a tensors disc that they sit on all all the time because they can't walk and they needed to uh, get around. I mean that. Oh, that works as a as a character concept. You don't need the whole stupid combat wheelchair thing. You can build dungeons <laughs> that are wheelchair well, accessible. If how you... about this? How about this? Here's my compromise. I want this one. I want this one. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Now, Mar, uh, Mar Hawkman's example is a good game mm -hmm. because no one is trying to represent themselves from real life in the game. What you're talking about is something that happened in game. The, the the wizard or the person who's the friend of the wizard lost the use of their legs either temporarily or permanently through something that happened in the game. And and they're 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 going, they're doing something to get around that adversity until they can fix it or figure out something more permanent. That's great. That is in that is inventive thinking. That's outside the box. I love it. That's a great deal. But Starting off and trying to be an adventurer with no legs or no arms 
or or non-working legs and non-working i'm saying i have just as much right to be an adventure as anybody else because i have this 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 super magic chariot of the gods well you do it's have stupid. a right you have a right it's stupid yeah, but you, you do have a right, have a right. but but you know you also have to understand in the back of your mind that little voice that little that little jiminy cricket is telling you that this is stupid listen to him Listen. They don't. They don't hear that though. They hear the oh. little voice saying, "That's not far enough. More inclusion. More inclusion. Oh. Everybody's an istophobe. More inclusion. Problematic. Toxic." Ah. Um, That's was... actually one, one, one of the things I, I was getting about with the Twitter comment, though, is that a lot of these people, when they're discussing things on Twitter, will actually, you know, invoke the uh, Twitter um, moderators to uh, silence people who tell them they're wrong. Yeah. 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 I mean, j j just because someone disagrees with you and, and says, evil. literally says not <laughs> that you're stupid, but will, will write down as a response. I believe that what you think is wrong. Not, not you're wrong, not you're stupid. Your opinion is wrong or your opinion seems idiotic. That person will 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 try and get the other person banned. And I used to do that. I used to be the type to say, you know what, I, I don't like that idea, and here's why. And all it does is get shot uh, shot down with the screaming and shouting. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to scream and shout back. Yeah, I see, actually, uh, for uh, a period of several months, had my account on Twitter get locked because of the fact that someone. Uh, reported me to the moderators for using a naughty word, which was retarded. I s described something as a retarded idea, and they uh, objected to that to the Twitter moderators, so my account got locked for several months. Well, your Twitter account getting locked for saying retarded was retarded. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> so so what, I what I wanted to say is I want to compromise on this one, on the combat wheelchair. If the combat wheelchair is in, say, like a book of artifacts or a book of magic items, you know, I mean, that's all they do now. If you look at all these magic items that come out of D&D a, a, a fifth edition to do everything for you, point you in the right direction. I mean, it's just crazy. You could have yeah, magic. They, they don't build everything. worlds anymore. They just build stuff to put in worlds. Right. Yeah. I, it wouldn't be to me. I'd just be like, oh. But that doesn't exist in my game. Just like, you know, anything true seeing doesn't exist in my game. Uh, there, there are things that I can look at and say no to. I wouldn't have any problem with this. My problem specifically comes from this virtue signaling nonsense of saying, look at us, look at us. We're so inclusive. We're so accessible. So accessible. And, and basically calling anyone <laughs> who disagrees with them yeah. a uh, istophobe. Exactly. Right. I would, yeah. I'm going to wear oh, right, you're I'm getting wrong. a shirt with that. And and uh we're we are we're going to continue to break our own arms patting ourselves on the backs to to make ourselves feel better. Why do you exclude true seeing gems? Uh Max Liao does not like the true seeing power because it has a tendency to break a lot of games. I remove all aspects of true seeing. There's no spell there's no, I, I, one, it gives illusionists a little bit more power. I also don't like, I, I had an adventure completely ruined. Actually, I didn't run the adventure, but uh, completely ruined over true scene. It's called Child's Play. Oh, it's a polymorph dragon. Oh, there you go. I just solved the adventure. Okay, what are we doing now?
<laughs> There's more to it than that, but anyway. Well, uh, I, I've actually seen uh, so some games where uh, detection abilities, that are, any sort of superhuman sight will get just completely... It'll get used abused. in ways that, that from an in-universe perspective don't make sense. And realistically, it's like it's kind of sort of like metagaming uh, in, in the way you use the abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, you d- using detect... Like, there's a version of detect magic that's basically like, okay, anything in that you can, you know, see with your actual eyes... Uh, you can just like look around. It's like okay, if if it's magical, it like glows in your vision, and, and that's how it goes. But you know, I mean, Earthstone has a method that almost everybody can do with true seeing. It's a form of true seeing, but it takes a pretty high roll, and you already have to and be it's disciplined. Very vague. Yes, it's very and depending vague. on how well you roll. I mean, your successes yeah. and so on and so well, forth. Well, so, no, no. I mean, uh, a, a, a warrior can can determine if 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 an if an item is is threaded, which is that version of magical, or no, not. But I'm I'm talking directly through like an illusionist illusions. Okay, well, but, yeah, but you I'm, have you to know, interact with it, or you yeah, have to yeah, have a have to reason to. It, but, but what the, the reason I'm getting what I'm getting at is is uh, the warrior could do that. He could tell it's magical. Now, what kind? Never. How much? Never. You know all that stuff. You know you'd have you'd have to be a spellcaster or or a, or a or a fairy or or a, or a dragon to actually see the minute details and abjuration, conjuration, uh, you know, you know, specific type of magic or spell stuff like that. You know, there, but yeah, I mean, some some games do it better, I think, than other games. Hmm. But yeah, I, I understand. I understand what you're getting at. Yeah, the, yeah. The thing I was thinking about those, I, I, the specific version is has a fundamental limitation. However, players who want to overuse it make that limitation of a bit less relevant by literally casting it every single time they. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just cast on everything, spam it everywhere, and and break a game. Yeah, that's a that's a that's that's one of the reasons why Max Liao takes away the the true seeing spell because it's one of the ones that is so easy to just break a game it's also part of the reason why i don't like the way D does the spell system where spells are either free or they use a spell slot i, I actually prefer mp based systems because the fact that it gives you a cost for little right. tiny spells it's like so, so like if you like spam a spell 20 times you have to pay the mp cost 20 times <laughs> well in uh, in in second edition, you will, you only have you can only cast that certain detection spell so many times a day, depending on how many times you memorized it. In fifth edition, you know it's it's different. You have a lot you you can cast it a lot more, you know, be, because you you can borrow from other spell levels and stuff like that. But uh, what what uh, what Max that was probably looking up right now is the is the uh, is the lookup for true seeing. Can you see it Am I on the right page? I don't know. Is it on the page? Yes, it's on that page right there. Okay. True seeing right in the center top. Okay. I see, I see what looks like an elf sorceress uh, drawn in yeah. blue. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't read anything, but yeah, yeah, got it. And I wasn't doing yeah, it with a dick. I'm just saying, no, it, it is there. Yeah, it is there. Is there anything else? Mar Hawkman? No, that, that was about it. It's just, I just want to like, talk about the whole like, 
concept of like why homebrew makes this whole accessibility thing pointless. Hold, I mean, this is for Ra this is for Raven's Lair because he said that was the second edition version. Well, back in the two E days, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, the, 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 you, you're right, Mar Hawkman. The the whole homebrew idea that anyone can do makes makes uh, this uh, uh, this whole argument invalid and pointless because in your own game you can do whatever the hell you want. So why why does why does this homebrew have to be somehow uh, uh, launched into the mainstream? There's no reason for that except to make you feel better, I guess. I don't know. I, I think what it is is Watsi is hoping that they could use this as an... Um, they're, try they're trying to get a new generation of player, but they don't to, to, need to because to, they already have celebrities, social media, and so on and so forth. They don't need to. If they were to actually... Well, they can't change it now. But if they were to have made 5th edition but make it with 1st and 2nd edition rule sensibilities, it would be just as successful as it is now. Because they would just make byproducts, uh, uh, Unearthed Arcana, uh, Manual of the Plains, you know, books, uh, Book of Artifacts, and so on and so forth to do the same thing. It would be successful. They don't need to do this nonsense. The thing is, is they are true believers. I said this on somebody's uh, YouTube channel a few months ago. I think it was DM Dave's. Um, they are true believers of this nonsense. Watsi, Paizo, um, who else? I can't, I can't think of any more, but yeah, the, the, them at, on an institutional level uh, are, are actively promoting um, inclusion for everyone except those who don't want inclusion for everyone. But even if you look at our tenants of Which RP is, gate, I mean, it doesn't make we, sense, but whatever. We want inclusion for everyone. We just think that stupid ideas are stupid ideas. And yeah. it's okay for you to say something's a stupid idea. And if you feel that somebody's an istophobe over that, well, again, I go back to fuck you. Like, I don't care what you think. And the thing is, is why do I act like that? Because you don't care what I think and you're trying to cancel people like me and so on and so forth. So you're trying to say fuck you to me. I'm saying fuck you to you. There's, there, right. is, there is no rationality to the debate, but let's be fair about that. People have argued with me on Discord, like, why do you have to be this way? You don't solve anything because they don't want it solved. I yeah, don't. It, mm -hmm, go it, it, it's a manufactured problem. It's not yeah. a real problem. No, yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, you, you said, a, you said uh, 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 manufactured. I say illusory because they find these fake grievances that aren't even no. fucking real because it's a fantasy game. No, it's it's the, this this is the thing. You can't be the hero unless you have a villain. If there's no villain, you manufacture one, and that's kind exactly what's happening. Kind of like Don Quixote charging windmills. Uh, yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, it, you, you you if you you can you literally cannot be the good guy if you don't have a bad guy. And in their real lives, they're 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 what most people would look at and 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 look at them and go, they are insignificant. But if, if there is something I can rail against and be successful, my life can mean something. And in the whole, and the 2020, you know, starting with like, basically it started earlier in this, but it really hit hard in 2017, 2018. 
with this weird sensibility bullshit in comic books and so on and so forth, where everything, if you say this, you're, it's, a, it's a dog whistle. Remember that word that everybody used to say uh, in 2016, 2017? It's a dog whistle. Oh, that's coded language. Yeah, like somehow the OK symbol is, is uh, racist. I remind you, I work in probably the most diverse organization on the planet. If somebody were to think that is racist, first of all, I'd tell them to go fuck himself. But secondly, I, how can I not have respect for the people that work around me? I, I've seen that coded language thing uh, used many times, and it's actually something that I've concluded that most of the people who say that are lying, and, and that they, they're literally Projection. just. They're, they're literally just making stuff up to have an yeah. excuse to call creating the villain. Yeah, well, it's also a lot of projection. Look, look, look uh, again, I'm oversimplifying because that's what we do in segment two slash three. Um, but if you look at a lot of these people and look at their background, the ones who scream the loudest, whether it's the Republican guy, and I'm purposely saying this, the Republican guy is like, I hate all the gays who's then caught in the freaking airport bathroom stall t- you know, uh, or it's the, the social justice warrior that's writing a book a certain way. It's like, I'm a feminist. I'm a male feminist. Come to find out that he was one of the most abusive people on the planet. It's projection. They're trying to take the limelight off themselves. They don't want anybody scrutinizing them. They want it pushed on you because obviously you're a bad person. Why do I think that you're a bad person? Because I'm a bad person. There's no way well, that. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're a worse person, that makes me better by comparison. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, oh. sure, okay, yeah. When 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 I was in college in the, in the frat, we ran a train on this drunk girl. But hey, look at you. You're worse than that, which makes me better by comparison. No, dude, you're you're trash. You're just trash. It it, it doesn't matter how trashy someone else is. You're just trash. It's about destroying escapism, which is the first tenet of hashtag RPGate. Use that everywhere. Also escapism not representation entertainment over activism and organic diversity through natural inclusion all right Mark hawkman i'm gonna bounce you here unless you have any final comments mm, nah that's i think we made the point adequately <laughs> uh, uh, talk to you guys later <laughs> all right you have a go man thank you for being here later all right let me i'm gonna put one last time i'm gonna put the link in chat if you guys want to join if somebody wants to join you're welcome to I'll give you about a minute or so because sometimes I know it takes people a little bit to get the link and and whatnot. And uh, I think we might close it up. Um, Before we do go, I do want to thank everybody who is here. By the way, I'm not trying to close it up right now. You're still welcome to join. Yeah, you're Um, still welcome to join in. He just wants to get get, get some stuff going for people that are still here. I want to thank G-Rock Pro, uh, Mr. Max uh, Boyvin. Hope I'm saying that right. My eyes can't see that far. Indigo Dragon. Charlotte Williams. I can't name off everybody. I, I wish I could. Uh, Lost Over, G Crafty, Crafty, who Hunger gave Ewok. us another chunk of money. Thank you very much, Justin Malone. I don't remember seeing your your name here before, Justin. If you're the if you're the first time here, thank you very much. And if you're not, then I'm I'm an ass, and I didn't notice you before. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I posted Missa, his comment again. on the screen. Yeah, uh, Missa. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, but uh, you remember, this is segment three. You are welcome to come in and talk to us if Any, you want to. You don't need a mic. You don't need a, I'm sorry, you camera. need a mic, but you, you don't need a camera, just a mic. I can't and, see your uh, smoke signals from there. 
<laughs> yeah, if you if you want to talk about the what I talked about in segment one, the thirteen cults, you you want a little more information, I'll we'll we'll, we'll gladly show we will show the PDF. We'll 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 go through it together. Um, if you if you want to talk about something else, we talk about section two. That's great too. You know, here to answer your questions, comments, concerns, whatever. I I actually you know that the it did take what a little over two hours. It took about two hours for the. Uh... For the, yeah, uh, longer than I wanted, but, but it, it was about as long as you expected. Yeah, but yeah, we talked about that yesterday, didn't we? Yeah. But, but all told, I thought it was good information. I thought it was great for an overview. You didn't go too deeply into it. I know you wanted to go deeper into it because you felt it, it was deserving of that, but uh, I thought it was a damn good overview. And I know some of the people were really waiting for the combat wheelchair stuff or the, or the OSHA dungeon. <laughs> But, uh, and, and that's how I look at it, man. I really do look at it as like, oh, we've got the dungeons better meet health and safety administration rules. Yeah. Like, why? Where's your guardrails? Hey, I live in Germany. I've been in tons of castles. Guess what they don't have a lot of times? Even now, they'll be like, be careful in the stairwell. Uh, oh, it's a French name. Yeah. Sorry. Boivin? Uh, yeah. Boivin? Yeah, I can't remember. I, you know, it's funny. I can actually watch French news and know what's going on. Boy, Vien? Could it be that? Um, madness equals problematic. That's right. Madness yeah. equals problem. Uh, do, do we want to talk about that? Did you hear about that? Crafty, yeah. crafty. that's what he commented a moment ago about, yeah, you went off on somebody. <laughs> this dude, like, I posted a comment uh, uh, right before we went on stream on somebody's uh, video. And uh, I was like, hey, man, I, you know, I, I like your overview, but you're completely out of your fucking mind when it comes to because uh, he was he was doing that that rat role playing game book. You that's right. You don't you didn't see this on, on Discord. We were talking about uh, um, seemed like an interesting game. And I and all told, I like the book. But the dude was like, he was madness. There's such better words you can use than madness. What insanity? No, God, no. He wanted like fatigue. And he's like, as somebody who has a mental illness, I, I, I don't feel comfortable, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just, well, dude, as somebody I, who has I, a mental illness, I don't think any doctor has ever, has ever diagnosed you with fatigue, asshat. Well, also, let's think about it. Madness exists in the world, correct? So it isn't something we should shy away from. And you're playing with unnatural forces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, I, I wouldn't want you around any, any Call of Cthulhu game. No, that's actually what he did. He said, this isn't a Cthulhu game. He, he says that in his videos. Like, this isn't a Cthulhu game. This, this, it isn't appropriate for it to be here. Let me see, let me see if, uh, if he responded. Because if he did, we'll just show it. We'll just show it right here. I have no clue if he's responded. Seven replies. Oh, crap. Oh, somebody commented on the actual combat wheelchair one. Somebody commented on Dragonlance. Uh, a couple people made their own videos. Somebody liked my comment. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Charlotte says, it's a French name. Sorry. That's what I said. I don't think he meant it that way, but it sounded like, sorry, you're French. I, I have no comment. Yeah, yeah heathen dog. Well, never mind. No um, comment, neither do you. <laughs> I, I, okay. No, no, no. Oh, he, no, no, he responded. As I said in the description here, let me put this on the screen. Okay. <laughs> I will actually want to go to his video first instead of reading it from there. You know, you know how I am. If we fuck with somebody, we should identify them and then give them a subscribe because you know what? There's the bad yep. side where I fucked with them. There's the good side. Of, hey, give them a subscription. I mean, honestly, sure. I, I generally, I liked how he presented his review. I, I, I absolutely did. 
Um, so let's get this on the screen. All right. So reviews on a dime. And he was talking about uh, Mouse Reader. That's that's the game. It's it's an anthropomorphic animal game. Um, but you're a little mouse playing in the world of cats and dogs and humans that are much bigger than you. So here's what I said. So generally, I like your over uh, your review and the review of the game. Yeah, I know you guys probably can't see that, but it's there. You're thorough, informative, and have a good voice cadence for this. Anytime you have to go online, this is based on something that he said in there. Anytime you have to go online to get core resources or information, e.g. conditions, because he was talking about how the conditions weren't identified in the book, that's a fail. And yeah, I agree. I said, you're out of your mind when you complain about madness as a word that does harm or being out of place in the game. Madness and insanity are in many non-Cthulhu-esque games. For example, Palladium, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I specifically did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing because it's another animal-oriented game. Oh, and so, so is so is riffs. I mean, they well, have dog boys. Yeah. Well, fair enough, fair enough. But I, I, but that's why I specifically picked TMNT though. Yeah. Uh, with as many uh, with as many times you reference OSR, you should understand this. Unless you're playing with children, words like that don't harm. Madness is even a word children shouldn't find bothersome. This is a quote-unquote grow-up moment for anyone triggered or offended by such an innocuous word. As someone who also is a mental something or another, misophonia. Uh, that we all make fun of because life is, a, uh, is not about being offended by stupid things. I couldn't care less about the word. Uh, he cited his own mental whatever, so that's why I said that. Uh, madness is something that happens in the real world and is something that can happen in game when messing with unnatural forces. It shouldn't be shied away from like some sort of taboo. It should be embraced. And then I did hashtag RPGate, escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, organic diversity through natural inclusion. Now let's see what he has to say. Is it long? It's not really that long. As I said in the description, there's a personal review. I don't care. It's also a personal fucking comment. You gotta comment. Uh, the term madness doesn't gel with me. Well, grow up. There you go. Grow up. I have several reasons for this, some of which I mentioned in the video, including my own disabilities. Grow up. One person's experience doesn't invalidate another's. No, my experience is way more important than yours. Oh, stop. That was just being mean. <laughs> That was being awesome. No, no, no. Your personal experience is just as valid as his. And to, but, but the thing is, it's only valid to each other. Not that's right. That's person. right. His, his is only valid to him. Mine's only valid to me. That's yeah, you're absolutely just right. as valid. Just, you know, not, not, uh, not to other people. And no, see, he caught me on something, which is awesome. I did this absolutely intentionally and he caught me on it. This is great. He said, but I do find it ironic that after I say, I don't like madness being casually thrown around, you call me out of my mind. Did it intentionally, dude? Oh, wait, there's more. Oh, Jesus. Oh my I, God. He wrote it. He wrote a slow book. All right. Whatever. He did. Uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Whatever. As an analogy, you know, you guys can go see it on his site. What's it called? Uh, Dungeons on a Dime. Yeah, go ahead and subscribe I, to it. As you can see, I did not give him his down vote. Nope. I didn't give him an upvote either. Why is that? There we go. Um, thank you for the kind review of my review. Uh, okay, that, that's... Uh, whatever. I, I, I'll read the rest of that later. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, Stop. I mean, he, he, didn't, he didn't respond crazy, which is no. good. Yeah, which is which is good. So yeah, go go ahead, visit his channel, uh, watch the video, and uh, you know, subscribe, up or down, vote it if you want. Just uh, go go ahead and uh, see what he has to say. It's fine. So for heathen dog, I say, oh no, je suis démasqué. Démasqué. No there we go. Uh, I've been unmasked. Oh no, I've oh. been unmasked. 
I, I said Damascus. I don't know what the hell that was about. So Damascus. Um, let's see. Everyone. Yeah, that's perfect. See, it's like when people are like, Shalom is a racist. No, I know. I hate everybody equally. I had a boss tell me that. It was fucking amazing. It's like, I, you know, we think that uh, Shalom might have, uh, you know, some problems with people. It's like, uh, isn't, he's not a racist. He hates everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Okay, well, nobody wanted to join in, so I think it is time to end. Let's go through the proclivities. If anybody pops in last second or has anything, you can go ahead and continue to read chat just to make okay. sure that interesting things are pointed out while I go through the fun stuff. First of all, we want to thank all of you for being here. We want to thank people who paid us money, the people who didn't pay us money. We want to thank friends of the channel. Remember, write this down, inappropriate characters. If it hasn't already started, because I think it's supposed to start at 8.30, but I don't know a time zone. If that, God damn, get off the... I don't know if that's my time zone, your time zone, or whom's time zone, but check out inappropriate characters and make sure you let them know Legion of Myth sent you. That's vital. <laughs> um, let's see. But yes, I absolutely want to thank Crafty again for donating money. Anybody who's sent super chats, anybody, you know, actually we read super chats, so if we read it, well, you'd know if you submit it. Uh, thank you for bits, et cetera, et cetera. I want to thank the people who are lurking, the people who are watching, the people who are chatting. Absolutely love the chat. The last, like, what, three weeks now, our chat's been rolling, and I like it. Thank yeah, you, everybody. Um, that Honestly, one of the things about RPG Digest that was starting to concern slash confuse me maybe about two months ago is the fact that we weren't getting the interaction. Like, people were saying, we want interaction. That's why the Legion Myth Weekly Livestream changed to this format was for all about the interaction, to hear what you had to say and so forth, because that was kind of one of the big complaints when we shut that down. It's like, people didn't feel that there was interaction, which blows my mind, because even though you actually did the show and you guys interacted with everybody, you just waited until the end of the segment. But apparently that wasn't enough, so... Uh, What's that? Yeah, Shad's our habit. What happened? I'm confused. The interaction. Yeah. Oh. Brought, brought, brought out brought out Shadzar. Okay. Uh hey, you know what? You have to you have to take the, the good with the not not so good. Right. That's how it works. That's life. If you want to get responses from us, if you want to listen to us ramble and so forth, you can find us on Discord. A lot of good conversation on Discord. I can't even keep up with all of it now, but I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, but that's the good thing is I shouldn't have to respond to everything. That's why, you know, it's a community on Discord. So thank you very much for all the chat that's going on there. Check out our website. It's got pretty much all the past YouTube videos there. I'm going to try to get some bloggy stuff up there, you know, when time permits. Uh, talk to Heathen Dog a little bit about that as well. We're, we'll try to figure out something. We're trying to offer you more stuff, but it's difficult because we have full-time life on top of this um mines mines is actually a pretty good place for me to respond because i actually enjoy mines and i like its interface so um yeah and, and i plan on being on that as much as i can obviously youtube uh twitch and twitter subscribe star remember i showed you our uh or my we'll call it legion of myths uh module earlier if you back us on subscribe star or if you're a paid backer on twitch or youtube you have access to it and you have a module for forbidden lands that honestly could be run in any game system with just a couple tweaks i've done that same adventure in multiple different game systems and if you like the tampons on the coast or like 20 some other designs that we have on redbubble check out our redbubble so the tapestry that heathen dogs got the shirts we're wearing uh, masks that I've got that kept falling down. God damn it. <laughs> and so forth. Those are all from Redbubble. So, uh, you know, check that out and uh, you can buy some Legion myth, RPG digest gear, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Hey, you have a good week as well. Mr. Max. Uh, 
Absolutely appreciate you being here. We appreciate everyone being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and that's it. We don't really have anything else to do. So my final words of wisdom for Heathen Thought goes simply are stop with the virtue signaling, play games to have fun. If you want a combat wheelchair, an accessible dungeon in your game, that's fine. But please, everybody, two things, and we've said this in multiple videos, I'm going to say this again. There are two things that we have to do. If you don't like it, stand up against it. When you just shake your head and ignore it, it festers and grows. I know that sounds conspiratorial, but look at what's happened with the industry. Three years ago, even five years ago, people were like, no, that would never happen. You're just overreactive. Heathen Dog was one of them. To be fair, Heathen Dog was one of them. <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to call him out, but it's just to show how times change. Like, you're just being reactive, you're, you're being insulting, and so on and so forth. Well... Well, I still kind of am insulting and so forth. You have to face them down. You have to. Otherwise, it's going to continue to grow. This nonsense will grow. And the other thing is to stop buying their products. Like, well, I buy fifth edition because it's what my people play. It's, I do. Well, then you're promoting it. You're literally promoting this crap. So I, I don't have to tell you off that. If you want to, that's your choice. It's your money. You do what you want with it. But don't bitch about it if you're buying it. Because you know what you're buying. Stand up, face them down. Stop buying this stuff. I'm done. When Heathen Dog's done, we're going to play the theme song and be out of here. <laughs> well, I guess uh, my words of wisdom are uh, uh, about your personal game. If you have one, one person at your gaming table who wants to, who wants to uh, rep represent themselves in your game, and you allow that, what you're doing is making that person more important than everyone else at the table. And that's never a good idea. It's only going to breed resentment. It's only going to make people have a bad time and want to leave. And that one person who you allowed to represent themselves in your game is going to vilify everyone else who is no longer having a good time calling them the bad guy because they want to be the hero. Don't let it happen. Don't let normal people make themselves the hero for no reason. Don't do it.